Alrighty, welcome b- 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 back to the second paradigm p- 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 podcast. Welcome back. I was like, hey, David was looking for me, and I was like, I'm in the second paradigm office, and he's like, no. Uh, I know. You've been wanting to record a podcast like every couple hours. Yeah. I know. You have I, just been transmitting lately. I know. I posted what forty-five minutes today of videos. Yeah. On the on the eye jizzle. That was good. Um. Yeah. So that's like I'm like oh okay I'm done talking about that. Now what? What else we got? Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just feels. I mean, it feels important to document our move. That it has it's no true. movement. That's true. David was like, well, we'll just put our stuff in our storage unit. I'm like, what storage unit? We don't have a storage unit. We, don't have a stor- we haven't packed anything. Yeah. If you were to come over, you would, well, first of all, you'd be like, you have no furniture. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge house. You're like, oh, you guys are moving? We're like, no, this is what it looks like. This is how we've lived for the last six months has been an empty house and I just so I ordered this big huge sectional back in December and I've been getting emails like weekly like oh it'll be ready in six to eight weeks and it's been I get an email almost every week saying that and then finally yesterday I or two days ago I got an email saying we'll have it to you within the week or within a week I'm like fuck we're not gonna live here we're not gonna be here mm-hmm. i thought for sure i had like six to eight weeks so i would just update the address later yeah but so i had to email them today i don't know we'll see whatever happens oh man or, that's all right that's it doesn't all right. matter i know but we haven't had any furniture in this house we have the sunroom the couch that you see me do my videos on um yeah, and then we have the second pair in office and we got our bedroom yep and then there's um how many bedrooms upstairs one, two, three, three plus an enormous office. I don't know. It's just a huge room. Yeah. Huge. huge. No closet, but huge. And then there's a movie room with like a projector and a screen. Yeah. And then there's two bathrooms upstairs, two full baths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's a half bath downstairs and, and our ma- bathroom. Yes. And, and there's a down formal here, there's dining also, Yeah, formal dining room is what I was going to say. There's a formal dining room and then there's a regular dining area mm-hmm. I mean, next to the kitchen with an enormous island in the middle yeah i think whoever moves in here would be fine with us staying There's yeah i think so too <laughs> you know i think that's what's going to happen we're still going to be here and they're going to they're going to come and be like oh you know what why don't you guys just stay here yeah live with us yeah i know we just met yeah but the world's weird but you guys it's are intuitive people it's clear that your intuition's on point that's why you stayed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that's the, the one thing that we can be sure will not happen. Yeah, that'd be kind of weird. Um, but I did tell David, I was like, well, we could squat here because the police are defunded. So yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't really be getting, <laughs> getting into trouble. <laughs> Gosh, so weird. What a weird world. But yeah. So there's that. So, I mean, it's really strange to be so grounded and so peaceful and not packing like a maniac and not really doing anything like a maniac um, and, and just yeah. kind of being and just like honoring the truth of what's here. And then when we feel the wave to pack, it'll just 
It'll be like Matilda. Yeah. Which, do you know Matilda? I have no idea what you're talking about, but I just said, yeah. Mm, well. Because I'm sure other people do. <laughs> you're speaking on behalf of the other people. Yeah. Um, Matilda, you know Matilda. She's that little girl. She was like a little witch girl and she, no, I don't, no. I don't even really remember the story, but she cleans up and everything goes in the air and then she puts it all back. Mm. It's like a magic power. No, my generation was Sabrina. Oh yeah. I like Sabrina too. I'm Sabrina the Teenage mm. Witch. That one. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. 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 My generation. My weird Sabrina. Not Matilda. Well, my generation had Matilda. Matilda's an old name. It is an old name. So Sabrina. I guess so. But so, so is David. David's a very old <laughs> name. Very old name. And so is Miriam. That is true. I know we got these ancient names. We do. So we met a woman today at the breakfast place that we went to, Yep. which was really freaking cool. And I talked about it on my Instagram story, but I'm going to talk about it again because I think it's fucking awesome. Okay. So we, I was like, want to go to breakfast? And I said, oh. yeah, <laughs> I do. I've only, been, I only got three hours of sleep, but sure. Miriam. I got five hours of sleep. Okay. Well. You know why? Because I was up watching the video for the incubator. Members of the second slash the incubator. <laughs> I watched it five times. Oh my God. I feel like you're getting the soul ping to sign up. I, I think so too. You know, I'm really <laughs> resonating with the message. Wait, I want to talk about this too. Yes, because wait. Oh, what? Well, I don't know. Tell me. Oh, well, I just, I love, like, it was so cool when you were bringing through the words and the, the way to describe intuitive truthers. I was like, oh my God, I want to be a part of that. And then I was like, oh my God, wait, I am. Because we're yeah. creating it. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way about the incubator. I do too. Like if we weren't creating it, I'd want to be a part of it too. Yeah. It's, it's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that. I've never really felt that way about our work before. It's more felt mm. like, oh, this is, this is for those. No, is that right? I don't know. When I think back to like past iterations of what we were doing, it felt like it was more for other people. And I wasn't as excited about these things that I'm excited about. Mm. Maybe that's not true. I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't tell. But now... It's just, it just feels right on the pulse. Yeah. It's like right here. It's like, this is as cutting edge as it gets. We're going forward. Yeah. Well, okay. So I think what's actually true because <coughs> I'm spewing bulls bullshit. What is looking back now? Those containers aren't as exciting. No. Um, I didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Mm. So it was hard to be excited about something that was like, oh my God, is this, does this real? Is this going to work? Like, what are we even doing? I can't believe we're just following soul blindly and doing this thing and launching these courses and holding these spaces and doing this stuff with these groups. Like, huh? Yeah. Maybe that's true. Huh? Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I still don't really know what we're doing. That's not true. But it's I, only gotten clearer and clearer it, and clearer. It has clearer. gotten clearer, but I don't know, I guess, until like the incubator starts and we're like, you know, we're rolling. Yeah. So. Something's coming online. Jeez Louise. I don't even know how much more there could be on business. That's what I was. I was checking in. I was getting insecure and I was like, B, how much like how much content could there possibly be around become yourself and radiate your essence out of the world by trusting yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, this is the whole paradigm. 
is like trust yourself, dial in your intuition and keep going. Only do what's here. Yep. But there's so much nuance in the business. There's so much of nuance course. in building those structures and even hearing B unpack things a little bit. It's cool. I mean, I didn't know what was going to come through before it came through and even hearing him unpack things a little bit of like, of like, how do you market without marketing? Like, how do you mm-hmm. do the things that need to be done in the business to find people or to get your work out there without going to industry standards as like the easy way out? Right. Like, how do you be in the tension of bringing something through and mm-hmm. create a totally new groove here? Yeah. How do you know what to just accept? Like, okay, well, we're going to use money because money's here right now. It's mm-hmm. not the most optimal system, but it's what's here. So like, yep. okay, like that we accept, but what do we like, he said, violently oppose or something, right. or, you know, like uh-huh. not let in. Yeah. So it's cool. I I do feel a bunch of nuance coming online, but yeah, I mean, still there's this, like, there's this feeling of like, man, there's a shit ton that wants to come through Yeah. and I don't know what it is yet. Yeah. I know it's been really interesting. Like, like you were saying in the car, like it's been easy to like write stuff off like, cause you're a channel and we're doing this in partnership. So it's easy to like not see yourself in it. Oh my God. Yeah. I There's mean, so many ways to brush it off. Yeah. I do the same thing. I'm like, Oh, this is all David. Cause he brings everything through Yeah, and I do nothing. And he writes all the emails and I don't har- I hardly write an email. Yeah. And then if I can I, go, Oh, I just build systems that nobody uses. And then Miriam talks to all the people and mm-hmm. markets our business. But not really. <laughs> I just write these docs that no one reads. That's not true. People do read them. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh oh, shit's coming up. <laughs> Good. Cough it out. Cough it out. Um, no, but I really do feel that I feel the significance of what we're doing, and there is a there is a kickover that I feel happening of like one acknowledging what we're doing, acknowledging our peace in it, and just acknowledging when you make a divinity real, like mm-hmm. really fucking real. Yeah. Then what we're doing is so fucking significant. And what everyone who listens to this is doing is so fucking significant. Mm-hmm. But in the experience, it doesn't feel that significant. And it's really easy to be insecure and like worry about how things are going to work out. And like, you just feel, oh man, I'm just trusting soul and barely scraping by. Like, when's this going to work out for me? It's so easy to be in that place. Mm-hmm. So fucking easy. Because mm-hmm. the world doesn't recognize right. us. The world doesn't recognize intuition as an operating system. No. That's like a thing that like billionaires say for fun. Like, oh, I trusted my gut on that investment. And like, that's about it. That's as far as we fucking go, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Not like, yeah, you know, I trusted my intuition in every single aspect of my life and just only did what God told me to do. You know, like that's not Mm -mm. a, it's, that's not the boardroom banter. Right. So it's so easy to like take on the world's perspective of us. Mm. But like when when I'm feeling the perspective of even just be hearing him describe things just over the years. And even in the, this recent video, it's like, man, What's what the we're video doing the is so fucking com. significant. It's at the second period.com. If you click join the club, but it's on our members site, mm. it's in the incubator. It's at the very, very end there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, if you're in the club, it's also posted in our main post feed. Is it on YouTube as well? Uh, it's not on YouTube yet. Yet. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just want people to see it. It was really yeah, good. Go Even if you don't join the incubator, mm-hmm. it doesn't, I don't fucking care. You do what you, what's here for you. But the video is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Regardless yeah. We're not here of- to fucking convince people to join our fucking mastermind. Mm-mm. It's just not how this works. No, not at all. It's just either they're there or it's not. Mm-hmm. 
if it's not there, then we want you to stay as far away as possible mm-hmm. and just do what is there. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is the truth. That's how we keep things clean. Yeah, it so is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's this kind of nebulous feeling of the work that's coming online. Making divinity real. Mm-hmm. Just as cool and big and significant. And I think we're both seeing our place in it more and more. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, I was laying in the grass the other day and then I sat up and just meditating and I don't know this like the letters like CEO were dropping in and I was like mm-hmm. oh because it's never felt like the second paradigm is like a business I don't know mm. it feel I don't I, that's been hard for me to be like oh I'm a business owner mm-hmm. like I'm comfortable telling people at the coffee shop that oh yeah I work from home mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know but like to say that we own a company. Yeah. Is that what this is? Yeah. It is a spiritual education company that's driving forward the evolution of our species into a whole new operating system that drives solely on intuition, which is a far better operating system than logic. Like it's, it, we are leading the leaders of the second paradigm. We are trailblazing and really, I mean, just right alongside all of these people who are driving forward this collective evolution driven forward by light, which is real. Mm -hmm. Like it's, (laughs) it's so fucking significant. So fucking significant. And the fact that we can even be in a place where we don't see that's just madness. I know. Madness. I know. It's so weird. Yeah. And yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't know what the metric is in my mind that offers relief. Like, I don't even think it's a number on the screen. Mm-mm. It's just this internal embodiment of like, yeah. Yeah. of just recognizing and, and being confident in what we're doing. Yeah. Cause even today to bring it back to that other story, I wanted to tell about meeting the fellow Patriot at the mm-hmm. breakfast place. It was really cool. She was watching a she was watching a video on her phone. She had it propped up on the, at the breakfast bar. Yeah. Like on a little kickstand case. Uh huh. Pop, pop socket. Yeah. Something like that. And I was like, Oh, what is she watching? It looked like the health ranger guy, Mike, whatever his name is. Adams. Mike Adams. Yeah. I was like, is that him? And I like, I couldn't tell. And I was like, wait, uh, I don't know, but he looked familiar. Whoever she was watching. I've definitely mm-hmm. seen his face before and I only watch truthers and Logan Paul. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it was not Logan Paul. Um, <laughs> but then we went back to just eating. Yeah. No, we hadn't, we hadn't received Oh, well our then we went yet. back to just talking. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this place reminds me of Portage Bay in Seattle. Like it's so cute. And we're mm-hmm. like having this discussion and I'm like, remember we'd go to the locks and like watch the boats and mm-hmm. just fucking talking about, right. Did I say that? Or was that the other day? The no, locks, we were talking about it. Then they'd go up and down. I don't know. Anyway. Well, I was so, Okay. So then, um, I look over and I was like, wait, that's Dr. Stella Emanuel. I was like, oh my God, David, like ask her, what's she watching? Is that Dr. And then you're like, excuse me. You're like, are you watching Dr. Stella Emanuel? And she's like, yeah, actually I am. And Mm -hmm. then, um, she's like, yeah, she said, this is like one of her like most important videos she's ever done. Um, she's, she's like, so she's like, I was watching something else last night that kept me up all night. It was like a six hour documentary on, Whatever I don't know. She didn't even tell us what that was that she watched. The, Just on the injection. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then you were like, yeah, you can say whatever it's not going to scare us. Um, Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, she just, I don't know how it even started, but we just started talking and basically we'll see her tomorrow in Fredericksburg for the, the Robert David Steele mm-hmm. tour. Um, is Scott McKay's going to be there. Wano Savin's going to be there. Um, Jim Caviezel's going to be there. Yep. Nino will not be there. Um, Lee Dungas. Yeah, that's cool. She's going to be there. Yeah, just She's like awesome. a, a lot of fucking truthers that are like really doing this thing. So what's wild is... I don't even know how we started talking, but we're like about Frank's speech or something like that. And then she's like, Oh yeah. You know, they're my client. Mm -hmm. What? What? Um, and then we were like, yeah, too many text messages. Like, Oh, we know Frank's speech. We're like, we get texts all the time. And she's like, Oh, they're actually my client. And we were were like, like, Oh, perfect amount of texts. (laughs) Yeah. We love the text messages. And it's just funny. She's like, I know how much every single one of those text messages costs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good to know. Um, but it was just, it was just awesome. It was just a really like easy, nice conversation. She's been awake since 2000. She knew, you know, when nine 11 happened, she knew, Um, all the nonsense there long before everybody else. I mean, imagine being awake for 21 years. That's bananas. Mm. That's amazing. So it was really cool. It was a wonderful conversation and it was just really interesting. What hit me later in the car as I was reflecting on it, because I was like nostalgic at this breakfast place for Seattle and our experiences in Seattle and like also seeing almost everyone in there without a mask, which is the workers were wearing them, but the people... I mean, some were, you know, there's always a few, um, but it's just, it feels like things are like actually truly opening up again. And it felt Mm -hmm. like 2019 vibes in there even like it was, Mm -hmm. it was nice, not fully, but you know, and I was reflecting on like the whole Seattle piece and that was coming in so hard and it was so clear that we needed to sit at the bar and it was so clear that we needed to go to that particular restaurant. I mean, they have like five others in the area, but we, it was like mm-hmm. clear we had to go to that one. Um, and I just, I just love how divinity works and how our intuition works and how the orchestration works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like, so the, 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 the similar experience that we had in Seattle where we ended up meeting the accountant for the restaurant that we would go to there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we ended up meeting her at the locks because like we were, we were looking at a hawk in a tree or something. And then we really stopped her and her, um, partner, boyfriend, soon to be husband we stopped them and we're like oh my gosh do you guys see the hawk and then we all like looked at the hawk and talked for hours and she's like oh actually i work for portage bay i do their books it's like what so then we're like we love portage bay we always go to portage bay blah 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 Mm -hmm. and then like we always would chat with her and you know it was great and then we she ended up coming down to texas i i texted her like randomly recently um before our taxes were due for Right. I texted her and I was like, Oh, maybe she'll do our taxes. And she's like, actually I'll be in Texas next week. I'm like, what? Yeah. Are you kidding me? So, and she was like a couple, one town North, like not far at all in Georgetown. Mm -hmm. We're in round rock currently. (laughs) Um, we'll see how long we stay here. Um, with the new tenants moving in, 
but yeah, so we, we ended up, um, meeting up with her when she came here and she, we're just on different pages, you know, like she wore the mask, she's going to get the vax or she probably already got it at this point. Yeah. Um, and, and she's like, are you going to get it? And I was like, no, absolutely not. I'm a hard no. I was like, not based on what, on the ingredients that are in it. <laughs> and like, so there was yeah. no room for discussion, you know, shut that down. Didn't mean to, but when I'm just let myself roll pretty blunt. Um, and then she was going to get back to us to do our taxes and she never did. And mm-hmm. it just kind of fell off and it was like, yeah, well, I guess yeah. that orbited out. I didn't feel the energy to ping her and ask her again. No, um, I just did our taxes. Yeah. David just did. Him. He's, he's a miracle. Prodigy, prodigy, prodigy. That's you. But what I want to say about this, if I just do it. I know what I want to say about this is that <laughs> what I said, it's frustrating. It's so hard being me, being able to do anything. I know. Try to just do it. Yeah. It's because you're Asian. You're yeah, I think so. I think, this is, I think it's the same for all Asians. Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. for them. They're, I know it's so hard. They're oppressed. I know it's so hard being so oppressed, just having so much capability. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know that people understand how hard it is yeah. to have you're... so many options and opportunities. Mm-hmm. And to be so smart. Yeah. I mean, just to be able to, to go work in any field, do any job, you know, just, just plug in and just, just learn it and pick it up and, and just start going and yeah, just the paradox of choice, you know, it's like standing in front of the yogurt aisle. Which one do I get? That's life for me. Always <laughs> constantly oh my God. If people just understood how hard this is for us Asians. <laughs> then they would know to support Asian lives matter mm-hmm. and donate to act blue. Joe Biden's <laughs> next <laughs> 2024 <election>. campaign. <laughs> oh my god! I know. Just make it out to Joe Biden. It'll save you the trouble. Yes. Where it's going anyway. <laughs> Just make it out to Joe. B i d e n or B i d a n, depending on what what earlobes he has on that day. Um. <laughs> oh man. So. What, what was interesting to me about all of this is like, yeah. it was really interesting to meet this woman who is also a CPA and we're meeting her at a restaurant that I'm, ha- you know, I'm having flashbacks to our like nostalgic experience. Mm. And then it just, it felt like our, our, like our, our circle of people or like our, our characters that are cast in our story of our life or however that is, it's, it felt like it got updated today. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, weird. This is like a very similar feeling that I'm having at this restaurant and, and like meeting a similar person with similar qualities, but, but not like the job title is the only thing that's the same, but our views match. And in Seattle, our views match there too. Like that wasn't, so it's, it's interesting to see how we evolve. And then the people that orbit into our life based on this evolution of ourselves. And it's really fucking cool. And it's such a testament to following soul and trusting your truth and mm-hmm. trusting what you're here to know and what you're here to, to say and what you're here to stand in and what, what like, what you yeah, just what your truth is, like what's coming through yeah. you. And, and the only way I got to this place in the last year plus now is by trusting my intuition. I was like, no, COVID is not real. Like, it's fucking not. Why is everyone freaking out? Yeah. 
like I couldn't, I couldn't be with their manic intensity and it brought me right back to myself and like, no, 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 this isn't true for me. Like, I'm not going to spin out with all of you guys. This is crazy. I'm not going to listen to these, these brainy people talk on WhatsApp about the collapse of the world. Like, no, no, no. That is so not what's here. Yeah. So I don't know. I just thought it was like layers of cool and I'm excited to see her tomorrow. And she, she was like, are you guys going to Fredericksburg? And I was like, yes, I don't know. Yes, we are now. Yeah. We weren't going to, it was, we were on the fence. 107. Yeah. I'd love to see his face. So that was yeah. kind of enticing. And Jim Caviezel. I know. He played Jesus Christ. That's yeah. so exciting. Yeah. He got struck by lightning. Twice. Yeah, well, I, th- I think three different people, either in the same day or d- wow, during the shoot, got struck so by lightning. Intense. Unreal. And there's the cross scene. I heard him talk about it, and like he's up in the sky. It's like blowing like crazy, like dangerously. Wow. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to go. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think it'll be fun too. And we'll meet more cool people. You know, like this is just yeah. what this is about. And like, yeah. I don't know. That's, I was just adjusting my microphone so I can can slouch (laughs) more cozy, but yeah. I, okay. So then the other thing that was coming up for me after meeting her was like, Oh my God, like I'm so not like myself, like on the podcast, I'm like fiery, you know, and I say whatever I want. And then on Instagram, I say whatever I want. And I'm like, you know, I'm just me. Hmm. And I was like, wait, I'm not the same. And I've always prided myself on like, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. But in meeting her, I didn't feel like I was like, I was, I didn't swear. I didn't tell her like, oh yeah, they're fucking idiots. Like I didn't say my usual antics. Yeah. So I, yeah. So then David caught me immediately. He was like, you don't need to turn down your fire on Instagram and that you're on the well, podcast. Yeah, Cause it was weird that you're going that direction. Not well, that of course you I wanted to be direction. more expressed in person. Like I thought you were getting down on yourself for wanting to be more expressed in person. No, but I thought were, I was too much. But yeah, then you went to all of your expression across the board and that it should be toned down so that it could match. Right. But that's the exact opposite. Yeah, it feels like, but it feels like my in-person expression is the real one. You know, it's like, oh, isn't that the real one though? Because that's how I'm actually showing up. Oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me though. I know. Not, it's like, a, it feels like when you're in those social situations, it's like a high, high risk, like high uncertainty circumstance you know like it feels like the stakes are higher like it's like the the anxieties there so it's hard it's, i think it's harder to be expressed meeting new people being in like yeah. large crowds or i mean it's the same when you like get on camera for the first time you know yeah. but that doesn't mean that like the the lowest expressed version of you is is you you know mm-hmm. yeah i know well i guess that's where Why's i it sound like we have a landline and I know, it's it ringing sounds like a landline's ringing it's That's weird. weird. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, I know I did go there and I started down on myself and I was like, Oh no, I'm not who I say I am. I, I show up this way online and yeah, I know. but I still did say bold things. Like, I mean, I talked about abortion, like right for off sure. the bat for sure. And, um, shamanism, <laughs> the dirty kind. I talked about that too. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how else to say that, but yeah, I really went there, I guess in those places. Like I, I wasn't so filtered and calculated and like a a really good listener. 
not that I was a bad listener, but I, I allowed myself to speak too. Hmm. Cause there's mm-hmm. been other instances where, Oh yeah. I'm like, Oh, I'm not speaking in this. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, it, these are such fucking subtleties that don't even really actually matter, but I'm just witnessing myself and I do want to be more like brave and conversational and share more of my opinions and yeah. I mean, well, so here's my sense of what's actually happening. Oh gosh. Cause we're in this kind of, we're in this pocket where like, so we're pressing into the second paradigm school of business, this whole next phase of our work. And in that there's energetic embodiments that come with it. So I think one of the first big waves of this work is one being able to just understand the reality that we're in and the role that we're playing and to be able to own that yeah. at the very least cognitively, but really it's much deeper than that. Yeah. So right? much about the embodiment and, of it and owning it and landing a new embodiment means facing the embodiment that's already there or any misconceptions that are already mm-hmm. there or any, any hardware, any software that's already there in the body. So all of that stuff starts to get worked up and rattled and then mm-hmm. all the new energy lands into it because it has to land into what's already here it's not that just we just have a cool idea and then that's us like we have we have to have that cool idea in quotes into the opposite or into the piece that's already here into our own unworthiness is where our worthiness lands misconception about ourselves yes like into the misconception is where the truth about that misconception lands it doesn't just slot somewhere else and those two truths exist and you know and like the one just goes away and updates immediately so i think that's happening for Mm -hmm. us but just generally like i because you're always really good like you're this way I'm comparing myself, whatever. Here we fucking are. Way. The way that you are on the podcast yeah. is how you are in conversation with people. People always say that, that I come off so confident yes. and chill and relaxed inside. I'm like, oh my God, this is so awkward. Why is it silent? Should I say something? I'm like, uh, I don't know. They're not saying anything. Maybe I'll just kind of pretend that we're, we're like, we're not talking right now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll just eat. I'll just eat. <laughs> like I'm, I'm having all the same shit. You know what I mean? So it's weird. It does that, not translate I know, that it's way. It's so weird. It does it's not so at weird all. to me. I, the, yeah, so odd to me. It's, it actually reminds me of when I was younger. I was, when people would tell me that like I, I was attractive, didn't fucking register. It was it's the exact same thing. And then later in life, people are like, oh yeah, like you seem like a confident guy. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I, I built my identity as a like, as a fat, friendless, dumb kid. That's just kind of where I built, like it got baked in Funny for whatever reason in my circumstances. I know it's so weird. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like the opposite of all, but it just got baked in. So like I carried that with me in the, like through my life, just the, the circumstances and the sequence of like me building my identity in my formative years, my house, my dynamic with my brother and my brother and my parents, like, like all of those dynamics and the school changes going like suddenly essentially skipping two grades but not really understanding what was happening mm. like I overnight I was dumb and I yeah. didn't have any friends anymore and I went from like the top I was like like soccer captain every fucking day riding high <laughs> I remember taking a poo and I, I drew when I was a little kid and I drew like the like a 
a bird formation, like a V. And I, I wrote all of my friends' names walking behind me as the front bird, like so <laughs> fucking on top of the world. Just like, that's, that's how I spent my time as a kid, just basking in my glory. And then like just out of nowhere, no fucking friends, bottom of the food chain, bottom of the class. Like probably like there was me and like one other kid who transferred in around the same time, which fucking struggled the whole time. So like I just that's that when you got, got glasses. baked in and that's when I got glasses. Mm-hmm. That feels significant. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So but yeah, it's just it's so funny. I never long fucking conversational detour, but. Yeah, it doesn't register that I come off as like this cool, attractive, confident man. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So funny. Yeah. You like don't stumble over your words. Like when I'm talking to someone, I'm like, I feel like I'm like sweating over what my words are going to be. The next ones. Mm. And, And you speak directly to how they, this isn't even conscious. It's just how you be. You speak directly in a way to them that they'll get it. Like I noticed you doing that. I was like, oh, you would never say that to me. But you say it in a way that they would get it. Yeah. But it's like effortless for you. I just sit and I read people's minds and I talk to them about what they're thinking. I think is, I think is what I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and they, and and they, she lit up. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that's so funny. She knew exactly what you were saying, and I was like, oh, that's this so is. Funny. I don't remember the example, well, but yeah, I wanted to start to talk to her because she mentioned something. So I was like, oh yeah, like like do you plug into the API or are you more so working with tech companies to help them to like structure their. Uh, to structure their accounting to fit their unique scenario. Like I, you know, like I can go in and like play with what they're saying. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't what know. What did she say? I don't remember that at all. I didn't say it. Oh, okay. I, I was like, just damn, I really didn't listen. It didn't come up. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're in conversation. It just always happens. Like people's feelings. Oh, you're just talking about up. the spike proteins. That's what you were talking about in the transmitting people shedding. And then what's going to happen in the fall. You were basically like revalidating yeah. what she probably just learned or is learning yeah. or knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about Dr. Tenpenny, but yeah, you have an amazing ability to do that. Um, okay, well, human design people would say that that's the projector quality. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I see it every, all the time, every time we're engaging with people you're like they real they feel really seen yeah i have to kind of decide in the moment how much i want to plug in mm-hmm. i'm always kind of like like leaning in and out feeling it out how mm-hmm. much i want to plug in because i can go in hard i know on someone i know and like articulate like what they're like things they don't have yet yep like I, like I, I love, yeah. I love doing that for people. And that's, that's what I do. And that's, that's kind of, that's my role in the second paradigm. It's like articulating, like, it's like, oh, cool. There's some confusion there. Let me just articulate it for you. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, you know, I love like just pressing the edges of, of confusion into more clarity. Clarity. Yeah. And just yeah. slotting everything. And then they're like, Mr. David told me. <laughs> Mr. David. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause they're t- 
six-year-old Southern girls in <laughs> the 1900s. <laughs> Mr. David told me. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, now I'm uncomfortable because we've just been talking about how great I am for the past like <laughs> fucking 15 minutes. It's good for you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, I relate. So, listening. I'm sure it's fantastic. Because I see myself as this like ridiculous, like fat, disgusting ogre that's just absolutely repulsive and will burn your eyebrows off and it has resting bitch face and like is not bright. Like that's how I see myself in those situations. So I, I get what you're saying. Oh, I see. I see. I see. As there's like, there's, there's this like other identity that's like kind of built up yeah. that, that's scanning. Like, do I talk? Do I not talk? <laughs> oh fuck. Is my face resting bitch face? <laughs> do I, I should smile. <laughs> do I smile with my teeth? Is that too aggressive? <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause those are all like compiled things that I've heard over the years and, or judgments of myself. Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of both. Yeah. So that, that's weird. It's still running in the background of these yeah, experiences. But you're just like a really, really, really like relatable person. Like everyone can relate to you and they don't know why. Like they just want to tell you everything. I'm familiar. They, they think, think they familiar. know me. It's that's yeah. pretty nuts. Her and I shared this like really long eye contact and I was like, Oh God, this is like, we know each other. Yeah. Like, and when it's I, just like a feeling when too. I shared the name thing. Cause our names are similar. That's all I'm going to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh huh. And then it was that's like, true. Oh, and we like locked in for a second and I was like, Oh wow. This is beyond this. Like this is, mm-hmm. yeah, this is cool. We're like finding, we're like actually finding our soul family in person. What? Yeah. No, I just had this like zoom out moment where like, <laughs> it was so significant that we met someone today that we're unpacking the energetic subtleties <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and you already oh shot like two videos on it wrote about it in your stories oh my God. <laughs> we're such losers this is how much human interaction we have so funny so funny oh my god i mean we've just like really fucking been bringing through this work like i can let just the insecure insecure part come out and joke and all of that stuff but like I wouldn't have it any fucking other way. I don't want. <laughs> I stop looking at your haircut. You have a tail in the back of your head. <laughs> and you need to cut that before we go anywhere tomorrow. Before we go anywhere? How am I going to cut this? You're going to ask I'm not a me. fucking barber. <laughs> you're going to channel the barber vibes. I'll bring On myself? <laughs> the back of my head? It just looks so it's like sticking out <laughs> David it's because I play with it too and I pull it into the middle David has it a just rat needs tail. to like now you look like from Wayne's World <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's World <laughs> maybe I'll, if I just tuck it up into my hat uh, yeah. I was actually thinking about giving myself a haircut tonight because oh, I see? also need to shave my face. Okay, perfect. Well, I can help you. Okay. I need to take the sides of my beard down to like a three and then take my, my goatee down to like a, maybe a seven. Okay. Means nothing. It just looks much better. It's just looking bushy and all over the place right now. 
I shot a welcome video for the incubator and I looked back. I was like, I look fucking terrible. I'm wearing this like Patriot cap. I have a t-shirt on and I have like, I don't know, like 10 o'clock shadow, like just late in the fucking day, like 10 in the evening shadow. (laughs) Shadow. Yeah. 10 PM shadow. Okay. I'm sorry. And a long ass tail. Apparently. (laughs) It's just so funny. How about if I braid it? If I braid it and put a little ponytail on the back. Do you want my hair elastic? <laughs> yeah. We, we for, used to just share. for tomorrow so I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> but used... what's going to end up happening though is you're going to cut it straight across and I'm going to look like an idiot tomorrow <laughs> for our no. big day out. <laughs> we have to make a good impression. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No, but... I really wouldn't have it any other way. There's no one from these people that we are now that we've become. There's no one when I look back that I'm like, oh man, we'd be such good friends and we'd have so much to relate to. Yeah. I don't even know what you mean by that. I mean, like, (laughs) I don't, it's not like we were so ourselves that we lost friendships that like we really, really want to keep. And like, it was, it would have worked out so well and we'd be so much happier. It's like people orbited out because there was no, there was nothing holding it together anymore. Like there was no synergy. There was no, like, there's no co-creation in conversation or in life, you know? And like, we went into this phase of our life where we were like, okay, like we're just, we're going to follow soul mm-hmm. and soul saying, stay put and bring through this massive body of work. That's going to yep. set you up for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like bring through your life's work. Yeah. And we just did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way. Either. I really wouldn't have it any I other know. way. I agree. I fully agree. And, and like it's moments like these too, right? Where it's like when we're with, I wrote a post to myself. It's called a journal, I think. (laughs) Cause I don't like Facebook anymore. So now I just write posts to myself and I post them to my notes section and I put them in this section actually in my notes. I categorized them the other day, unpublished posts. That's, that's, That's really all going. I was actually thinking of sharing them on the club now. Yes, definitely. Yeah, people I, would love I'm sure that. people would like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Send us an email or, or message Miriam at being Miriam if you want me to do that. Oh my God. They do. I'm sure. They always I tell just, me how great our podcasts are. Guys, I, I love your messages. I, know. I hope you're, you're like... having so much fun listening to how ugly my hair is and how great I am. <laughs> 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 and how insecure and friendless we are. <laughs> Welcome to the second paradigm. Thanks for tuning in. You too can be just like us. For the low <laughs> Don't you want this second paradigm lifestyle? <laughs> for the low, low price of free. <laughs> but who the fuck are we kidding? Like anyone who's doing this is doing it because they look at us and want to be like us. People are doing this because they feel something inside them that they have to. It called yes. them forward a fucking decade ago. Yeah. Like we're doing this because there is something inside of us that is relentless that won't let us stop. And we're not going to stop until we get to that place that feels like something that we felt at the very beginning, but we had no idea what it was going to look like. And now as we're progressing along, it feels like we're going to share a lot of things out into the world that are really fucking scary, but we're going to do it anyway. Yep. Truth. Oh, it was great. Wait, I like the backwards hat look. It looks good. Yeah, but this hat doesn't look that great. Oh, I think it does. As far as backwards hat. Yeah, this it's a hat, new look for you. Well, it looks like a turban. 
this particular hat looks exactly like a turban. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I have not converted to Islam, so I will continue to wear this hat forward. <laughs> Perfect. Um, where is I going with all of this? You wouldn't have it any other way. I wouldn't have any other way. We are. Well, oh, where I was going to go with this, and then there, the there is ago. something that I want to say, but we just haven't gotten there, and it's not, you know, whatever. I just, just keep fucking going. But the, it's moments like this with like where we go, you know, it's like, oh, cool. There's, yeah, let's, let's go to breakfast. That sounds great. You know? And I'm on like five hours of sleep. It makes no fucking sense. I just got up. I'm groggy. I wipe my under, my, my armpits with my shirt that I slept in, put on new deodorant and fucking get out the door. Cause there's, there's no way that I can make you wait for 10 minutes to go shower. Cause we need to go fucking now. <laughs> So we get out and I, I'm driving for some reason, even though I just got up and then we, we go to the fucking restaurant and then there's no, it says on Google maps that it, it's, it's empty. Nobody's there. It says the other location's busy. I'm like, Oh great. We'll go to the one that's empty. We'll go right in. There'll be a table fucking packed yeah. like 15 people out the door. Graduation. There's balloons. Ridiculous. There's kids, there's... No parking spots. We have to park like a mile away. Oh God, dramatic. I am being very dramatic, but it was like 30 parking spaces away. Like significant distance for yeah. parking spaces. And then, sure. then we go in and they go, well, you can sit at this one place at the bar right between crammed between two other people. We were like, I got into perfect. it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's exactly what I was feeling all morning. I had a vision. It said the straight and narrow path is the way I want the narrowest table you have. No, I got into complaining mode and then I lot, like totally derailed. What I was going to say though, was it's moments like these where like we go and we have this interaction and there's this immediate connection where I remember what it feels like to, <laughs> to make friends. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. I remember what it feels like to have people orbit in with energy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where yes. it's, it's never in my entire life. Have I been like, you know what I need? I need to go to a networking event and then I go oh, and then off. I meet a lifelong friend. Fucking <laughs> never, never, ever, ever. It happens so organically. Yep. And it's a, it's a, yep. there's no other explanation other than that. It is a divine orchestration. Those souls came together, right? Like, yep. and it's, it's that where when I zoom out and I look at the totality of our life and what we're doing and what intuition is doing, this is coming back to the post that I wrote myself in my journal. It was something like, imagine if your future self, imagine you're at the end of your life. This is it. Imagine you're at the end of your life and you could look back and resequence things to have more time mm -hmm. and to be further along. So you get back and you're at those, like you're at the regrets that everyone fucking talks about. And you look back and you go, well, if I could have just resequenced things and I, I took these four years to really figure out what I was doing and to stop putting so much pressure on myself to do all these things that didn't fucking matter. Then I would have been set up to be able to do the thing that I didn't end up getting to do until I was like 55. And then I didn't have enough vitality to be able to bring through the thing that I really wanted to do. Right. If you could look back and it's like, well, if I could just resequence these things, I'd have way more time 
to be me and I'd be in a totally different position and you could just kind of snap your fingers and make it happen. It's like, imagine if you could do that at the end of your life, you could look back and resequence it efficiently. Mm-hmm. Then imagine that that's already happening for you, right? Imagine that there is already that mm-hmm. sequence being laid and it's yes. actually being delivered, delivered to you through your intuition. Yes. A hundred percent. That's soul. That's soul. Yeah. That's the precision of soul. Yep. So. Yep. And it was like, it was like, if we'd only, it ended with, if we'd only listen, we need not imagine, which I thought was Mm. really, really cool. (laughs) I liked it. (laughs) I liked it. I hearted it. I commented. I said, great post, David. (laughs) Keep going. I love these. (laughs) And then I sent it to all of our friends. (laughs) (laughs) but like when i look at the sequence of our life like the reason why i wouldn't trade all of these years of like us like in so much fucking uncertainty you know like going to seattle moving all over the place and it's like what the fuck is going on like why are we having to move to all these places why are we being called there and not like not diving into community Mm -mm. and not like suddenly going and marketing our business and doing a bunch of channel nights and growing community somewhere like why aren't we doing the things that seem like so obvious that we should be doing Mm -hmm. and the reason why we didn't is because it wasn't there and we trusted our intuition to get us to this point, even though it it felt totally illogical. And because we defied our own logic, we tapped into that divine sequence, which is the equivalent of being able to look back on your life and resequence things. Like we're living in our younger years in quote, and it's like our future self is looking back on us and it's like, ah, yeah, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about making fucking friends right now. Mm -hmm. Bring through your work and then you'll be set up and you can make friends later. You can chillax later, bring through your fucking work and really dedicate your life to it in totality. Don't worry about where you're going to fucking live. Don't worry about living in some mansion. Don't worry about making a shit ton of money. Don't manipulate people. That's only going to come back to bite you Mm -hmm. later. Stay true, only do what's here and learn to live in integrity in your business. Learn to live in integrity in your life with who you truly are so that you'll be able to do the same thing for the rest of your life. And you won't have to suddenly pivot in five years when the market changes. Right. Do what you're going to do anyway. Yep. Oh, I love that. It's just, it's cool feeling our whole life come together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and Mm -hmm. it's in these little moments where I'm like, if it was here to have friends, we could have friends like that. Mm-hmm. If it was here to have a bigger business, we could have a bigger business like that. But what's been here is this deep, deep, deep precision with the people that are here to be able to go really deep and yep. to be able to bring through this body of work right alongside them. Yep. And this is more important than anything else we could possibly be doing right 100%. now. And when I zoom out, I see that with crystal clear clarity, mm-hmm. which is why I have no fucking regrets whatsoever. Yeah. And which Same. is why so we're moving yep. in like two days. Yeah. And I'm not actually panicked. I know. Because whatever the fuck needs to happen, I can feel the truth in it. Yep. And it's it's only solely because I feel the truth in it that I'm like, okay, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't create more certainty. Great. We won't. Mm-hmm. Like that takes fucking balls. Yep. It defies logic. Mm-hmm. But this is how we get to this place of being so fucking liberated and being yes. so fucking precise and being able to look back and go, yep, uh-huh. wouldn't have had it any other way. Yes. Thank fucking God. I was yes. so precise. Yes. Yeah. I, that that's cool. Cause a similar thing was coming up for me, um, yesterday when you channeled that video about uncertainty and like mm-hmm. the world is, is waking up 
it was in the uncertainty video, right? And it was like, but will you be ready for it? That was, that was in the, in the other one. Video that I watched oh, five fun. times. <laughs> okay, well, clearly I would know. You know. Um, but like, yeah. I wanted to say yes out loud, laying here on the floor. Yeah, it like, was the, the world is getting ready for you. Will you uh, be ready for it? Yeah, and like my my instant answer is yes. And and then mm-hmm. what flashed was like the beginning of of January 2020. I I had had enough. Like I, I was so insecure and I was so worried that I would be too much and too fiery or too whatever that I didn't like fully speak my truth. I was afraid that if I didn't double heart a message on Instagram that, you know, whatever, I don't know what I thought was going to happen, but I got to this place where I was like, I don't want, I don't care. Like, I don't care anymore. Like I don't fucking care because me caring was me stopping myself from speaking my truth. Cause I was, I was caring, but it was like to this place of detriment to myself mm-hmm. under the guise of caring. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was just this way to like, keep me from speaking my truth, from sharing what I really want to share from not responding. Cause I don't want to fucking respond. Yep. So I was yep. like overextending myself and it, it was so silly. And I, I think, I mean, I don't know whether if I had COVID or not, I don't fucking know, but I was really fucking sick in January and I was getting all these messages on Instagram and I, I couldn't, I just had, I had nothing in me to even, there was no energy left in your finger to even go none. How was that? That's how sick I was, (laughs) but yeah, (laughs) basically, and then I sweat the bed twice and David didn't get sick. No, not at all. Came in, tucked you in, brought you things. Yeah, it was good night. Brutal. I know. Yeah. Well, whatever that was, but whatever that was awoken something within me that was like, stop giving a fuck Miriam. Because like, and I, I like had to tell myself that in order to just like, just get over the hump because I do still give a fuck. It's not that I don't give a fuck. That's not what I, but I like had to tell that version of myself that gave so many fucks about every little fucking intricacy. Yep. Like I had to tell that version of you like, Hey, stop fucking caring because it is, because it is not where you're going. You cannot act like this for where you need to go. You need to not give a shit. And, and that mm. version of me was like, Oh my God, I can't believe I can't give a shit anymore. But then I, I had came to this realization of like, no, this is me caring. Like mm. I still fucking can care deeply and say what I need to say. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I know that Jesus flipped tables, I'm, I feel good about flipping tables. Yeah. I feel good about bringing the heat. I feel good about bringing the fire. That's yeah. me. You are the, the angry temple Jesus in perpetuity. That is, that's your, that's your archetype. Yeah. That's me. I'm down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm down. Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. down. I get it. Yeah. It's awesome. I absolutely get it. I understand that. I understand that heat. I understand that passion. Mm-hmm. I understand that level of disruption. I understand that level of calling out bullshit. I know what that feels like in my body. Mm. I know how to fucking do it. And we know this because this is what I do all the time now. But that version of me in January, 2020, like that was a big deal to not double tap messages. Mm-hmm. And it was a big deal to not run my truth through my friend before I transmitted my own truth. And I can see when I go back and I watch old videos, I'm like, oh, there I dropped my feet and I lost my truth because I talked to my friend first before actually just transmitting. Like I updated my feed, which mm-hmm. isn't even my feed anymore. If I'm up, I, I can't update my feed. That's not how the feed fucking works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I altered it uh-huh. and, and got to a, make it more accepted by them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
so no. So, so I stopped doing that. Yeah. It's just, but, but the whole thing about the regrets thing, like Mm -hmm. when you follow soul and you follow truth, like there are no regrets. Like I don't look back at all. And I am so fucking grateful that I, there is not a single sliver of me that looks back on 2020 and is like, Oh, I wish I, I wish I was more outspoken about masks and vaccines it's like oh no 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 no. day fucking one i was like the cure for this the solution for this is to wash your hands what have you you not been washing your hands the solution for this is to not touch your face remember when those were the fucking rules the solution to this is cough into your elbow like what the fuck this isn't fucking real you know what's crazy even before that i have plenty of regrets in my life but they end when my channel opened and when I met you when we started going being in a relationship I don't regret anything that we've done together oh same nothing at all not a single fucking thing I feel good about about every single decision oh my god that's nuts you're right (laughs) my my like my memory goes back and I'm like oh yeah regret nothing nothing and I'm like like, I know I know you know and it hits this point like right before I'm like oh I know god if you go far enough back there's definitely things where like (laughs) oh I'm like that guy totally that guy I dated totally did meth and had no teeth (laughs) (laughs) what was I thinking what was I thinking Yeah. Oh, I saw his light. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and my type was just dark. Just <laughs> if they were dark, I liked them. Yeah. Oh, I see so much spirituality in you. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I can change you. You're dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you do a fuck ton of drugs, but I can help. I'm light. You're dark. Opposites attract. <laughs> this is great. I know. I can help. I can help. Yeah, that was a big one for me. I'm like, oh my God, terrible. I, can, I can help them. Terrible, I terrible. Can, I can change them and make them better if they just don't. I cannot do my work in the world and make this person my, my work, work in the world. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> oh my God, 100%. To alter them into who I want to become. Yeah. Once they are who I want to become, then I will become Then that. I'll do my work in the world. But they have to be my soul essence first, and then I'll be happy oh in this God. relationship. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, not even, but still not like fully regrets, just cringe. Like, ooh. yes, yes. God yeah. damn it. Why just did I do that? decisions. But, but seriously. Yeah, that's that, funny. I don't regret a single thing. I look back and I'm like, man, that was hard. Sometimes yes. with certain periods, I'm like, oh God, like, yep. man, that was like a pretty brutal moment. I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, nothing else could have happened. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I would have still uh-huh. made the same decision. You know, it's right. crazy right. feeling that. Yes. Crazy feeling yes. that. And that's what happens when we when we start following soul exclusively. Yeah. Like there is no regret because you are being informed by the divine intelligence that's coursing through yeah. you and you're actually honoring it. Yeah. And and divinity is scanning all the potentialities and delivering you the ideal. So when you start living into the ideal, what would you regret? Because right. it's already yeah. the ideal. Yeah. Things can be hard. Things can of be challenging. Course. And we'll be guided even into challenging things. Yes. And that's okay. But if that's the ideal, then yep. you can you can always see it afterwards. And yes. it always makes sense afterwards. Yes. Yes. 
But the only things that we regret are when we don't trust ourselves and mm-hmm. we don't trust our intuition. Every we time. do the thing. We do that other thing. Or we take that really big long detour. Or we stay in the situation for way too long. Yep. It's like, man, yep. I should have left way earlier. Uh-huh. When I got the intuitive exactly. hit to leave. Right? Yes. And just a mini segue, because maybe I'm still hot about this button, um, about psychedelics. Because I got into it with Keaton in sure, the comment yeah. section. Um, I blocked him and I'm feeling like I should unblock him so he can see the video that I made about him. But anyway, it's <laughs> just a, a moment internally what I'm thinking. Yeah. But so that's that's something that I, I and he's right. I have not done psychedelics, so I don't know how to speak on them other than that I'm a no. Like I'm a hard no to them. Like so he's right in that aspect that I've never done them. I mean, he did he did get me there. I do think I can speak on them because aren't we in America with the first amendment? Oh, I don't know. It's a little iffy right now, but you can talk about fucking anything. It doesn't mean I can talk about a penis, even though I don't have one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can know a lot about penises, even though you don't have one. (laughs) Right. And that's the problem. That's (laughs) it's the weird, that's the, that's like the woke ideology spilling into things. I know. And they were talking They're They're in the comment section. One of the latest things is about my, like my poor mindset. Like she has a really bad mindset of like tribalism because she's talking about how so her people can find her that's why she speaks her truth or her truth it's all in quotes like you know like yeah yeah i'm like yeah it is my fucking truth it's coming through my goddamn channel i'm fucking trusting it yeah i don't know why i'm a hard no to psychedelics it has been this way since day one like seriously i have checked in i've wanted to fit in with my friends that were doing them at the time when we lived in the spiritual community and that's the fucking thing to do on wednesday morning or whatever the fuck but yeah. every time I checked in, so what I would get, the visual that I would get from divinity was like, you will end up in a hospital in a coma. You will end up a vegetable. I don't actually think that's the truth, but mm-hmm. I think that that's what, that was the way divinity was communicating with me to be like, to scare me enough to be like, no, Miriam, not well, scare me. Like, okay. I think it's actually really important in the same way not scare that me, not like, wearing a mask was really important Yes. so that you can say. I've never done them. I've yes. never worn a mask. Yes. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those. It's like, I am spiritual. I have access. I'm deeply connected to divinity. And no, it wasn't psychedelics. Thank you very much. Yes. Right? Yes. That is important to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I stopped doing drugs when my channel opened. I was like, I can't. I can't channel and do drugs. Right. It's no. No. And to me, it, it is hard for me to believe that your cl- channel would be clean on psychedelics. Like I, I don't, it doesn't feeling into the energetic of that. I'm like, nope, bullshit. Like you yeah. fucking have to chimney sweep every goddamn well, but, day to keep that I fucking mean, man, thing clean. All you have to do is talk to someone after their psychedelic journey and unpack some things. And they have a laundry list of problems. The, the, it always comes out as, Oh man. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I'm still processing it. It's just, so, it was, it was so much. Oh no, David's going to channel. Okay, here we go. Here we go. It was just, you know, just so much to be with. I mean, oh my God, I got so many downloads. It was unbelievable. But you know, I just realized like all of these places that, you know, I can do better. And I realized that, you know, my, my limiting beliefs here and in, and in my relationship, like, I'm just not really showing up here in my life. And if I just, if I was a little bit more positive and and worked a little bit harder in this place and I I didn't get so, if I wasn't just so hard on myself, then life would just be so much. And they end up in this place, right? Where it's like, it just spins and spins and spins and spins. And it's like, 
hey, you didn't have any of those problems beforehand. What's actually here in your life? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, not too much. Like you can kind of, you can kind of like pop out of it, and it's like, okay, let's let's throw away this entire experience and come back to exactly what's here, and it's actually easier to integrate. Like that's how for me, I know that it's not this massive light download. If you can take the whole download, throw it away, and life gets better, and the feed gets clearer, and light starts rushing through, and energy starts to move through, like. I really don't think light comes through in psychedelics. I really don't. I really, really, really don't. I fucking agree with you. I don't think so either. I think light is already fucking here. Why do we need to do anything outside of what's already here in order to access light? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And light is always going to tell you that, like, oh, no, no, you're good. Yeah. You don't actually have to do anything. That's what light says. If light, light doesn't give you a laundry list of how you need to show up bigger or whatever the fuck. Yes. That is not yes. what light says. Yeah. Light says, oh, no, no, honey, settle back. Be with this tension that's here right now. Yes. And that's, I think, the, the right. I mean, our work, I, I've had, kind of, I, have, I don't know, I've had kind of a neutral stance in psychedelics for a while. It was like, at the beginning, I was like, I can't do this because I need to be able to say I'm 100% clear and no, I don't do any drugs. That for me was like, I needed to be able to say that to be a channel. For yeah. me, it was an identity thing. I was mm-hmm. like, I can't. Yeah. I hit this, I hit this spot and I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, yep. can't do any drugs yep. ever again. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I still it's, stand by it. I yeah, still feel it feels very, very good. good about it. Oh, absolutely. It feels so good because it was really fucking hard. We've talked to some spiritual people, whatever the fuck in the past when we were in Tulum and we had that conversation with that girl and she was talking about, yeah, you know, she's a well-known spiritual teacher and she was talking about all of these like downloads and experiences and whatever the fuck, but they were all under the influence Yes. of something. Yes. And and it was so maddening to me because I'm like, I have those same fucking experiences sober in the fucking hammock. Like fuck off. Mm -hmm. It is not necessary. Look up, look Mm -hmm. up. You can have those experiences stone cold sober. I fucking had it today during the lightning and thunderstorm. I was outside singing and mm-hmm. swaying with the fucking trees. It probably looked like a lunatic, but it felt so good. My feet in the grass mm-hmm. and I, I, I could feel all this energy building in my neck and I moved my neck and I rolled my neck around and it felt like there was this like point in the center of my neck and then it all released like out my arms, down my back, just gone. All the energy mm-hmm. went out and then like one, two, three, right across the way, there's this ball of lightning center, like huge ball and it all spider webs out across the sky and I'm like, yes. I said, thank you, God. Thank you. Because this affirms that I don't need anything to access you. Thank you. You're fucking here. I know. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. And that's exactly where I was going was like, I used to have this neutral stance. And then I, I look at it now from where all of my beliefs have landed after channeling for four and a half years. And, and doing this with you. And, and like, we are talking about nuances of spirituality and energetics basically all the fucking time. That's all yeah, we do. Every day, all, all day. We do. Obviously, right? Look at our conversation. We have one conversation with someone and we talk about all the subtle nuances of friendship and, and the subtle dynamics of relationship and, and how insecure we are. And you know, it's like fucking, oh, I just moved through so much today. I had one fucking experience. But light is in our circumstances. Yes. That's the thing that, that be has continued to, to, 
send me and everyone else to. That's yeah. the thing that all, all of our work does. That's the thing that we do with people. That's, yep. that's the thing that we feel other people can feel the same thing for yep. themselves. Yep. Light is already here in your circumstances. Yes. And that's the whole thing. And it makes so much sense, right? It's like, we are already in this whole reality that is divine. Yes. Right? Light is everywhere. Light yes. is everything. But like, if we don't know that, then we think that we're in nothing and we have to go out and search for the spiritual experiences. Right. And from that perspective, if you think there's nothing here and you have a spiritual perspective or a spiritual experience, meaning a bunch of dark beings fuck with you yeah. and you get really destabilized, I can see how it would make you think twice about your job. Yeah. I can see that. But, okay. But so, okay. This is the thing that even made me bring this up in the first place. Yeah. It's not that they thought twice about their job in the spiritual experience, in the fucking psychedelic experience. They already got the ping to leave their fucking job and they didn't honor it. So now they're, they're looking externally for some sort of validation. And yeah. Joey at the water cooler is like, oh yeah, man, I did like whatever. I don't fucking know frogs and toads and <laughs> I don't know all yeah. the things I, I did a thing last weekend. Like it really helped me like I'm going to put in my two weeks or whatever the fuck. I don't know. So that, but, but that person already knew like, like our, in, our intuition, you, uh, uh, that's what, that's what pisses me off. Mm -hmm. It's like people are saying in that comment section of that particular video, essentially that you need psychedelics in order to break you free from the matrix. Mm -hmm. And I am here to call bullshit. You don't need it. True. What you do need is to listen to your intuitive knowing that said, Hey, it's time to quit your job. Hey, it's time to leave this relationship. Hey, yeah. it's time to move to another country or across the country. Yeah. It's fuck like you already know you already yeah. fucking know. Yeah. And, and to say that you got that in a drug induced experience is bullshit because you knew it before that you just did that to validate it. But, but you also get inundated with all this other bullshit that is so destabilizing yes. soul will destabilize your reality when you listen to it and it needs to be destabilized. Yes. You don't need to like also, I don't know. I'm such a hard no to it for whatever fucking reason. Same, same. My God, it gets me so fired up. Yes. So, so like I can I see I where that can happen, where it can be destabilizing, but I don't think it's good. Like even in those scenarios, I'm like, eh. like if you got nothing else in your circumstance and you don't know divinity's real, like, and you're looking back and you're going, was this a terrible choice? It's like, uh, I, I don't, I don't know. Let's What's move forward. What's the experience? What, what do you get on those, in those experiences? Like for me, when I check in, I'm like, oh, coma. Okay. Not interested. Like God is here all the fucking time, all day, every day in the fucking paint chips yeah. on the wall. Like I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't want to be altered. Like I am very, it is very clear. I am here to be human and have, and, mm -hmm. and to me, that is not part of the human experience. Whether those, whether the psychedelics are man-made or natural. I, yeah. I don't, I, I'm a hard no. It, it is the same thing with the mask. It's very similar. It's like, yeah, okay. Everybody can say that that's the thing we're supposed to do, but I'm not fucking doing it. Fuck off. Yeah. And don't you dare try to tell me that I need to do it. And don't you dare try to tell me that other people need to wear masks so they can save other people. Like fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, it is a hot button for me. I had no idea. I felt this passionately about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I because, mean. Okay, sorry. I know I keep going. There's, there's yep. more. 
There. Yes. So I want to be a stand I, in, in my truth speaking about psychedelics. I want to be a stand for people that are also feel the same fucking way. I want them to know that it's okay to not do psychedelics. Yeah. You can still be deeply connected without them there. It, it doesn't make you more spiritual. Like, I don't know what the fuck that's about. That's yeah. the shit that pisses me off because it's like a, it's like a cool new age thing. Like it, like it makes you, I don't know. It like fits that it fits an archetype and I'm not interested in being any sort of archetype. I'm interested in being me. And for those of you that are interested in just being your goddamn self here and you feel the presence of God in every single petal on every single flower, then you fucking made it like that's it. Mm hmm you sure stuff can meld together and you can see the wall melting into the picture or whatever the fuck. But I think you can just see that with your regular eyes too. I don't know. Why not? I definitely see shit and I'm not in any salt sort yeah. of altered state. Yeah. I saw the fucking little ghost girl upstairs. Yeah. I was like, Oh, there's a little girl that, lives up here <laughs> it's like jesus i know <laughs> and i'm like oh hey i'm like i really i think you should go i'm like i realized you know you didn't think we were gonna see you but i see you i'm like you really scared me just standing there <laughs> that matters to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For what reason? I don't know. It's this, it, it's, it's just trusting my truth, trusting what I'm getting and letting that be okay without any explanation necessary. Yeah. Even though I just explained a lot, but whatever. <laughs> I'm still learning. What were you going to say all those times I cut you off? Um, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Oh God, it just keeps coming. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just just keep going because okay. I don't I don't think I'm gonna be able to get anything out. I need more than like a a breath. Okay, I know. Just, just keep it's just going. like a fire hose right now. Well, so then, like I think about people that are like say they're in our work or orbiting our work or interested. And now they're like totally repulsed because Miriam isn't into psychedelics and she's going to judge me. So what? Like fucking, you need to be good with you in order to fucking enter any of our containers. Like that is the goddamn truth. And it's the same thing. Like Miriam doesn't like, you know, when we ask questions at channel night. So like, I don't know, am I going to ask any more? Yeah. You fucking are going to ask your question because you're going to trust your feed because there's room for questions to come through. It doesn't matter if I like it or not. Who gives a shit? And it, this is inner solidity. This is how inner solidity gets built is you fucking trust yourself and you stand in it anyway. And if you resonate with our work and you love our work and you also do drugs, then cool. You can keep loving our work. Yeah. And be right with yourself. Be good yeah. with yourself. Be good with who you fucking are and what you do. And you're like, yeah, you know what? I do fucking blow lines of Coke every night because I fucking love it. But I love you guys too, man. You're fucking yeah. awesome. Like, I don't know. I don't know who, who this person is. <laughs> yeah. That does Coke and loves the second paradigm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've never been here to tell people what the fuck to do other than to trust themselves and their intuition. Yes. Like, 
Yeah. And that's, that's, I think that's a really, really important distinction, a really important distinction. Cause I have my perspective on it. And I think my perspective on it is I will never do drugs because I need to be a clear channel. And I, I, I wouldn't respect my channel with drugs. That's my personal decision. Cause, and I need it because I check myself too often. Yeah. I don't want a single thing to be, ah, well, you know, that was the drugs. Mm-hmm. I can, yeah. I can fucking do that. I need to have a rock fucking solid foundation. Yeah. So for me, that's why I don't do drugs. But then my general perspective of them is that I think they are destabilizing and more often than not, dark beings are fucking with people. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing that I see come out of them is destabilization and new problems. And when I, mm. when I look at my chapter of life doing psychedelics, which is, a, I mean, I go balls to the wall with everything. I was, I was microdosing LSD every fucking day. And a PhD in LSD. Yeah. And like a, and like a big microdose, <laughs> like a, like an eighth to a quarter of a dose. Just kind of like, I, I was even puffing it through a vape. Just like, I, I get it. I get it. And I get the appeal. And for me, I was looking for spirituality. And that's the thing that I was really, really looking for was spirituality was like some deeper truth about reality that I thought I was going to find. And I had so many quote unquote realizations, but none of them were about my life. Like things that were really there. I mean, the things that were there at the time was like, leave that fucking relationship. Don't do that. Work, stabilize, get on your feet and like ground. Mm. that's really what was there. And I was going in the opposite direction and just trying to just blast off more and more and have mm. crazy experiences. And like, that's that for me became spirituality was a level of destabilization. And I think that's actually more common than just me. Like that. I don't think that's just, that was just my experience. Right. And what I saw throughout lots of the spiritual community was a deification of the substances, not of, divinity. Yes. And when you deify a substance, I mean, it's, that's not God. That's not divinity. That's not light. That's that's, a gold calf, right? It's an altered (laughs) state. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's the gold calf. It's an idol. It's a, it's, it's not divinity. And the problem with deifying something, and I, I imagine there is some bit of this intention in the Bible too. And in those ancient teachings and wisdoms, which the Bible also is very hard against drugs. Don't do them. Right. So the Bible says, but the, the, I think the reason behind the whole, like don't idolize or deify something is because you start to miss it everywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like if you think God is in your little bull statue, then you're going to go to pray at your bull statue. Yeah. What happens when you go sit at the dinner table and mm-hmm. what happens when you go to work? I'm like, Oh, well God's at home sitting on my altar in the bowl. Yeah. Right. Like there's this disconnection from divinity, but when you realize that divinity is everything and everywhere, yes. right. Then you don't put it into anything yeah. and you don't put it into this little compartment that doesn't exist. Hmm. I think that's the intention uh, behind it. I think that's like the, the, the heart of not deifying things. So for me, that's where I think lots of the substances go wrong. I imagine there is someone who could tell us that they do drugs and has light experiences. Maybe, 
me. I kind of doubt it, but I can imagine it. I don't know if it's real, but I can imagine it. Like I can imagine someone being like, oh yeah, I do psychedelics all the time. We're like, oh yeah, cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like we're, we're not like, we're not ripping into people. You know what I mean? We're not ripping into people specifically. (laughs) Well, we're transmitting our own truth and we're speaking really fucking boldly what we really believe about the world. Mm -hmm. But like the, the, the real thing that we teach, we don't teach our perspectives. True. Right. We don't teach. True. Here's what we think about how you should make decisions. We actually teach the exact opposite, which is speak your truth, be you, but like really be you. Don't be us. Be you. If you disagree with us, right. Uh Be you. Yeah. Push back. That's fine. We're here to be you. And there is like, you're here to be you. I think, and I mean, maybe, yeah. Okay. Well, this is something, God, I don't even know how to say this, but like the fact that I am so bold about this and several other things and I have my fiery opinions, like it, it either blows people over like a tumbleweed or they get more solid in themselves. And they're like, yeah, like I remember I was working with someone and she's like, Oh God, I didn't want to tell you this Miriam, but I ended up, I'm, she's like, I'm smoking weed again. I was like, yeah, of course you are. I was like, your fucking whole life's in transition right now. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just the truth. It was just the truth. It made sense. doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It was like, of course, of course. Like you're escaping your reality because it's fucking intense right now. Yeah. That's why you're doing it. Mm-hmm. I can be with truth. Yeah. And then it wasn't even a big fucking deal anyway. Like I don't No, not at all. Interpersonally and with our clients, we never fucking shame people for shit. No. Ever. It's always the exact opposite. And when we're transmitting to someone, an individual specifically, yeah. it's always like, yeah, you're fucking fine. Mm-hmm. It's such a tiny little aspect of your life. It's right. just such a tiny little thing. It's in this little phase. It's in whatever. Yeah. You don't need to feel bad about it. Just fuck it. Just, just own it. Settle in. You're yeah. good. Don't worry yeah. about it. What else is here? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's move on. Yeah. You know, it's like it always feels like that, but we need to transmit what we think about the world. We need to transmit who we really are in the world. We need to become who we truly are here. And there's an element of this podcast that is us transmitting who we are. And there's an element of this podcast that's us teaching and talking about intuition as an operating system and and our, and our work. But they're, they're two very different things. Yeah. Well, yeah. But I mean, it all feels like the same. Yeah. It's all the same thing. Well, they're all us. Yeah. (laughs) Which is great. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, there's so many like layers to it Mm -hmm. that I guess Mm -hmm. if you get it, you get it. And if you're Keaton in the comments, you don't. Yeah. Keaton, he's occupied so much in my brain, unfortunately, but that's just kind of what's happened. But it's, it's good though, because like it's helped me solidify even more, but I, I don't necessarily have any more words Mm-hmm. or like a better explanation or like what what you said, the way you described it was like so beautiful and so articulate. And oh, so I guess, I yeah, guess. totally. I feel like I'm just bopping around. No, in no, here. no. You're so you're, yeah, you're good too. So clear. See, I know. And then this is where I, this is where I like hit my edges because I, this feels like burning people's eyebrows off. Like this feels mean. Like I feel it's the same intensity as the mass conversation telling people they're Satanists. Like, it's like, there's this, they have to be like, Miriam, I'm not a fucking Satan. I'm like, yeah, I know you're not a Satanist, but I need to say that. Yeah. Because I'm saying, I don't know who I'm talking to when I get like this. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because when we are transmitting soul, when we're transmitting and we're, 
we're in these pockets, right? It's, yeah, there's deeper nuance here because it's not that we're just sharing our half-assed opinions. Like this is very fucking here and we're transmitting too, right? Yes, yes. So there's an element of that. There, There is a deeper layer of nuance that I could imagine. So if I were, if I were a psychedelic lover, the way I could push back on me is I would say, okay, here's what I do, David. What I do is I only do it when I'm intuitively getting to do it. So I check in beforehand and I really check myself and I really make sure that it's actually here in my life. I do it very ceremonially in that. And I make sure there's a container for it. I don't do it with groups of other people. I don't do it recreationally. I set a very clear intention before I go in. And I, I really, I am getting an intention. I know specifically why I'm going into this experience and what divinity wants me to get from that. And I feel a container of light being held around me. And I feel this very, very clean interaction with more of me and my higher self, or I, I imagine this would be their language and my higher self and and I'm in this interaction and I go there to be able to download more information than I can in my normal day. I'd be like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think that's where most people are. And that's not, that's not where the current spiritual average is or the, the mean, that's not where the, the, the large majority of people who are using psychedelics as a spiritual tool. I don't think that's what they're doing. I think that's what actually they would no. Say. That's not what they're okay. doing. Well, I think they would say that to someone. Maybe. Like, oh yeah, it's a ceremony and it's intentional and it's. Yeah, but that's just those are and, just words. And then it's the like, yeah, I know that's where I have a hard time. Cause it would have to be real. It would have to be real, and I would have to feel it. Yes, right? and, and, and I didn't feel it there. in your example, so I was like rolling well, my eyes at yeah. the caricature that you were just playing. I don't. <laughs> yes, I understand. I understand. Because I was trying to, I was trying to think like if someone were to push back something and I were to feel it, then I'd be like, okay, there's deeper nuance here, yes. but I, I haven't seen the deeper nuance yet. No, I really haven't. All I've seen is that people come out and they're destabilized and they have a shit ton of problems. Right. And, and there's a, there's a bunch of cleanup afterwards. And they say that soul or God or divinity or intuition or whatever gave them the download that they need to do the psychedelic. But that just to me is body. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. I don't think, I, personally, I don't think that's what soul says. I don't think soul says, oh, you need to do this toad. I don't think so either. I don't whatever. think so either. That's, that's also where I stand. I'm just trying to imagine like a okay. circumstance where like, oh, maybe there's something that we don't see here. I'm trying to imagine something like that. And I'm sure there are elements of it that we don't see. And there's deeper nuance somewhere, some yes. for someone, yes. certainly. Yeah. But for the large majority of recreational drug users who call it medicine, I think the, the cycle that they end up in goes something like this. I do drugs and I get a lot of problems and then I fix them and then I go do drugs and I get a lot of problems and then I fix them, but yeah. I'm solving problems that aren't actually mine. They were given to me by dark beings masquerading as light yes. who give me a physical sensation that I've come to associate with spirituality and divinity when in mm -hmm. fact I'm being continually duped and led along a series of detours that really keep me on a treadmill from being who I actually am in the world and doing the things that I'm actually here to do here in these circumstances. Yep. Often I end up super destabilized. I'm on the verge of homelessness. I'm losing fucking everything and everything's going to shit. And I don't entirely know how to keep my life together because I have all of these problems. And if I only continue to solve all these problems, then I'll get to a point where I'm completely happy, completely in bliss and everything will be perfect. And then I'll be able to help 
help the world and do my work in the world that's already been here for five years, but I've been avoiding it and I've been doing a bunch of drugs in the meantime. I think more often than not, that's actually what's happening. Personally, that's my read on it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I just don't think God says to do that. I really don't. I, I just, I, it's the same thing. It's like, there's no way. I mean, see, I don't know, but nuance, subtleties, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. more so nuance and specifics and different people in different circumstances. Cause I also think yeah. God, I think when you check in with divinity, divinity does not tell you to wear a mask. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. But then there's specific situations. Like when you went in to go get a firearm and your anxiety was through the roof Yes. and yes. masks were required, whatever the fuck that even means. But you know. Yeah, my hands were like dripping sweat. Yeah. At the thought of going in to hold a firearm. Yeah. And to talk to these manly men who know so much about guns when I know nothing, right? I'm in this weird fucking psychosis <laughs> thinking that I know nothing and these guys know everything and they're experts and the the guns going to just explode in my face. So yeah, the, I did yeah. check in and the message was like, just fucking wear the mask and stop worrying about it. Or just go in. Yes. Like this is much more important yep. than this little tiny thing. Like, right. and really you can't deal with the pushback anyway. You crumble right. anyway. So just right. put it fucking on. Don't get into this situation in the first place. Yeah. 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 So there's, it's, it's like that. Yes. Yes. But I'm going to, I'm going to be me and take the bold stance and push the edge. Yes. Yes. I know I like have to like it's weird and I was gonna say the same thing like I don't think you being nuanced is you transmitting no you know what I mean not at all not at all I get so lost yeah me being nuanced is me transmitting more often than not right because I get lost because yeah (sighs) (laughs) because okay so because there's a direction that that the large majority of people I think need to go and will go in time I don't mm-hmm. think recreational drugs are going to be even more popular into the future. No. Maybe for a short period of time, sure. Spirituality as it grows, whatever, maybe this this dark fucking drug using pocket will expand. But I really don't think and I certainly know that in a distant future that's light, that's that's not what we're doing. No, that's, irrelevant. that's not irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yeah. Because Divinity is here in these circumstances. And once you see that, then you don't need to alter your state because why would you leave the circumstance where divinity is showing you exactly what you need to see in order to become more of you in the world physically here to bring something physically here? Mm -hmm. Why do you need to blast off to bring something more physically here? Right. Right. It doesn't track. Nothing tracks about it. Yeah. Nothing tracks about it except for, so the, the only way I can put together the pieces is from a dark being's perspective. If I was a dark being and wanted to fuck with someone, I would do what drugs do. I would do what people are describing when they tell me about their medicine journeys. Uh I would destabilize them and then give them a bunch of problems. Yeah. That's exactly what I do if I was a dark being. Well, yeah, it keeps them working for you and it keeps them in their autopilot. It keeps in a different sort of way, but it keeps them on autopilot. It keeps them tinkering with their problems that they don't even fucking have. Yes. And if I can hear a, 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 a dark applause at that circumstance, then I don't think there's light there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a friend back in the day and she was like super into ayahuasca. She was doing it every weekend. It started off as like a one thing and then it became yes, yes, yes. a two thing. And then, a three, you know, she's doing it all the time and she, her life just kept getting worse. Like every time we talked, she just had more things that were wrong. Like, 
oh, I had this massive download. It was like, just like you said. And it was like, yeah, like I just, I realized like whatever. I don't even fucking remember. And I was just like, what? I was like, this doesn't sound like good. Like, do you think you're doing it too much? <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what ayahuasca yeah. was. I, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Like, you know, grandmother or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I get that there's things that are here yep. of this earth. And I also, I, I still stand in that I don't think it's necessary. Like, yeah. I think like if you want to hear rocks talk to you at the beach, like you do just listen. Like when we would go to the beach in Seattle, sometimes I'd have to tell the rocks to just stop. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, you guys, like, I know you're excited because I can actually hear you and I'm paying attention to you, but you're all talking at once. And I mean, it sounds like crazy, but also not like, it's just true. Like everything is alive here. Mm-hmm. And if you are still and quiet, you hear it. And even like essential oils, mm-hmm. like, oh my God, they're amazing. They have so much to say. I don't want to be in an altered state and miss that. And I don't want to be in an altered state in order to hear it. I want to be able to hear it no matter what kind of state I'm in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the only direction that I've witnessed our intuition and light continue to take us the more and more and more it refines is into a sustainable baseline that just expands. Yes. There, yeah. There's no pops. Right. Here. There's no sudden bursts of awareness that destabilize us for weeks. Yes, Never. I know. That Never. is so Ever. nice. Yeah, those days are done. I, mean, I feel like they happened. Yeah, I mean, we don't just sit and process things forever. We get over <laughs> things incredibly quickly. Things yeah. roll through. We feel a shit ton. Sure, we have a fucking yeah. human experience. We feel like crap. We eat ice cream. We have the fucking sugar high and the sugar yeah. drop. And like, of course. Yeah course but we don't get these weird downloads about how wrong we are that we then have to solve at all at all i know never i don't know that we really process anything i don't even know what that means anymore yeah i'm kind of glad i mean i it's actually a very similar experience to when i smoked a lot of weed in college oh same Certain at certain times, I mostly I drank. I mostly drank psychic. by myself, not partied by myself. Oh, yeah. Yes, I so not same. Drank, yeah, I would get. I would go to the grocery store not. and get a six pack of wine a week, and I would just drink a bottle of wine by myself. And then, and then I, I yeah, I guess I would also party too. Yeah, yeah. I think I, at my peak, I probably threw up like twice a week just for fun, not for fun, but it just fucking happened. But this is totally beside the point. Uh, when I would smoke, I would journal Mm. and I would journal about all of these things that were wrong with my life. I would have all of these quote unquote realizations Mm. and it was, I would rip myself apart. And I, I actually remember, man, actually within the past year, I found a journal and I was like, this is fucking nuts. This is ridiculous. Oh my God. Ridiculous. Like all of the little things that I would blow so far to proportion, like to where it doesn't even make sense. And I would kind of see, it would like stitch together in such uh-huh. a way, that whether that's like darkness. Yeah. And whether that's right. darkness or just like, I'm so fucking altered. My brain's not working right. And I put shit together and I think it's a realization, you know, that's... like regardless, like the, when I look back, I ended up creating problems and nothing actually ever got solved. My life never actually got any better because the things weren't actionable. There was nothing like real or tangible. It was just this feeling of like, 
I'm not okay and I need to figure it out. Yeah. It's kind of the feeling. And then there's just all sorts of things that come with it. Man. Yeah. When I would smoke, I would just be so paranoid. I was like, oh my God, I'm not talking fast enough. Yeah. Oh no. Did I, was I supposed to laugh? Oh wait, I already knew they were going to say that. Oh my God. Did I know they were going to say that? Or is my brain just really slow? Mm -hmm. Like, and I would just be in my head. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't like watch a funny cartoon. I needed to like do something. I was like, can we go for a hike? (laughs) Can we bake? Can we cook? Mm-hmm. I like had to be doing something because otherwise I was a paranoid freakazoid. Yeah. Not fun. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's just, it's so much cleaner. Like, I mean, we don't drink either and I'm glad. Yeah. Like I feel good about that too. And it just, it kind of just happened. It was like really not even a thing. And now it's like definitely not a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I have no desire. I mean, a little bit at the Scott McKay thing because all the people were at the bar socializing and like, it was like, oh my God, unmasked people like out and out. about. Yeah. It was yeah. just more so like that. But, I, but then like putting myself in that situation, I feel like I would need to drink because of my social anxiety. It, Cause mm. and I, that didn't feel right. I was like, no, I'll just go to bed. <laughs> like mm-hmm. It's 10 o'clock Miriam. You just need to go to bed. You don't need to. You know, you can eat these M&Ms that have aborted fetal cells, which is really disgusting that you're eating them um, as your way to cope with your social anxiety, but you're not going to be drinking. <laughs> and I, and I also like that. Like, I feel good about that. Like, I, I don't, I don't have any desire. I don't feel like I'm missing out. I don't feel like I need it. I don't know. I just, it's just not. Yeah. It just has kind of dropped off, which is cool. I don't know. It just kind of happened. Yeah. But yeah, all that stuff. It's like here until it's not. And it's it's just, it's the same thing. Like it's helpful until it's not. It's like, okay, these experiences are helpful until they're not. And are we at the point now where they're not? Because we might be there. Like I don't mm-hmm. think it takes long to get to that point. Because I mean, everything that the second paradigm is bringing that you're bringing through and that we're talking about is all about being with what's actually here. Mm-hmm. And, and often any, anything to take you out of what's here is a detour. Anything to take you out of what's here delivered to you by divinity itself an unwillingness to be with the tension that's already here and try to escape it through like manifesting or drugs isn't it Mm -hmm. and those things are empty anyway yeah like yeah i don't know it's still oh god it's just weird it's just weird i don't know how we got here but i like where we're at (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i like these perspectives and it's yeah it's the same thing with the archetypes they help until they don't like it's all of it all of that stuff like it helps until it doesn't and then when it doesn't help then what do you do and mm-hmm. it's like oh well the whole time god was just trying to get you to be with what was actually here for you and you kept skirting around it and oversoul's like jeez would she just settle down yeah <laughs> i'm trying to get her to sit still it's like, oh, maybe I need to do this and maybe I need to write this journal entry and maybe I need to post this post and maybe I need to say this thing and maybe I need to call this person. Maybe yeah. I... 
It's like, oh my God. I mean, I did it. I did it. That's why I know. Yeah. And then I got a concussion. Cause that's, that's the difference. And that's really how, how we got here and what we're even talking about is like, there's, there's different things that we can run on. We can run on our manic energy, which is just our emotion. We can run on our own emotion and all of the thoughts that come out of that emotion. And we can translate that to action. We can imagine a bunch of problems we have and get really anxious and then drive forward with that anxiety. Or we can not overly get into our thoughts and make decisions on our thoughts and our emotions and settle back and we will feel another current. We will feel something else pulling us in the direction of something that often is confronting, but we can just, we can feel the truth in it deeply. And all you and I have done is follow that current. Yeah. Yeah. And hone into it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and continue to invoke light, continue to disconnect from the collective, disconnect from everything else that isn't us, disconnect from like, just let everything go, including all of the things that we think are true and just follow that current and see where it goes. And where it goes is to a deeper embodiment of ourselves. Yeah. It goes to being more expressed, more at peace. Yeah more calm, more centered, more decisive, more willing to be with tension, more willing to be with space. Yeah. And really where I'm seeing that this goes to the incubator is driving into, I mean, yes, the the incubator, (laughs) but into second paradigm business and into just leadership of the second paradigm into creating a new groove for light to exist on this planet, essentially creating new systems of light that other people will then model. Yeah. Yeah. We are building civilization essentially from scratch, but not by like destroying everything and then trying to rebuild it all in the same day, but by this smooth transition in every single aspect of life across every single beingness, bringing something more ideal to this planet. Yep. If there was a more ideal and not gross and disgusting way to market that worked, people would do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's why trusting this current, which is the ideal, which looking back when you trust it, you can always see, yep, that was ideal. Mm-hmm. Certainly that was ideal. Your experience validates it. Yeah. When you follow the ideal that d- divinity is delivering, when you, when you follow the energy You end up creating, I think often a business, you end up creating something here that's never been here before that is more optimal than the things that are here. Yes. Yes. You're literally creating well, a new world. Yeah. And that Divinity makes, is creating a new world through you. Through, yeah. And that makes sense, right? Like even just thinking of, of our bodies, of the earth from here, yeah. past generations, it makes sense. It makes sense that when we trust soul and follow soul, which hasn't been here before, not in this configuration, yep. not in these circumstances, not in this experience mm-hmm. that you would bring something different when you listen to soul and only soul, mm-hmm. but you're going to continue to bring the same thing here. If you're just listening to body mm-hmm. or listening to others. Yeah. Well, 
same other's bodies <laughs> yeah. disguised as their soul with a mustache on oh this was my soul truth to bring through these seven steps but we've renamed them johnny's there used to be jimmy's because that's who made them first but now i've adopted them um, but my soul gave me the download to change the to, name to and to sell it yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> to sell it to you for double you sure that wasn't just i mean you saw that you could make quick cash and there was a market opportunity oh no 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 that had nothing to do with souls it. work this is my mission and purpose Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is what I, this is the, really the only thing I thought I was going to talk about. When we were talking in the car about just how at peace we are, almost like mm, I'm moving past the point where I'm concerned about the peace that I have too. So like the, yes. the closer we actually get to the end of our stay here without feeling movement, the more at peace I am getting. I know, same. I know. A hundred percent. I'm with you. I feel obviously. <laughs> That's the exact yeah. opposite direction that it should be going. Right. Right? Yes. But what I'm realizing is that this is kind of the point. Yes. This is the point is to be able to be at peace in this situation. Yes. And it's kind of getting to the point where I'm like, Things are going to move and I know they're going to move because they always move yep. until then. I'm just going to, I'm just going to settle back. There's absolutely nothing to do. Great. Okay. What's here. I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Like it's this, it's, I'm just chill. I'm chill with having nowhere to go. I know. And like what seems like this mountain of work that we're pushing off and pushing off and pushing off. Like that's not true. No. But cognitively I'm like, okay, we need to get going. We need to, we need to make plans. We need to da 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 da. But like, it just, it keeps getting quieter and quieter. Mm -hmm. There's nothing else here. The current is only here. Like the current's not pulling us anywhere. Divinity's right. not pulling us anywhere. Right. And I'm, I'm really, really, I'm watching myself solidify. I'm watching myself mm. become more of me. I'm watching myself build inner solidity, develop a deep amount of peace, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what my mind wants to do, regardless of what my emotions want to do, and regardless of what anyone could fucking think about it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. God. Yeah, the one like little dangly thing was like my mom. I was worried. You know, when I was like, yeah, oh, but mommy, yeah. I haven't found a place. And she, well, that's fine. I have a place to live. Yeah. <laughs> I was I like, know, oh funny. my God. It like broke the like, whole oh, thing. You do, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what my actual, my actual most recent thing that, that broke was I was, I was realizing that cognitively, I kind of had this idea that we would we'd wait it out until the tension got so high that what we would do is we would have no plan and then we would scramble and then we'd pull everything together and then we would we would throw everything in storage and drive to your mom's. It's just been, I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably just what we're going to do. Hmm. And until then, yeah, oh yeah, I'll wait. Like, oh yeah, I'll settle back and like, listen, but like, but we're, we're probably gonna end up doing that. Like, it's like falling back on this idea. Like, I know it's not true. And I know we're not even doing that. Do you know what I mean? But there's, I just like, it's like, it's like that had to kind of like break so that I could be with even more uncertainty. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm, I was creating all of these buffers of things that I know aren't true. Mm -hmm. That's not here. Just slotting them in so that I can still have a dot so that I can push off the uncertainty and like not feel it. Uh huh. 
So like that, that I'm, I, I've been feeling that probably the past couple days, I've been feeling that start to crumple oh, and then, cool. you know, the intensity kind of ramps up and I'd be yeah. with it and whatever. But really, I mean, today, I think really, I don't know why I'm not worried I know. anymore. Same. And I, I really actually feel that about every single aspect of our life. I know. Same. I'm not worried anymore about any aspect of our life. I, I don't feel worried about money ever for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Not because Same. we have a shit ton of it, no. but because I just, I understand how reality works now. Right. I don't feel worried about where we're going to live because we can kind of live anywhere and I know we'll always be taken care of and we always have been the money always shows up and we always have a place to go and we're always in the right spot. And when I look back, there's no leg of the journey that I wouldn't have taken. Right. There's no leg of that journey that if we were to have cut out, cut it out, we would still be here. Like, mm-hmm. like every single piece of that was so deeply important. Yes. The experiences we had, the relationships that crumpled, yep. the, like the high intensity moves, like all of that was yep. really important. Going back home to Tucson yep. and like just even being in proximity to my dad and feeling the tension of like, you're so bought into COVID and you're so bought into Jehovah's Witnesses and like there is no room for a relationship here and I have to grieve this all the way through. I'm 10 miles Mm -hmm. away. I'm within 10 miles and this is the extent of our relationship and there's no entry point for either of us even though we both try. We both try but it can't click in. I'm like, okay, so I got to grieve this all the way through and I Mm -hmm. may actually never see him again. Okay grieve it all the way through and like be okay with that. Like all of these, just all of these experiences that have like just kind of been the things that are just kind of lingering, you know, like, Oh no, what about these people? Or like, Oh no, what about my dad? Or like, you know, like just, Oh, when, when am I going to heal that relationship and have the model father son relationship? And it's like, "Mm, it's not, it's not here. Mm-mm. It's not our life. It's not our circumstance. It's not our dynamic. It's right. not like we're, we're incompatible in this configuration. Yeah. Me as a channel, he thinks I'm channeling demons and I just kind of love him and think he's great. And I think he's taking his victory lap, Yeah. but he doesn't actually know that I'm a channel. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's just this and there's no room for it. It's just we're at a stalemate of like, we both love each other and this is as far as we can go. And I'm like, okay, I want you to enjoy your life here. You got a really fucking intense one. My mom was sick my entire life until she died. So like Mm. be with your current wife and ride this out and have as much fun as possible and do things that like make you happy. And like, Mm -hmm. that's it. But there's not a, the point is there's not a single point in this journey that I wouldn't do again where'd you go uh just feeling but there's also another point on top of that that i don't have anymore i already said it sandwiched in there i'm just not sandwiching it back again This is just where, this is where the energy goes. Like, this is what, 
divinity does. This is the ideal. This is why we don't do drugs and why we listen to what's here. Mm-hmm. It's because the place where we end up is at peace with every aspect of our life with no regrets, no worries. I feel good and completely taken care of for the rest of our life. And I have, I have no doubt in my mind that we will do work that will forever alter the course of humanity in some, in some way, not like we're going to be the world famous, like the, the most popular people. I really don't give a fuck, Yeah, it doesn't matter. but I want to bring to this planet what we are here to bring to this planet. And I want it to be here in physical form. And I want us to have touched people's lives and helped them to do the exact same thing. And we're already doing that. And I can feel that we're going to be doing this for a very, very long time. Like we literally just get to live into the ideal for the rest of our lives Mm -hmm. and help more and more and more people to live into the ideal for the rest of their lives. And collectively we get to bring more and more light to this planet and watch the darkness crumple and crack. Yeah. We get to watch this world transition from the shit show of 2020, yeah. where all of the corruption that's been here for a really long time yeah, got, all exposed. got all exposed. We get to go from the shit show of 2020, realizing where we actually are yeah. and all of the intricacies of it. And yeah. people have known for a while, but I think the large majority of us are seeing it now. Yeah, We get to go from this into a fully fucking synchronistic society and however far we can take that that's our role that's what we're doing here that's the reason why we're here that's the reason why our souls were called here i think every light being on fucking planet earth right now that's the reason why they were called there and by some grace of god we are the ones who woke up out of that and realized what our souls have been trying to call us into Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if we even know what intuition is and we are trusting it we're on the cutting edge and we're driving this forward. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's a big one to own, but it feels really good. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, of course. Yeah. I wouldn't have it any other way, really. What am I gonna live a life led by logic? I just get in arguments with people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Intuition is my jam. Mm -hmm. Always has been. But to now show that it's like possible and there's a whole body of work to back it. Yeah. And way more than I thought there was going to be really fucking awesome. Oh my God. I know I didn't. I thought we were done like for a while. Oh yeah. I did feel that. And I got nervous. I know I kind of got nervous too. And I've been kind of just settling into it. I was like, Oh cool. We've, we've built the second paradigm now, (laughs) but now I'm like, Oh, foundation laid. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. Oh no. Great. Oh, this is the very beginning. Oh, we just realized what we're doing here. Yeah. It took us essentially four years to realize at least me. I mean, it's just starting to click. Like the fact even that I said that I help people birth their souls here, that was a big deal. Mm. I've never said that. I mean, Mm. sort of, Mm -hmm. but not, not cried, (laughs) not cried while saying it. Mm -hmm. 
that was like another big piece of even just my own personal identity mm-hmm. aside from the second paradigm recognizing what i do and what i'm really good at and having like the experience to back it up too oh so like many just watching so it happen again and, again and again and then owning it with the yes. full weight of your experience behind it that like that cracks something mm-hmm. that moves something years ago remember when we were at my mom's Mm-hmm. We had um, some phone calls with this woman. That's when we we were doing phone calls together. Do you remember that? Before we started working together, we were hopping on the phone with people, and they like loved it. Yeah, we did the um, soul aligned business email series for seven days, and we put out yeah, activations and all that, that stuff. We were and, still hopping on the phone. Right? Yeah, remember that artist woman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she was one of the first people to say soul doula. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was like so hard and confusing to be with, but she felt so birthed. (laughs) Mm. It was cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that piece of like owning who I am and what I do, and then the piece with the second paradigm. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know exactly what that is, but just like letting myself see the bigness of it and recognize that we do te- teach people to trust themselves. Like that's it. Like we're a, a stand for that and we celebrate the shit out of it mm-hmm. when they do. And you can feel when they do and you can feel when they're right on it. Yeah. And then when they're in some sort of bullshit swirl we call him on that and we're like, no, 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 it's not here. It what are you doing? Where'd you go? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's so yeah. fucking helpful. It's like transmit, transmit, transmit. You know, I really feel the truth in this. And, and also this other piece of my life's really good too. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? What's happening? How do you feel about it? Like, <laughs> why is your voice so high? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm back to this other piece of my life. Yeah, it's really like, wait, what was that thing in the middle there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, oh, I don't know. It's really good. I know. It's not that dramatic, but it feels the the sensation of yes. it feels like that. Yes, a hundred percent. I know. Like when when my one on one clients in the box when they're really grounded and in themselves, I'm like, hey, go back and listen to your last message you just mm, left me. You're fucking cool. in there. Like, hear yourself. Hear your voice. Mm. And then go back three days. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's so important. It's so important that we like mm-hmm. meet ourselves. Yeah. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big time. And I feel like that's what we do. We hold this massive space for people to like, that's why we say welcome home. It's welcome home to yourself. Yeah. It's keep going, keep trusting and welcome home. Welcome home to you. Mm-hmm. That's what happens here. That's what happens when you trust yourself. That's what happens when you listen to your intuitive knowing and no one else's. Yeah. Man, you know what I'm kind of realizing? What? I used to only be like this in my head. In my head. Do you know what I mean? No. Tell me. Like I used to only be expressed to any degree in my mind to myself. Okay, stop, stop. <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. 
what i don't know what you're saying like in visions like you would be yes. on a, on somebody else's yes. podcast transmitting yes or in a conversation all my life i've had that all my life or even just even just those moments you know where you think back and you're like oh here's what i could have said mm-hmm. like oh like yeah here's what i would have said or you're imagining like daydreaming about some interaction in the future you know mm-hmm. like with someone of the opposite sex or something and you're like so like yeah just like so awesome i used to only be expressed like in my mind to myself and like not out in the world really to any degree and it's funny i don't know that that's just what oh that's so funny that's what came up when i'm i don't know when i'm just thinking about this trajectory like becoming more of ourselves Uh and all of that it's just cool because i think the I think we all know who we actually are and we've all experienced it like ourselves, but it's bringing that out Mm. and being able to be that in the intensity of the world, in the intensity of a conversation, in the intensity of a stage, in the intensity of like one to many on social media and the intensity of building business, doing something sustainably, doing something for a really long time, taking a, taking a stand of this is my outward identity in the world, right? Like it's the intensity in, in many ever increasing layers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's what I was bumping up against with even commenting on social media. Yeah. That was more me. Mm -hmm. Like, cause the like previous version three days ago (laughs) would have just looked at it and been like, Oh, well I, I would have said what I said in my head, but yes. I would have never typed it. Yes. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do know what you're saying. In my head. <laughs> Stop in singing. My, my. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I do. I do. I, but, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, I like let myself go. Yeah, but it like comes out at some point. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it did. Yeah. And then I just typed it and I was like, whatever. And I like, I was pokey and I was fiery because yep. that's how I would have been if I let myself do it. So then this time I just let myself do it. Yes. And, yes. and really the like, the risk is fucking minimal. It's there's like practically ze- nothing. There's zero risk yeah. in all honesty. Absolute yeah. like, like negative. The it's, perceived risk is like fucking skyscrapers high. Well, that's what I felt internally. And you yeah. were freaking smiling as I was like pacing around, not knowing what to do with all yeah. my discomfort. Can you record a podcast? Can we talk this out? I know. I was like, can we record a podcast? I'm in my shit. Should we record a podcast so you can be the hero? And I, I'm a mess. Yeah. And, and like, I was doing something and I, I, I checked in and they were like, let her spin. So oh, I was like, I was kind of like purposely I know, keeping my space so annoying. Too. And then I like kept getting in your face yeah. and I was like, talk to me, listen to me. What are you doing? Pay attention to me. <laughs> I was like, I'm freaking out. I'm I was like, I know you're going to be just fine. I'm, I'm like, just fine. I love you a lot. I just can't be here right now. I'm like, no, I don't like this. I need you to be with me. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing something. I was like bringing something through. Oh yeah, you were working on the incubator. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and I'm just swirling oh, in my God. shit, pacing in That's this funny. in this house. I finally sat in the formal dining room, which I've never sat in before. I sat in the floor on the floor in there. Yeah, there's dead flies we everywhere. Don't have a, a formal dining table. Oh yeah, it's just on. The- so it's just a lamp that you got to walk around. Yeah, so you don't or smack your, your face on. Yeah. 
so I sat there in the corner and I was like, oh my God, what do I do? And I wanted to be like all dramatic and I was hoping you would come see me sitting in the corner, but you didn't. And I was like, oh, now I'm just sitting in the corner. <laughs> Fuck. This is like doubly intense. Yeah. You like set it up. So be like, oh, sweetums, are you okay? Yeah. But you <laughs> never came. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. Yeah. I know. I could, I mean, I could feel the intensity, but I'm like, I just have to let you be with this. I know. And I Because if I it. solve it. I wanted you to solve it because I knew you could. It's not good. I know, but I knew you could solve it. Yeah, I can solve most things. But sometimes it's just better to just let people spin. Sometimes it's better I to know, let people be uncomfortable. I feel that too. And I check in. Even I know with my one-on-one girls in the box. And I'm like, ugh, I can't listen to this right now. And then yeah. I listen to it like hours later. And it's like spinny spin. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, yeah, fuck. And then I don't know. And then I kind of feel bad. But then it, the guidance is also like, yeah, no, yeah. don't listen to it. No need. Not yet. Yeah. And then it ends up breaking. Because it needs to roll moving. through. Yeah. It, it doesn't up. need just like patched up bullshit solutions that aren't even the point. I know. And we all know that. But when we're in it, it fucking yeah. sucks. Oh, it does. So, it does. yeah. the my, my zero risk soul thumbs <laughs> typing in the freaking comment section of a place where I should not have been. I don't need to be in the psychedelics category on the gram I'm in a it's like walking into like I don't know like a local biker bar and I'm wearing my like preppy like I don't know polo no I'm not wearing a polo well I don't know what what year this is this is when I used to go to the bar the 19 well you commented you didn't just comment that like out of nowhere you commented that on a video that was advocating for psychedelics so like everyone that's there and going to comment they're they're about to comment about their psychedelic experiences and what they love about psychedelics and like how great they are but there were no comments on there mine mine was one of the very few comments yeah but you said you commented like first right that you like just posted yeah it and then i went back later and i was like whoa this video has twenty thousand likes or views and i was like whoa my comments the top comment because it's just like thread of like pushback and yeah. da, 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 which is so rare like i i always say darkness lives in the comment section which i still believe and i don't know why i went into the darkness but i did i went in there i've soul thumbs it and then i didn't bounce i kept engaging so you could solidify and that's i know and i knew that i knew that yeah and it's the same reason for this, this move right now. It's the and same reason why we're getting, why we are getting a be with the uncertainty and don't change it. Yep. Because when you can be with the tension, you build the ability to be with that very specific type of tension. Yep. And, and our bodies are trying to change it because, because our bodies think that we have to change it, that it right. is urgent, right. that we need to fix it or else everything's going to fall apart. Nothing's going to work out yeah. like that. We're going to be like kicked out of every, of the social circle of yeah. earth, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and then we'll be forever alone. Yeah. Like it doesn't actually work that way. Right. You know, this is a really great thing to solidify in, even if it just like peeking out on the timeline, just a tad, because there are so many people that are young people that are opting in for this injection because they want to be with their friends because they want to go back to college. They want to go back to school yeah. and they're doing it because friendship because yeah. they don't want to be left out because what would it mean to what would it mean if they didn't go back to college? Yeah, there are plenty of people that are getting it because they don't want to be with the tension of being the one who didn't get it. Right. That's wild. Mm-hmm. This is huge what we're doing. The work there like I see the 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 bigger ripple of this. Mm. 
to solidify into this place of uncertainty and to solidify in peace and not have to solve anything and like let the let the tribe let the people let the social circle be what it is but like mm-hmm. we're still going to be in our truth mm-hmm. yeah. that's so oh my god that's yeah. everything yeah are you like in shock at like us specifically having that experience so that we can help others to do yeah. the same yeah well because i see where this goes I, yeah that's the peak out on the timeline yeah yeah Cause like, I want to encourage all of those, those young kids, 18, 19, however old they are like, Hey, but is this here for you? Like, do you, do you genuinely, and it's, they don't, there's no way again, again, I'm a firm stance for no on this injection because divinity, God wouldn't tell you to get it. There's no yeah. way you checked in with God, with light and light was like, yes, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. I, 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 no, no, I think what could happen is like radio silence Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you end up with an injury and then you end up waking up after you get the injury or someone in your family wakes up because you were injured and or died. Like, I think light will still work its way through those really challenging experiences because it always does. We all have our own personal experience of how we woke up or what pieces of us woke up because of, because of things like that. But man, there's no way I, I literally like, there's just absolutely no way God says yes to that. So yeah, I would love to help people trust themselves at all ages, even when, Oh my God. I mean, the social pressure is so high at that age. Are you kidding? Yeah. My friends were everything to me then. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have wanted to not fit in. The only thing I had going for me at that age is that like, I still, I don't know how my mom ended up weaseling her way into my, brain (laughs) but she was always right and I knew that and I hated it like when she didn't like a particular friend she would say exactly what they're gonna do to me or like how things are gonna fall apart or like she would just fucking say the truth and I didn't want to hear it and then Mm -hmm. sure enough Mm -hmm. it was exactly what would happen she always freaking knew did she even know the kids Kind of enough. I mean, sort. No. Yes. Like she read their energy. Yeah. That's funny. But she was always right. And I knew that and I hated it. So when she told me not to get the HPV vaccine, even though all the girls in the sorority were getting it, because it was like the thing to do because nobody Mm. wants HPV. Yeah. She was like, she told me absolutely not, Miriam. Those fucking stories are gnarly. That one specifically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Specifically. Yeah, girls not being able to walk after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. So, man, and I knew she was right. But, but then it rolls through. Like, it eventually passes. Like, then it's like it's like missing out on the school dance. It's like, uh, it was just the one night. Like, I know everyone's going to be talking about it on Monday, but then on Tuesday they won't. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. 
there were so many times when there were parties that my mom wouldn't let me go to and I felt like I was missing out and blah, blah, blah. But then I didn't go. And then it, it gets talked about for one day. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, yeah, I don't know, but this just feels so significant with what we're able to be with for like levels of intensity and levels of uncertainty and just still remain connected to our knowing and tethered to that light. Yeah. Man, I was feeling this feeling today and I thought, I actually thought I was coming to record this video. I thought B was going to bring this through, but then I dropped in and he was like, welcome to intuitive or not to intuitive truth. welcome to the incubator. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Okay. And then, you know, it was the welcome message for the incubator. And I was like, all right, cool. I mean, it was great. Fantastic. I love it. But just not what I was expecting. Life I, is a channel. I thought I was sitting down for a public video and I thought it was going to be along the lines of if you are an intuitive person, chances are you're pretty fucking uncomfortable. Hmm. Like chances are that there's some sort of discomfort in your life right now. And that's not a bad thing, but mm-hmm. like you have to stay precise and you have to trust your soul. Like there is, there is mm. nothing else here that it's worth it. There's nothing else that goes in any direction. Like, like those friends that are smart and successful, but have no fucking idea what you were talking about when you were transmitting the things that you ultimately know are you, they're not your actual friends. Let it drop, leave mm-hmm. like those, the, the aspects of your business that are just to make money and you know, aren't a genuine representation of you just stop doing them. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like 60% of your income, mm-hmm. just stop now. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I thought that's what was going to come through, but it's like, there's just this, like, there's this pulsing, like if you are on the edge, like if you have access to your intuition, then you have access to the most powerful decision-making force in all of existence. You have access to the most powerful force in existence, period. Use it. Use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's here. Like we're, we're at the times of like the split, the split of the human species is, is here. It's you're, you're either going to merge with AI. You choose logic, you merge with AI. That's inevitably where that goes. You can logic and reason your way. You'll just logic and reason your way into AI and why it's a good thing and blah, 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 blah. That's where you go with that. Or you choose intuition like that. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's happening real time right the fuck now. Yeah. Like, there is, they're, they're not slowing down on these injections. They're not slowing down on technological advances to merge you deeper. So the, the more connected you can be to your own channel in your own flavor of divinity, the better off you'll be for this, for anything that is to come, no matter what. Yes. And that's, that's the feeling that I'm, that I'm getting. It's like, it's a much smaller subset of people. It's not, it's not the people that are like teetering, whether or not they're going to like give up the whole thing and go merge with AI. Like it's more like, "Mm, yeah, I can sneak along. 
Yes. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, you know, I'll trust myself a little bit. So, like, yeah. You know, I'll make like a little bit of a soul align you business. You sounded like Alex Jones there. Oh, yeah. Little, oh, well, you know, I'll make just, just a little, little bit. bit of a soul align <laughs> business. But it's like this, like, it's just kind of like wimpy and it's not actually it. And, and it's this. Because, okay, because cause here's the thing. The most fulfilling thing we can do on this planet and really the most fulfilling opportunity in all of existence, like more so than what other beings in those synchronistic societies that we all dream about and we want this planet to be like living that life isn't as exciting as this one. Mm -hmm. It really isn't. Yeah. Like this is like the most fulfilling opportunity in existence right now. We're like, we got like the prime fucking New York strip. Like that we got the filet mignon of soul paths here Mm. of circumstances. Like there's, there's nothing better than radiating your light. One being in light, right? Darkness just sucks. It's miserable. That doesn't work. It blows up in your face and then it comes back to light. But like, even within light, there's nothing more fulfilling than being able to just be in your light and be yourself and change the fucking world. Yeah. And to help others to like <gasps> come back alive. Mm-hmm. Nothing more fulfilling. <laughs> if anyone is teetering on like they already have access to their intuition, I there's this like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Like there are some people that like I'm frustrated with just like it's like none of our people, none like none of our people in our groups and or anything, but there's just some people where it's like, I just feel it kind of like clicking back and forth and teetering and like, that's the selling a soul of your sli- a soul. It's of your selling sliver. a sliver of your soul. Yeah. But like, Why? <laughs> There's nothing of value in money, in friendships that aren't real, in security. None of it's real. It's all made up. Mm -hmm. And the most intuitive of us already know that. Mm -hmm. There's no value at the end of those timelines because you can play them out and you go, oh, this is where that goes. And I kind of know that that's where that goes. I know this isn't going to be my business forever. I know that it's, it's not going to work but well, you know, it's here right now. I'm just paying the bill. I'll find a way to, oh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, I'll find a way to go. It's like this like weird kind of like wishy-washy yeah. thing with soul and with truth. But it is the most powerful decision-making force in existence. Mm-hmm. We have access to the fucking ideal. We have access to light in a world where like people are just starved of light. And there are plenty of people looking yeah. who are starved of light. Yeah. Plenty of people who are looking in all the wrong places. <laughs> Who just yeah. don't fucking know because light isn't standard here. Light's mm. not something that you just are born and you are gifted. Mm. It's not something that you are born with and like that's nurtured throughout your life. You're actively pulled away from it. Yeah. It is I think a you're very born as it. Sure. Then, yeah. But it is a very that's rare important. opportunity to be an adult in light. A very rare opportunity. And to have the opportunity to do that and to not do it is fucking lunacy. Not only from like just human standards of like, it's the most ideal path forward. There, there are no regrets in the ideal. Mm -hmm. It's just the fucking ideal. Everything works out, 
the, the money problems, all the things that we're imagining, they're not even real in the first place. They're actually limitations that keep you from choosing who you really are generally across your entire life. So if you work through them, meaning do it fucking anyway, that limitation goes away and you become more of yourself for the rest of your life. Like that's actually what's trying to happen to have access to liberation, to have access to the ideal and to have the most fucking like prime rib filet mignon experience in existence that like other beings of light look down and they go, damn, that's really fucking good and fulfilling. That's so fucking amazing. Even just watching you is thrilling for me. Mm -hmm. Like to have that and to go, Oh yeah, you know, I don't know. I I don't fucking understand. So that's what I thought B was going to say. I thought he was going to go, all right, I just don't fucking understand, you know, but he didn't. (laughs) No. Yeah, I know. I see it too. Like at this point, just go for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what's happening for a lot of people. There will be even more waves of like friendships orbiting out and money, you know, whatever, orbiting out. <laughs> and then money yeah. orbiting in and then friendships orbiting in. Like, that's just kind of the way it works when you step into new iterations of yourself. Yep. And then you align with like people that are like right on the pulse. Like they're like celebrating the shit out of everything you're bringing through. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're thirsty everything for Everything that's it. true. Yeah. And everything that isn't true, they're like, oh, yeah, that's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the, those are the friends you want. Those are the people you want around you. Yeah. Those who see exactly who you are. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's what I loved about what Scott said when we went to his event about, like, basically anybody that wasn't celebrating the shit out of what he was talking about or being excited for him or interested in what he was even saying. Yeah. Nope. Not, yeah. not in his life anymore. Yeah. That's how it happens. Yeah. That's just it. Like, I think people tell those stories and I think lots of people listen to that story and they're like, oh my God, that's so crazy. And like, I can't believe you did that. And like, it's so brave, but like, that's just how it happens. Like when you keep going, that's what happens. People yeah. orbit out. Yeah. Yeah, those friendships the, can't be sustained, but that's just what it looks like to transition all the way, not to take a step yes. into the transition and then go, Ooh, that's really scary. I'll just stay here. Yes. And that's what it looks like to follow soul too. Yeah. Because, because you prioritize soul and you're like, Oh, I don't fucking care. Like I realize that you are talking shit about me behind my back and you don't like me and you don't like what I'm saying, but I I have to keep going. I, uh, what do you, what do you mean? I'm not, I can't wait for you to figure your shit out in order to like me again. Like I I have to keep going. This, this soul thing is calling me forward on, you know, Scott McKay onto this stage to speak to these people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and for this thing that I'm confronted with right now, I have maybe like three or four days because I got to get onto the next fucking thing uh-huh. that I'm going to be confronted with. And I got to get on the next fucking thing where I go to build this. And then I get on the next fucking thing where I do this. So that 80 steps down the line, I can be a, a much fuller embodiment of myself that's capable of speaking on that stage to that specific event that's going to happen at that specific, you know, it's like, yep. it's like that fucking precise. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's not ours to even sequence or figure no. out. That's that's like right. where the real fucking magic right. comes well, in. So even talking to that lady today, I forgot to mention this part, but mm, she yeah. she said she's like, yeah, you know, she sold her business last week. <laughs> yeah, which is wonderful. So cool. And she was like, yeah, I just realized, like, I just had to give up strategy. Like, I, I just don't care. And she's like, and after this, you know, this project that I'm working on, like next year, it'll be done. And I don't know what I'll be doing. And I'm okay with that. She's like, for the first time in my life, I'm okay with that. Not -hmm. knowing what she's doing and not having a strategy. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, music to my fucking ears. Mm hmm. This is a woman that has lived life. She's got two kids, David's age. (laughs) (laughs) So she's probably in her 60s, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, it's just really awesome. Mm -hmm. Because it's not our job to sequence. And she's obviously had enough experience and lived enough life. Mm-hmm. to see that she's not in charge and that mm-hmm. she is she's she goes where she's led yeah and the only way you really learn that is through experience mm-hmm. and through faith and trust and the greater orchestration in god yeah. in light and divinity and it's always worked out she's still here yeah And I feel so grateful to have that embodiment now at this age, at this stage. I, I'm so grateful that that, that embodiment is actually the foundation of the second paradigm. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we start. Yeah. Being with what life teaches you. Yeah. Cause it comes back all the way to the whole psychedelic conversation. Like divinity is here in our circumstances. Life teaches you experience teaches you. It's funny actually thinking of the archetype of person, you know, the, the, the stereotype of someone who's like wasted their life away. And it's like just in despair. They, they spend, they spent their life busy and with an altered state of consciousness, either yeah. one of the two. So they never fully, allowed themselves to be with life when you be with life life teaches you Mm -hmm. there is light in life in the circumstances in the challenges that people drink away there's light yep yeah and there's that's where the maturity comes from the maturity and the embodiment yeah and it can happen real damn quick. So fast. You don't have to be 60 years old to land the embodiment of, no. of I don't need a strategy and I'll see just what's, what's here next year. Yeah. It's a decision away, not a certain amount of years away. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a real willingness to just actually be with what's here and trust that it was delivered to you by divinity. Like once that is it, once you've got that and you're like, oh shit, like this fucking sucks, but like, I'm, I'm going to feel it all the way, or I'm going to see yeah. this all the way through, or I'm going to do everything I'm guided to do. No stone yep. left unturned. I'm going to speak all my truths into all of these different situations with all of these fucking people that I haven't spoken this level of truth with before ever in my whole fucking life, but I'm going to do it right now because yep. that's what's here. Yeah. And you see yourself do it and you're like, oh my God, what? I'm fucking awesome. Okay. And you settle back in, 
you settle into a more embodied, more right within yourself version of you Yeah. every time. Yeah. And then, then the next thing comes up and the intensity ramps up and you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm guided to do this. Are you sure? So fuck. Yeah, you're right. I know. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'll do it. All right. I'm fucking here for it. Let's go. And then you do the next thing and you're like, geez, like, does this, my soul always pushing my edges. Yeah. You're like, does this ever end? <laughs> And then there's like a lull and you're like, I feel like I'm not doing anything. Like yeah. my life is so boring. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm growing anymore. That's where I go. <laughs> I always go there. <laughs> Just everything's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's almost comical and the discomfort is almost like, is almost exciting yeah. Cause there's this, well, you, know where it's, you, well, you don't necessarily know exactly where it's going, but you know, it's going somewhere Yeah, and you know, it's going towards more of you. Yeah. You start to learn. And like, at least for me, when I look at my discomfort and when I look at the circumstances that are here and like the specific things that like come up right in my face, like a certain email and I'm like, fuck, like, like we got an email that like our one of our credit cards or not credit cards our our debit card, our main checking account for a business. Oh, yeah. it, it was supposed to close later because the fucking parent bank's closing and it fucking sucks. I have to change shit over. But like I, I can get really into the logistics and just plan shit out and like, you know, I'm like, but then they were like, Oh yeah, just this one card. You're not gonna be able to use it. So you got to switch to this. And I like, I went into this big plan mode to try to fucking figure it out, but it's almost, it's comical to me. The things that will come up in my face where I'm like, this was for me specifically <laughs> like this flavor of discomfort. This is what would make me uncomfortable. And it's, it's coming up in my, I didn't make this like it's coming up in my face and it's so specific to the thing that makes me most uncomfortable right now that also I see is holding me back from this next iteration of my life that I feel coming online. It's like, it's that tailored. Mm -hmm. And when you see that life is that fucking tailored, then it's almost comical. Right. It's like, Oh fuck. Okay. Like this is so uncomfortable because I'm being liberated yeah. And and it's like this weird, like almost like sadistic, like, yeah, like it, it hurts so good. You know, it's like this weird fucking thing, but you just realize that none of it, none of it's real. All of the worries, all of the things that pull mm -hmm. us in all the different directions, all the scramble, all the spin, all the, all the fucking fantasies we play out about how terrible things are going to go. Like the, just all of the fucking, the, the bullshit, none of it's real. Yeah. And the, the thing that we're being guided to do, even when that's like, oh yeah, settle, even though you want to go or like go, even though you want to settle, you know, like when, <laughs> mm -hmm. when life is pulling us, when that current pulls us in the exact opposite direction of where our body wants to go, that's purposeful. That doesn't mean we're doing something wrong. That doesn't mean there's like something we need to work on. That doesn't mean that that's like, you know, a, a new edge that we need to fucking whatever, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's just like, that's life. That's yeah. life. That yeah. is light working yeah. through you. That's you being liberated. That's you becoming you. That's you making more space for everything you're here to do and to be. Yeah. Stay with that. Yeah. And see where it goes. Because mm. guaranteed fucking T, it's going to go much faster. That slow confronting path goes much faster in the direction of where you ultimately see yourself going. Yeah. 
Yeah. Those visions that you have of all the fucking spiritual people, you know, I just see myself helping so many people and having that doesn't fucking come from, from Jimbo's seven steps of business. It really fucking he's doesn't. Jimbo. He's not Jimmy anymore. <laughs> he's Jimbo. Yeah. Cause he opened a fucking circus. <laughs> it doesn't come from those strategies. It doesn't come from the hard work. It doesn't come from working through problems that your drugs gave you. Yeah. It comes from being with the process of life. Mm-hmm. And, and that doesn't go it. away. So when you can, I don't know, it just, it totally changes the whole landscape of being here. Yeah. It totally changes the whole landscape of the human experience. And I actually think it makes it so much more natural. It makes us like actually be who we're here to be and be with in tune with what's actually here for us, even in a society that does not prioritize soul or intuitive knowing and may deem yeah. it as crazy. I, I don't really know where most people are. I think everyone's fucking lost their goddamn way. So I don't know how people feel about our way of life, <laughs> but I know yeah. how I feel about everybody else's. Um, when I look out there into yeah. The- Cause when you're taking uncomfortable stands for soul out in the world and like when you're willing to be something that's so tab, but then the little things become way easier too. Like you're out to lunch and the friend wants to split a fucking sandwich and you're like, no, I don't want, you know, like that stuff becomes easier too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very specific example. Just like the, the, the little mundane thing, like all the social pressures and all the, uh, all of the things that yes. press in, all of that stuff becomes easier too. Yeah. Like there's life just becomes so fucking easy. Yeah. So fucking easy. When you're able to be with all of the intensity, right. everything else is easy. Right. And you realize that you're taken care of forever mm-hmm. and you realize that you're already on the path of the ideal. Like what the fuck else is there to do? Right. Yes. Everything's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, am I on? Oh, what face am I making? Oh, excruciating discomfort. <laughs> but this is actually relatively easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm, I'm capable of being with this and I know yeah. that none of it's real. Like my thoughts just do this. I'm just being liberated in the background while I play fucking angry birds. That's what's happening. Yes. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a, it's a, it's a simple, That's simple, so simple process. I was process. thinking of him just now. That's so funny. The angry birds. Oh, I've been playing a lot of angry oh, you birds. Have? Yeah, I was thinking past. of Ben when Ben was like big into angry birds. Yeah. 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 During one of our programs. That was funny. Yeah. That was his update for like a, a while yeah. for like a few weeks. Yeah. So, so, you know, now I'm at level 236. <laughs> 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 they had to build more it's levels funny. for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I reached the end of Angry Birds and they keep throwing on new levels. So oh, that's so funny that you've been playing Angry Birds. Like right before you said Angry Birds, I thought of Ben. It was like in mm-hmm, that instant. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah. I mean, man, it just, yeah, it's not about anything else. Like, it's not about the altered state. It's not about the high vibe. It's not about the low vibe. It's not about the, the daily meditations, the journal entries, the daily movement practice, the daily mm-hmm. whatever. It's not, a, it's not about any of that. Yeah. It's about actually doing what's here for you. And that is going to look so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you're constantly checking in and in 
communion is the word I said today, which I really liked in communion with divinity. Like it's, it's so different and it's so subtle and it's like, Oh no, no, just leave the dishes. Don't worry about the dishes. And you're like, yeah, but I always do the dishes before, you know, in the morning I like to wake up to a clean kitchen. So I always do the dishes. It's like, yeah, Mm -hmm. just go to bed. Don't worry about it. You can do the dishes tomorrow. Mm -hmm. It just, it's, 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 it lets you off the hook. Yeah. Light lets you off the hook that you were never even on to begin with. Yeah. You should have never even been on to begin with. The only thing that was hooked was darkness. Yeah. Because that will tell you everything you need to do in order to appear to be a good person, like doing the dishes and having a clean sink because a clean sink is a clean whatever. I don't fucking know. And that's what so often happens in like these really, really subtle and easy ways is like when you trust yourself to not do the dishes, like in that moment when you get it, Mm -hmm. like if you force yourself to do it, you learn nothing. Right. When you don't do it, you want to learn that it's just a rule that you made up that's completely erroneous. It doesn't actually matter and it's Uh not actually real. And yeah, it's kind of nice. It's nice to have a clean kitchen in the morning, but at what cost? You know what I mean? Like there's so many other considerations and you learn to listen to your intuition. Yes. And you learn to listen to your intuition, even with things that make you a little bit uncomfortable and then push out of your routine. And you realize that it's not about a consistent strategy that you continue to commit to. It's about listening to divinity. Mm -hmm. Like, right. There's all of these little micro lessons. And that's why I think things go so fucking fast. Like I think if sometimes I I justify my life to a a made up villain. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Like we all do. We We can all relate. Yeah. It's not even fucking real. Uh, but like if I, if I had to justify my life right now to this imaginary villain, like it's like, well, what have you been doing? Like, why haven't you prepared more and got your shit together for the move? And it's like, because what I've been doing instead is learning to settle into peace, even under massive intensity. And in that during our move, we launched a new phase of our business we realized the profundity of our work on the planet and saw everything that we're here to do for the probably next two to three years in our business and birthed it and brought it online during a time where most people are just stressed out and doing nothing anyway. Mm -hmm. Like it's so condensed. Yeah. The life is so fucking condensed. And if we did it the way that we've even done it previously, which we were still pretty good at it, we would have been more just consumed. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have brought through the mastermind probably for another, like at least two to three months. But we were just so precise. We just kind of let it go. And how long does it actually take to pack in actuality? Like the actual physical act of packing you know, like we might be tired the next day, but we could do it in a day. We could pack up the whole thing mm-hmm. and move it into a storage unit and be at an Airbnb in one day. How long does it take to book an Airbnb? Are there Airbnbs available even for a week today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like how long does it actually take to do things? Right. And how much bandwidth are those things even worth? It just, it's, it's crazy feeling all these considerations and all these societal standards and all these things. What does the break. villain say back to you? It's just fucking silent. It's just, it's oh. just typically one, oh. one thing. And then, then I can transmit it into my villain, <laughs> transmit it into my inner villain. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's just so 
fucking precise and so it's so rich, so mm-hmm. condensed. And the experience is that this has been in- incredibly slow. Like, I don't feel like we've done that much. You know, like it's, it's so odd how slow and smooth this experience is, but at the same time, how condensed down compared to the alternative it is. Right. Right. Like, that's why that fucking 80 year old looking back goes, Oh yeah. Like, like we're going to look back and go, yeah, I wouldn't have sequenced this any different. Mm -hmm. That's fucking incredible. Yeah incredible and the fact that we can already do like this isn't just a fucking story like some made-up <laughs> fiction about our future like we we've already we've already lived this life and i don't regret a single thing a single decision that we've made yeah. it's fucking crazy yeah same i know it is pretty remarkable mm-hmm. yeah it feels good Mm-hmm. It feels so like clean and easy, even yeah. when it's hard and I'm sitting on the formal dining room floor wishing David would come and check on me so I can be the victim to the story. Yeah. And there are times <laughs> where I'm laying somewhere and wishing that you don't find me. Oh. <laughs> 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 find you hey sweetums what are you doing you want to record a podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh god schnooks yeah schnooks mine is sweetums you are sweetums i am schnooks (laughs) you You are sweetums i am schnooks oh that's father father slotsky he's father slotsky (laughs) what I was just thinking that we're just kind of weird, but our Slotsky song, Slotsky, Slotsky, we love Slotskys. Mm-hmm. We love Slotskys, the pickles and the cheese. <laughs> I think that's one of the national anthems, isn't it? all right but yeah i don't know if that's i don't i get sometimes um (laughs) national anthems mixed up with jehovah's witness songs from my childhood (laughs) they kind of blur together sometimes it's it's that same that similar feel yeah old yeah certainly dark days are here men live in fear I hate yeah. that song. I hate but that. But it was a great song to learn and sing three times a week <laughs> as a child. As a five-year-old boy. <laughs> oh um, my god. So many songs. I got a new um a new line for the what is it? Soul my soul to the devil for a small fry. Yeah. A crispy cream in all my dreams. And oh then, yeah, then he went real dark, right? Yeah, and then I said <laughs> <laughs> I sold my soul to the devil for a vaccine, Bell's palsy, and a brain bleed. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I went there. Yeah. Out on Spotify. (laughs) 
Come soon. Actually, this podcast is on Spotify, so there we oh, go. Oh, that's true. That's true. There we go. Hey, Spotify. Howdy. Oh my god. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah, I like. I like. I know. I don't know why I have to go so dark, but I don't know. You just. I I crack myself up with just a shocker. I know. I'm the shocker. I crack myself up with all that stuff. I just think it's so funny, which is terrible. Yeah. Well, it's just your style. I know. You're like, all right, ready to transmit <laughs> ring finger down. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Come here. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. You're going to like it or else you're not my people. <laughs> I know. Oh, the 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 Keaton, <laughs> the Keaton character. I was like, when we speak our truth, that's how your people find you, and that's how my people find me. And then he said that I have some tribalism <laughs> ideology that's a problem. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was I, like, no. This is how we keep people like you out of our orbit. I know. And how we can continue. What to was do the what we're funny response do? that I j- never said that was going to be really funny? Oh, wow. You're a dick. Keaton must be the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the last singer, but I, I, I'm done. I'm complete. Yeah. Oh my God. That was funny. That shit spun me out hard, harder than I expected. Yeah. Like being in the United um, Airlines comments, that was nothing. I don't For even sure. know if anybody said sure. anything. And when I check in and I get letter spin, I know that it's not only that you're feeling that, but that your oversoul is actively energizing that emotion and making it more intense on purpose. So annoying. Yeah. I wanted to like get rid of it. I hated the feeling. It was so intense. Yeah. It, it, it got, it goes, you know how it goes. It goes to the plate. Well, maybe not for you, but y'all know what I'm saying that know what I'm saying. It goes to the place where it's like, Oh my God, I'm going to feel like this forever. Like, this is me. Like, Oh God. (laughs) Yeah. This is awful. This is just who I am now. Like, I'm just this, like, I'm just this anxious ball of energy. That's just insecure and can't comment back on Instagram. Like, fuck. Mm. That's what it feels like. It feels like a forever thing. Yeah. And I totally lose all sense of like who I actually am. <laughs> oh god i think my to- that's intensity. the totality of my identity is that comment section on a psychedelic post yeah I'm like oh my god this is me i'm a i'm a, a say no to drugs mom now like i'm a you know i'm mad <laughs> mom's against drunk driving mm. right? man it makes sense that like we need that like in peace we find greater degrees of soul Cause right. Like the alternative is like, it's like fight or flight manic action. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and it makes sense that in the intensity developing peace, it's the opposite direction of that. Yeah. It's essentially like, okay, there's soul here too. So like body, let's calm down. Let's mm-hmm. just settle the fuck back. This is biological misconception. Like you got this from your ancestors. There's no tigers anymore. Like shut the fuck up, sit back. You know, it's like, it's just like, who saw body? Who saw everything's going to be all right? You know, so that soul mm-hmm. can actually run the show. Cause otherwise we're like, we're scrambling. 
Like yeah. chickens with their heads run off. Cut off. Yeah. <laughs> just thought maybe it would just slip on by and no one would notice. <laughs> we all noticed. <laughs> chickens with their heads run off <laughs> with scissors cut. I was like genuinely shaking with my responses back on Instagram. It, it was so much energy coming through me, mm. but I couldn't stop. Yeah. I don't even know if I answered appropriately. They were like, she's just trying to be right. And I was like, yeah, I am right with myself. Fire emoji. (laughs) 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 Like, of course I think I'm right. If I thought I was wrong, I wouldn't say it. Like what, how come people don't get that? Yeah. And they're like, well, this is just her opinion. Then they're like talking about me. Like I'm not there. And I wanted to comment back like, yeah, she's crazy. (laughs) You know, Uh just like uh fuck with them. You're like, yeah. Are you at them? Like, yeah, yeah. I hate Keaton too. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dick. You're so oh right. My God. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was like she she obviously condemns psychedelics. Like it yeah. was and I was like, yeah, she does. But I was I was shaking and I couldn't stop engaging, but I also couldn't fully read what they were saying. There was one girl that posted something mm. that felt the energetic felt so clean. And I was like, ah, this I can be yeah. with. This is real. Yeah. She she was saying like, you know, some she's like, you know, if it's here, like it might as well help people. Like there are people that are so like deeply asleep that maybe this is something that could actually help them to see what's going on here. Like her, her approach was gentle. Her like, yeah, I, I, I can... she essentially was like, well, the world's so fucked that maybe it'll help someone. It was, yeah. like, it was like something like that. Yeah. And that one was cool. That one was yeah. great. But, but Keaton said I had a small brain and he was like, he was really going for the personal attacks, which and yeah. he's like, and I went through your stories and all you're doing is posting other people's stuff and regurgitating truth. I'm like, homeboy didn't watch all my hours i have endless hours of content i don't actually know how much i actually have but there's a fuck ton yeah hours for over a year i've been talking for at least 15 minutes yeah multiple times a week yeah like come on keaton so i've spent the he comes back in a year i've spent (laughs) the past 365 days straight watching all of your videos I just have to say, you have nothing original. You know. I've heard it all before from my own soul knocking through (laughs) me relentlessly. Uh Uh-huh. I'm sure, Keaton. Yeah, I know. A part of me wanted to be like, all right, well, let's just see where we're at. Like, let's let's chat again. Yeah. I'll mark it on my calendar. Let's find each other in a year, and we'll see how you're doing. Yeah. Go back to the same post. Hey, Keaton still likes psychedelics. (laughs) Oh my god! I know. I so the trolly part of me wants to really troll. Like I would love to tag him in like everything I'm doing, so he knows exactly how I feel. Because I said I was like, well, Keaton, because he's like, yeah, this like love and light stuff. Like he like doesn't like it, you know. Or like he was. I don't know what he was saying. If he's saying that I'm like a love and light type person, and I was like, I'm more of like an eye roll, middle finger kind of person. I was like, I don't think we know each other that well, Keaton. Yeah. And then he came back with like. Why look, you're a self-proclaimed truth teller. And I was like, yeah. Like, isn't everyone self-proclaimed in what they're doing? Isn't that how this fucking works? You're like, I am. Yeah. That's a, I'm pretty sure that's a self-proclamation. Yeah. So (laughs) 
It's weird because like lots of the comments, they're coming from this weird foundation of like they, it's like they're trying to find the right thing. So when people have different opinions, then it's like, oh, well, they just think they're, they're right. But like, I'm right. You know, there's like this underlying assumption of like, it's like a, it's a battle of like, I'm right, you're wrong. And the personal attacks and all of that. But like, it's just, it's weird to me that there isn't more space for just expression. That there isn't more just like space for differences and like just, just all of that, you know, that you wouldn't see someone saying something that's different than you. Like the, the fact that people come back and have to attack it I to know, prove their perspective, weird. it seems odd. Well, it, it was weird how triggering, cause what I said, what my comment on that post was, um, well, when you're already connected to, I said, I agree with this video. Just, I, I don't, I don't think that you need psychedelics when you're already psychedelics aren't necessary when you're already connected to divinity. Mm-hmm. So right there, I made a dig because I'm, I'm people can interpret it as like, Oh, she's saying that if I do psychedelics that I'm not connected to divinity, like, you know, cause I, I said yeah. they're not necessary when you're already connected to divinity. You don't need psychedelics. Yeah. So I'm saying like, I'm connected to divinity. I don't need psychedelics. Fuck off. That's what I'm saying. That's the energetic and mm-hmm. that's what I transmitted. Mm-hmm. And I checked in to make sure that that's really what I was going to post. Cause I was like, this is fucking ballsy. Like mm-hmm. I knew I was like, this is, this is one of those bold Miriam statements that she just says internally and doesn't type with her fingers. Mm-hmm. Am I really going to post this? I'm like, I could post something a little nicer. Like, Oh, I like the video. Just, I, I'm not a fan of psychedelics. You know, I could have like, yeah. but I, I had to make the dig for whatever reason. And then it was great. It like clearly hooked people. Like that's pretty alarming that people can be so brought into their shit mm-hmm. by that one little sentence. I mean, I wrote less than all of these people combined. Mm-hmm. The, the Keaton was like, like full, like block text, yeah. which I don't fucking do block text. Yeah. So I have no idea what he said. But like when you're in your truth and you're transmitting, like you don't really blow over that easily. So like someone coming back, right? Like I had to really, really think I had to like essentially pull through a response that I would, that I would be like, Oh yeah. Okay. With on psychedelics. But like, there's just, it just, it comes through and there's, when there's a stance that's genuinely yours, like it doesn't blow over very easily. Right. Right. And that's how I felt saying what I said Yeah. and everything else that I said after it, like the thing about me, you know, like, well, I don't believe that there's a right or wrong way. And I was like, well, I do. I'm right. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm right for me the fuck isn't that what we're doing here and they're like oh well this is clearly just her opinion it's like of course it's my opinion yeah and then they're like but she's saying it's her truth and they like didn't like that they didn't like because it's there's only the truth there's not yeah her truth like her truth that's just new age ideology Mm -hmm. or whatever i don't even know yes but we in the hive mind know best that there is a singular truth that we all align with, yeah. depending on what Dr. Fauci says. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. And I, and I, I disagree with, there is no right or wrong. Yes. Yeah. I, that, I it's agree. like, it's passive. Yes. Yeah. And I am not passive. Yeah. Like I absolutely, if you were to come and you were to ask me, Miriam, should I do psychedelics? I'd be like, well, first of all, why are you fucking asking me? You're obviously asking me because you're having hesitation about it. 
because yeah. you wouldn't fucking ask me if you should go do what God's telling you to do if that's what God's telling you to do. Yeah. Whatever. Again, it's more nuances and more fake conversations that aren't actually happening. But no, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no is what I'm going to say. Yeah. And you're not going to come to me and be like, oh my God, Miriam, I was like really getting this strong hit that I need to do psychedelics, but I'm, you know, but I'm really, I don't, I don't know. I'm having doubts. I'm like, well, do you want to do them? It's like, well, I don't know. It's just, it gets muddled. It's like, you got to fucking trust yourself and do what's here for you. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really know how to navigate it because I don't really experience that kind of shit. But yeah, obviously these people are not, not our people and I'm not trying to be tribal or tribalism or whatever the fuck. It's just people. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's what happens when you speak your truth. People resonate with what you're saying. Yeah. And I did get one clapping emoji back to me and I was like, oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. That's good because I know I'm not for everybody and I know what I'm saying is it's, it's going to whoever the fuck it needs to go to. I know. And that's what I said. I was like, if everybody was for everybody, we'd be a mix of fucking the head of the Ku Klux Klan and also the, I don't fucking know. What's the opposite? Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Or the Jim Caviezel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Yeah. It's like, w- w- there is no for everybody. And like, I'm not into mindset talk, you know? Like, of course, like, you know, they think my mindset's wrong. I'm <laughs> like, okay, fine. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird. And it's weird that like, it really is telling where people are at. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. people are not nuanced. Yeah. People are just. You have to be positive. You have to be accepting of everyone. The more loving you are, the higher vibe you are, the more abundance you can bring into your life and the better experience you can have. So you oh need to be God. fully accepting of everyone. And there's, you know, like there's, there's light and there's, and there's dark, but you know, everything's kind of just a shade of gray and we're all here doing our best in this experience. It's, it's essentially like I have completely disassociated from reality. I'm just floating along and like kind of in panic and I'm trying to do the best I fucking possibly can here, mm-hmm. but I can't deal with any tension whatsoever. So everything's just good and I need to figure myself out. Yeah. Like I can't take a stand for anything cause I'm standing on nothing. Right. I have right. no opinion. Yeah. I, I, I refuse to be that. Well, it's not why we're here. Yeah. I fucking refuse to be that too. Yeah, I want people to know where to find me. That's it. Whether you agree or not, I don't really fucking care, but you will always know where to find me because I will always be, I will always have an opinion and I will always be transmitting something about the current circumstances of our reality. I will always use what's actually here in the collective to speak about what I feel is the truth, whether it's my truth or the truth or however you want to fucking interpret it, it doesn't actually matter, but I'm brave enough to fucking transmit Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause saying that there is no right or wrong. Like it's, you could, you you take no stance on everything. Right. It's like, okay. So what do you think about murderers? Well, like, should, should they just not go to jail then? Well, you know, there's no right or wrong. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay. So like you're okay with them murdering and it's like, well, you know, there's no right. Or wrong. And like, okay. So we should, so we stop them going it's to jail so, or should we keep so, them going to jail? Well, there's no right or wrong. It's literally just, I'm neutral on everything. Yeah. And if you're not neutral on everything, then you must be a bad person. Yep. Cause 
all good people stay out of the conversation and don't contribute to anything. False. All good people allow darkness to fully run the show and don't stand for anything. False. The right? only people that have risen to the top of anything have are, stood for something. Have opinions. Yes. Yeah. That are not consensus. Yeah. That's what all the YouTubers realize really quickly that there are people who do shit and stand for shit. And then there are people who talk about other people who do shit and stand for shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a, literally the phenomenon of celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. There are so few people that are doing things yep. and who are standing for things yep. that everyone else ends up talking about them because it's easier to talk about something you believe in when you talk in like favorably about someone who's saying the thing that you agree with. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And that's why darkness lives in the comment section. Like I will forever until the end of time, until the end of social media time use rather than be in the comment section, I will use what I'm getting and transmit it into my own content. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Maybe my soul thumbs will show up in the comment section, but it's, it's so not about that. It's about like standing on your own two feet. It was so annoying at the beginning of COVID when Mm. people were just in my comment section on my shit, but not actually posting their opinion. They were only posting their opinion buried in my comments. Yeah. I'm like, yo, 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 you got the same fucking platform. I do use it. Speak Mm -hmm. your truth. Get out there. Get out of my comment section. I don't fucking care. Mm hmm. And, and that's another thing too. Like I, I I'm learning to be okay with this aspect of myself. Like I'm really not here for discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't want to discuss anything. I only want to discuss what's actually fucking here and actually real. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that is not at all what people are discussing. That is not the thing that's popping off. Yeah. I'll discuss things to greater nuance of what's coming through. We do that. We talk things out. Yeah. But I don't want to argue with people. I'm not going to stand for soul while someone else is pushing back against it. Like just transmitting bullshit, not even transmitting, just spewing bullshit and nonsense. It's not worth my fucking time. I'm here to bring light to this planet Mm -hmm. and I'm here to find all the other people who are doing the same thing so we can come together and we can do this fucking thing. Yeah. 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 I know I feel like my my opposite stance in that particular situation in the comment section was to show other people that it's like possible to have a connection with divinity and God without any any mind altering experience whatsoever ever. Yeah. And to and speak your I truth and get the fuck out. Smoked weed. I don't know what that does. <laughs> Besides making me paranoid. I don't know if that counts as a psychedelic just eat rice crispy treats yeah <laughs> and go on hikes it's different yeah i mean that was so fucking long ago but yeah it's weird it's a weird i don't know that was a different that was a different experience i have not felt that level of like anxiety in a long time mm-hmm. over nothing risk is zero but still yeah it's good good I did have other people show up in my DMs too based on that some liking it some not liking it and I don't I don't it's again no discussion yeah can't no I'm like uh no it's not the point Mm -mm. no it's never the point 
Yeah. The, the point, point is that you spoke your truth, solidified into a deeper version of who you truly are, learned to be with greater intensity, learned to be with more pushback. Mm-hmm. And the ripple effects from what you transmit, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally for me. Very much self-serving. For soul. <laughs> soul self-serving me with with more inner solidity. Yeah. I know, and even today, like when we met that woman, I was like, yeah. I was like, you know what I really started questioning was abortion. I was like, I didn't realize like the thoughts I had were, weren't actually mine. When I allowed mm-hmm. myself, when I was like, oh, wait. I was told that abortion is a good thing and we need to have it. And you can always abort your baby if you get knocked up. Like, of course, abortion. Yeah, we all do it. It's like fucking. Yeah. I was like. It just stands on like, I like more choices. Choice is good. My body, my choice. And then that's it. Yeah. And then when, and then I told her, I was like, and then I really sat with it and I, I didn't have, I realized like, oh, those thoughts aren't actually mine. Yeah. Same, same. Then it changed. And of course, again, nuance to those situations. Yeah. But it's nuance to fucking everything, yeah. which is why these things are up this in the why first we have place. Three that's why hour podcasts. No, I mean, that's why there's debate in it in the first place. That's why there's two camps in the fucking first place. That's why there's disagreement because there's so much fucking nuance. Yeah. But the idea that it's like one side or the other is really silly. I think we actually all more agree, but we would, we would agree more if we were all educated on like the, the real truth of what's going on here. If, if what was taught is, Oh, actually Planned Parenthood is modern day Moloch and those aborted babies are used to feed the cabal. Like, come on, seriously. If, if we were given the actual fucking truth, yeah, it would be a different story. And most of us would be in agreement. And the people that weren't in agreement, we would recognize that they're probably one, not human. Because I don't know any human that would be good with that. Yeah. And the founder of fucking Planned Parenthood was really into eugenics and wanted to put it into poor black neighborhoods in particular, which is yes. why all the Planned Parenthoods are in poor black neighborhoods yes. to essentially eradicate the offspring of that of African-Americans to move the population more toward the white side. Right. I mean, that's yep. when that's the birthing ground yeah. of this business of mm-hmm. this institution. Yeah. What makes you think that it's suddenly gotten better? What, what point did it change? Did its right. values, did its purpose change? But I did not learn that in no. any sort of education, any sort of friend group, any sort of anything. Yeah. That is not what's talked about. No, you just kind of inherently accept that like, oh yeah, if you were to get pregnant in college, you definitely have an abortion. Yeah. It's, you don't even think about it. You're like, of course you're like, yeah, I couldn't raise a kid right now. No way. Yeah. You, it does. The thought doesn't go anywhere else. No, it yeah, ends it right there. Further. Yeah. Yeah. But there is an understanding that it's controversial. So you don't really talk about it. Right. But, but everyone around you in college at least is cool with it. And if they're not cool, they definitely don't say anything. The conservatives didn't talk. I don't even think I knew a conservative in college. Yeah. I did. But I mean, I was in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Liberal, 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 liberal. That's true. But yeah, I mean, man, that was, that was a big one. 
one of my friends back in the day also open carried. So it's a, Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Very different demographic in Tucson. Yes. Still pretty blue though. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird when you like start to think like, wait, are these my thoughts? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with like the trans stuff when Jillian Anderson was like starting to look into that stuff for herself, the trans movement, and then like look into like deeper layers of it and like also looking into feminism and like where all that originated from. Like there's just, yeah. And then explore the nuance. mm -hmm. And when you get down far enough, you're like, wait a second, something feels off here. And then it's like, okay, so what do I actually think in this? Yep. And then it's not just a blanket. Like, I hate feminism and I hate trans. Like that's not, that's not where you end up getting, you end up getting to this, like you end up getting to like a spider web of perspectives and understanding. Yeah. And you, you can dive down to like, there's maybe like five people or 20 people who are having that actual discussion, who are having like the, the nuanced discussion Mm. and everyone else is just spewing bullshit and it's and it's used it's like driven to to raise money to fuel other things everyone's just changing their pronouns on instagram but there's no actual like yes Mm -hmm. yeah and then the 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 whole trans movement is like idolized spotlight on but then the detransition movement which you would think would get equally as much attention doesn't and it's like wait those conversations are also equally important we need to talk about the totality of this whole thing not just one side it's the same thing with the injection yep and i mean it's pretty peculiar this is a little bit of a side note but just worth mentioning that there isn't a single insurance company worldwide from what i understand that will cover someone's death that's received the injection therefore insurance companies are recognizing that people are dying from the injection, which is not what mainstream media or the pharmaceutical companies are recognizing. They're not recognizing them as injection deaths. Yeah. So it's, yeah. When, when we're only fed one side, that is it's that in itself is worth like, wait a second just asking the simple question like, okay, what is the polar opposite of this? And why haven't I seen it anywhere? Like I have Mm -hmm. not seen hardly any, I mean, I have to go search it out and I haven't for a while of people Mm detransitioning. And I think it's, I I think it's those voices need to be heard too. They're just as important. Yeah. Like that's freedom of speech. That's the ground we stand on here or we used to. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's why I said in that old three-hour podcast when I was talking about the KKK, I was like, they need to have a platform. This is before George Floyd happened. It was like a week or something before George Floyd. I was like, the KKK, need, we need to know what they're doing. We need to know what they're thinking. And maybe like we could share perspectives and like we could like help them to like see that like we're all the same. We're all fucking one. Like we're all human. Yeah, we were big into free speech. Yeah, before we even knew yeah it just felt important mm-hmm. and it still feels important it feels important that people can just speak freely and we can we get somewhere and like that's that's what happens i mean things change things move when we speak our truth 
I've seen that in my own life mm-hmm. with that living situation. Remember, we were all going to no. live together and I was oh, like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah, live yeah. with them. Yeah. And then you guys were like, wait, why? And I was like, because all we're going to be doing is holding space. And then you guys were like, oh my God, you're right. I don't want to live with them either. And I was like, oh, damn it. And then I felt like I was the bad guy that ruined everything. But I literally thought that you guys were so okay with holding space. Like I was like, oh my God, they're fine with this. I'm not. I'm just going to get a tiny house and live by myself. And you were like, that makes no sense. Like we just started dating. (laughs) You're like, you're not going to live by yourself. What do you, I was like, no, I'll come over for dinners and stuff. I'll still hang out. That's where the nuance comes in. And like, that's, that's where the genuine synergy comes in. That's where like deeper truth comes. Like there are, there are things that we can't articulate. There are things that we don't understand that like, that is still soul and that's coming through from soul. That is, that is light and divinity working through this. We all have different perspectives. We all have different roles. But then there's the nonsense yeah. and then there's the manipulation and there's, you yeah. know, there's all, there's the everything else. But it's so important to speak your truth because it changed the entire thing. Yes. But I didn't know that. I just thought I was like, oh, I just won't say anything that they'll be fine. Like I can, but I wasn't trying to speak my truth to manipulate the situation for a specific outcome. So you guys wouldn't live together too. Like I wasn't trying to blow shit up. I was genuinely no, like yeah. good with my, my choice and my decision, but it felt so scary to speak my truth and then see how much it changed things. But if I didn't say anything, I mean, I don't know what would have happened because who knows, but it just, it's crazy how speaking our truth actually changes things. Yeah. Like genuinely, that was like probably the most memorable example that I have of it, of me mm. speaking my truth and seeing the actual change happen, like in an instant. Yeah, true. Because I thought you guys saw the same thing I saw, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. Like we think things are so obvious to other people because they're so obvious to us. Yeah. And then we say it and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> mm. So another reason to speak our truth. Because people don't have the perspectives that we do. That's the whole point. We all have different perspectives and something new gets to emerge when we share our perspectives. Yeah. So. Yep. Speaking your truth. Speaking your truth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so tired. Yeah. I know it's hot as fuck in here too. It's one of those things again. Steamy, hot. I'm out of water. <laughs> Dehydrated. If I, if I have more water, I can keep going, going, and going, going, going. But once I run out of water, then I'm like, mm. you're like a camel, or you need to, you need a. I just need water. It like it flushes through something. Bullshit. Energy. Yeah. 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 No, water's great. Water's good for you. <laughs> anyway you got anything else nope i'm done so me too bye <laughs> <laughs> keep going keep trusting and welcome home and welcome home how long is this one this was 
we've been recording for through what is this at least over three hours wow yeah because we're on a separate recording i have to splice these two together somewhere around three hours it kicks over how does this happen i'm pretty sure uh, we just keep talking and talking and talking and talking and then you tell stories and then I talk about the stories and then unpack them and then <laughs> you tell more stories and then I unpack that and then I try to stitch together the two stories that you told separately into a larger thing and then you tell a story, another story and then I try to build it together and then you tell another story and then I try to build it together and then it gets, it gets too different and then I get confronted and then I'm like, this doesn't stitch together anymore. <laughs> And then I'm like, all right, maybe we'll like, maybe I can just stitch together like the last two things, but like they don't stitch together at all. They're like two separate. And then I'm like, fuck. Okay. So where's this going? And I was like, all right, this is just going wherever it goes. I just got to be along for the ride. I'm like, all right, what do I have to add to this? Nothing. My job's to stitch things together. I, uh, this is all I got. Oh no, you're the, you're the stitcher. I'm, I'm the stitcher and the, this quilt is unstitchable. <laughs> there's, there's, I can't just stitch the blue to the white and the, the white to the yellow and the the yellow to the bright pink. Like we I need know. to make a cohesive quilt here. It's true. But <laughs> I think everybody stitches it together their own way. Yeah. And the things that, the things that come through, I mean, there's a bunch of things for a bunch of different people. Yeah. If this was one person that we were talking to, it'd be very fucking cohesive. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. I know. But there's just a lot of things and a lot of nuance and then a lot of just, yeah, so many fucking different. I know. And you're threads such a slaughter up. and a stitcher. I am such a slaughter and a stitcher. I'm a slaughter. I'm a, a stitcher. stitcher. He's a, I'm a confronted bitcher. <laughs> I just want to stitch it all. <laughs> Sorry, love. I know. Thanks oh, for listening, okay. guys. Thanks for listening to my stories. I know I talk in circles. It's got to be maddening. It's not maddening. Or confusing. I don't know. Sometimes I go back and I watch my videos and I like, I'm like, man, I wish I stayed on that a little bit longer. Because mm. mm. there's a wraparound point, but I, I, I like, I exit, like I take the f- first exit instead of going a little bit further down. Like I end up leaving. Oh the sp- yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. Sometimes like I need to, I need to keep speaking, but like there's no openings like you'll, you'll take the exit and then you'll start, you'll start on the next highway and I haven't said anything. So then it's kind of building and it, it'll just build and build and build. And I'm like, man, I know it's the Miriam. I show. had a point, <laughs> but it's not going to get made. It's gone. But the feeds oh, like no. in my body now, oh, no. I'll just pee it out later. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just being dramatic. I don't even know if that's true. No, I think I no, think I'm, it is. Sometimes. Yeah. But our podcasts are great. Our podcasts are great. Everything's I'm good. I'm getting insecure. I'm going to go crawl into bed and get insecure. This is what happens. I, can, I just, can I just cut you off and don't give me a room? I know. I didn't give you any room to talk. I talked too much. I should listen to it back and then time my how much I talked. Oh, and then oh my God. I'll have two stopwatches and then I'll time how much you talked. And then I'll We'll see. have the chess fucking counter, you know, that like times oh, both uh-huh. things. Yeah. Ooh, looks like your time's up, my love. It's my time to talk. My time. No, I don't really care. And for most things, the points aren't really that important anyway. 
People love your points, though. You're so succinct, and you make things make so much sense. Well, I want to synthesize things. I want to synthesize. When things don't get, when too many things don't get synthesized, and I'm like, what the fuck are we even doing? I'm just going to go to bed. Tired. I need more fucking water. (laughs) Oh, God. Because for me, my main point from all of this, like, take, if if we take out the past hour, my main point from the bulk of this podcast is we have to fucking really, really triple down on trusting ourselves. There's this new wave of business that's coming online and there's this new wave of of really the, the cutting edge is coming online to a greater degree than it ever has before. And we have to be able to speak our truth and solidify fucking regardless of everything else. And what this experience is teaching me in our life right now, which is also, I, I thought we were recording this podcast to even talk more about our experience here. I, yes. But like what this experience is teaching me a lot is that like the, most of the things that we're worrying about just aren't fucking real. And that, all of the the peace and the inner solidity and the wisdom and the truth and the life lessons, they come from the tension and they come from this actual experience that we're already in. The more we can be with the experience that we're in right now and stop trying to get to the next spot, mm-hmm. the more that we learn the lesson and we don't have to be back in that circumstance again. It. Yep. Like It's like we need a certain amount of experience in that for a body to register it. Mm-hmm. We need to be able to settle fully into it and understand what's happening while it's happening. Like there's yep. this, there's this fully conscious, not in fight or flight experience that we have to be able to take in yep. to, in order for our body to like fully register it. And I think sometimes like it just fucking like we kind of get it. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah, like I kind of got that we were safe, mm-hmm. but I also like scrambled a lot and like, I wasn't fully present. I was just freaked the fuck out. But like this time, like I really am getting it. Yes. I'm like, oh, like there's nothing. Like, I don't know what we were doing all of those other times because there's, there's absolutely nothing here. And there's like, it's not, it's not like we're in any sort of catastrophic situation. We were, we've just been uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but like, that's it. Yeah. And by being with the, the discomfort, I'm like, oh, but like, we're going to be okay. We have a shit ton of options. Like we're just following the energy and it's more important than anything, including our fucking comfort, including like where we're going to fucking go next. Like, I just want to be deeply precise. We're going to be good. And it like, it clicks in and there's just this everlasting peace an ideal path ahead. Like there's this perspective and this embodiment that I feel kind of wanting to kick in mm. where we acknowledge what we're actually doing. And like all of the like kind of little whiny pieces, they, they just start to kind of settle. And it's like, I get that this is here and I get that these whiny pieces are going to freak the fuck out again. Mm-hmm. But like, I want to remember this. I want to remember that we're good for fucking ever. I want to remember that we are dialed for fucking ever that like, this is this way of being is what everyone's trying to get to. And it's where we're going as a collective. And for mm-hmm. anyone who's following their intuition, it's true for you too. Like this is it. We are doing it. We are pressing into the next evolution of our species. We're pressing mm-hmm. into the next evolution of our collective. We're trailblazing it right now. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of other important shit happening on the planet, technological advances, da, 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 da. but this I think is the most important thing that yeah. will happen in the next three to 500 years is the acknowledgement of intuition as the better operating system. That's mm-hmm. a big fucking deal. Cause everything runs on the old one. 
So we got to start switching shit over and trusting mm-hmm. ourselves. And the fact that we have the opportunity to do that and plant these massive seeds of light here, yeah. like it's a very rare, wide open space. Like it's like we're the fucking pioneers in America and there's all this land there and we're, we're here. Like we're, we're the ones to claim it. You know, I get yeah. the fucking native Americans and all that shit, but just take the metaphor for what it is. Like there's just a, there's a wide open space and we are, we're pressing and forging into this. And like, we're, we're kind of the first ones here. We're the first ones to do it to this degree. We're the first ones to trust it to this degree. Like we're the first ones to build these systems in this way. We're going to be the first ones to continue to ride this into like, into everything that it becomes like, let's keep fucking doing it and triple the fuck down. This is the Mm. most important thing we could possibly be doing. That's, I think what I'm learning in this move. And that's what I'm feeling coming online. Mm. It's like, we have to just fucking acknowledge what we are doing and triple the fuck down. Mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah. Do you want to take out the last hour since it was garbage? No, it wasn't garbage. I just wasn't talking that much. <laughs> I was just kind of lost. I was just lost and trying to stitch together things that, like, I thought you were stitching to. I don't know what I thought. It doesn't fucking matter. There's just a bunch that was building. <laughs> I like your synopsis. Thanks. I like your stitch. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it makes sense too. It's also like when I'm in this, it's tough because my like just so much energy runs through sometimes mm-hmm. that it's hard for that much energy to run through and for me to like fully understand every single thing you're saying in the sequence that you're saying and to like follow your point and then like try to like to even understand where you're going sometimes. I don't even understand where I'm going. Most yeah. of the time, there is no point. Generally, there's like a nebulous point that maybe someone will get, but I don't get it for them. Oh, I don't yeah. give them the point. I'm like, hey, here's my point. I give them the story, and they can find their own point. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's why but I, I was trying to make a point like ten seconds before that, and then you told the story. So I'm like, oh, okay, where's this? You know, like. <laughs> Like, where does this lead back? <laughs> and then we're like, we're off. <laughs> we're, just, we're just cruising. And then we're like, yeah. And then she fucking said. <laughs> huh. Then I have a small brain. We were talking about intuition, right? Earlier. <laughs> no, it's good. They always do have points and it all, it all weaves together and. They're fun. And the, the actual physical experiences of it's always really important. Like that's, that's something that I've learned too. And when I listen back to these, I'm like, Oh, that was helpful. Or, you know, like it, it always does weave together really well. We just got to both play our role and fucking, mm-hmm. you know, go in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You do great. I feel a crash coming an insecure crash. That's all right. That's all right. I know. I mean, where we're, where I think we're both going in partnership and in our business and all of those things is a much greater degree of inner solidity, which means we're going to transmit much harder, which means we each have to be more solid too, Mm -hmm. to be able to be with, 
with the transmission, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? With the potency while also staying in that like clicked the fuck in and transmitting right back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the, the dual transmissions way fucking harder than just sitting and transmitting. Yeah. So we'll, uh, yeah, I mean, just keep getting better at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you didn't do anything wrong. David's nodding at me for those of you that can't see us, which is all of you. <laughs> <laughs> for, those, for those of you not on. Not in remote viewing. Our Nest security camera footage. <laughs> for those of you not spying on us. For those of you not the NSA. <laughs> or Chai comms. Oh, God. Spying through the hidden cameras installed in our vent system. David was nodding at mm. me. Yeah, I know. I'm just, yeah. I know. That's, yeah. It's like the ogre, the ugly ogre that burns your eyebrows off, like that version, that insecure piece. Like that's the, that also comes out with the um, not making points and just talking in circles. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's just bullshit. It's not true in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> because like when you're pulling from the feed you're pulling from the feed that's like just, what it feels like i know so just talk but then i do and then you get lost and then i get insecure that i lost you <laughs> <laughs> oh no i lost david because then you just you <laughs> you go glossy-eyed mm. <laughs> Oh my Sometimes god. Sometimes that's true. You know what's crazy, guys? You should check and see if magnets stick to your face. <laughs> because we're un unjabbed and the magnet sticks to the right side of my nose. And the magnet yeah. sticks to the left side of David's nose and his side third eye. The side yeah, of his above third. my right eyebrow. Yeah. It's so fucking weird. So fucking weird. And the people in the comments, because we saw it on a video and the guy's also in Texas and people were like, oh, are you in Texas? I've heard that that's happening to people in Texas. Jesus fucking Christ. All the spraying. Spraying. They spray so much here. It's like hard for me to fully click into that perspective sometimes, you know? Like, oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, they are spraying shit. I mean, constantly. I know. But like, I don't want to like, sometimes I don't want to engage with that reality. So then I see the explanations and I'm like, oh man, like that's, that's why a magnet's sticking to my face. No, maybe <laughs> magnets just always stick to my face. Maybe that's just normal. Magnets just stick to faces. Let's come on. We all know this. Magnets stick to faces. That's how it's always been. It's, it's funny watching like the it's literally like it's the it's the sleepy programmed consciousness like you know it's the autopilot like i can't deal with this like it's yep. the it's just the it's the collective hum of it's fucking yeah. 2020 it's what it's I what's know. been happening like, well maybe your face is just greasy like maybe that's why it's yeah like it's you. like any ex- any explanation uh-huh. other than the only consistent one that ties it all together which right. is there's corruption here there's darkness here there's a malicious plan to kill a lot of people yeah. and it's being played out at scale right the fuck mm-hmm. now nothing else actually makes sense or tracks just that yeah. one's so hard to be with that at any other explanation is far more comfortable, <laughs> even even if it makes no fucking sense. Like I would much rather believe, like, oh no, just magnets have always stuck to my face. 
your face isn't magnetic. What the fuck's wrong with you? You, go to, you must need to take some iron or something because our faces are supposed to be magnetic. Not the left eyebrow, only, <laughs> only the right eyebrow, yeah, right on the forehead there. Yeah, and then you're supposed to put it on it. Yeah, and then you get a headache, a headache immediately. That's just... That's the headache spot. That's the magnetic headache spot. Yes, that's that's perfect. Oh, it sticks to your collarbone too. Yeah, totally fine. Don't don't worry about it at all. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a weird one. When I did wonder, I was like, do ha, do magnets stick to us? Like, I know, right? Well, because I I don't know. I must have tried to stick magnets to myself as a kid. That just seems like something you do when you're like exploring. I mean, we would know. Stuff. We would know if magnets stuck to us. We would learn about magnets, and it's like, all right, everybody, yeah. now stick the magnet to your face, <laughs> right? I mean, if it was really that normal, it would have been a very interactive thing, you know. And it's like we, you know, like we're all a little magnetic. You know? But no, nobody learned that. Uh, oh God, that's... it's not in the textbooks. It's so true. Yeah, because in science, when we're learning about like positive negative charges and like putting yeah, the magnets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody, now stick it to your right eyebrow. Your third eye. Now try your left eyebrow. Notice how it doesn't stick. The left eyebrow of human beings has a negative charge, and the right <laughs> eyebrow has a positive. No. <laughs> But like, I want to believe it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think I remember that last year. Yeah. It's probably like seventh grade. Yeah. We are, we all had magnets stuck to our forehead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember it. <laughs> Cause it's far more comfortable than to go, oh yeah. Yeah. Spraying heavy metals into the, yeah. It's, it's accumulating in my sinuses. <laughs> So much so that a magnet now sticks to my fucking face. <laughs> totally normal. It's hard not to yeah. giggle at it. I know because it's so fucking absurd and it's so outside of consensus. It's the same reason why none of us believe in our gifts. No matter how much we make all of our decisions based on, on divinity, there's still just like the large, it's still hard to be like, yes, I am a light being here to bring light to this planet and I'm ahead, not behind. That's a really fucking difficult perspective to have yeah. all the way through. Very fucking difficult. Yeah. And it feels so arrogant and like, it's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, it's like, the, it's like, there's no fucking way I could believe that. And even if I did it, I would, I wouldn't tell anyone. <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe internal identity and never, ever external identity. You know, it's like, it's just, it's the same thing. Like, I think it's just the larger social pressures. It's, it's doing something and being something different. Like we know what's here. We, we can all, we all have a general feel over the consensus like that. That is what makes us as a species, social animals. Like that's, that's what makes us who we are as, as the animals, <laughs> it's like fucking like apes and shit you know the whole fucking the whole story is getting so scrambled for me now are you we fucking come does your common ancestor i don't fucking know did an old man create us in a dome fucking maybe so now sometimes i get confused but but this biology certainly is different than this soul thing and we are social animals and I think we have evolutionary, we're evolutionarily hardwired to come together and to notice and to scan 
what everyone else is doing so that we can fall in line, so we can preserve the social bond, so we can create tribe and community where we're, where we're working together as a unit. And what you do when you're working together as a unit is you find the things that are common and you present those things to the group and then you hide all of the things that detract. And by doing that, you kind of, you create social bonds around shared values and then you leave everything else out so you can preserve the solidity of the group and then, okay, we're all going to go and we're going to hunt this thing. I don't care what you think about fucking Julie over there down in the hut. I don't care if we both like her. Like, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about our shared value of eating and surviving. You know, it's like we come together on these shared values and we kind of hide everything else. That's really, really normal. And we have the urge to do that. Just it's the exact opposite direction of where our soul is trying to take us. Because if we're really, really here as a soul to bring something <laughs> fundamentally different you to this got planet, it. bang Julie. <laughs> <laughs> And then you tell everyone <laughs> loud and bro. Then you get a shirt made. If there's no shirts in this era, cause I don't know what year it is. Then you fucking stitch it. You write it in blood, write it in saber tooth, tiger blood. <laughs> I feel like Julie's too modern of a name. Her name's like, I don't know. You take Julie to Pound Nukawa. Town. Nukawa. Nukawa to Pound Town. <laughs> to Pound Town. <laughs> oh my God, that is so funny. And then you trust that who's actually meant to get food will get food. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, I don't, I don't know that it works back in that time era. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. maybe Nukawa needs to procreate. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to get too lost in this metaphor because we're losing the point entirely. <laughs> I don't know, I lost it, but yeah, it's a very good conversation. <laughs> See, this is what happens. Uh-huh. Isn't this what happens? This is what I, I get do. distracted and then uncomfortable. Like I lose the point and then yeah. I get uncomfortable. Is that what happens? You get uncomfortable? And uh, you lose the point? Yes, when uh-huh. when there's a sense of just general directionlessness. <laughs> yeah, I start, to, I start to get uncomfortable. But that's my evolutionary edge, honey bear. You just got to let me be deeply uncomfortable. I know, I know. That's it what gets, helps me to grow so and build inner in solidity. That I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, but I then you're tense it. at my attention. So so it's the perfect dynamic for both of us to be able to solidify yeah, co- and become more of who we're becoming. Co Co-detention. Hmm? Codependence, but with oh. tension. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Coevolution. <laughs> it's coevolution. Coevolution. Gotta have the right mindset. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh man. You're funny. Monkeys. Well, now I don't even know. I don't know if some old man created us in a dome. <laughs> <laughs> is a trip no I think it's still a still evolutionary process it's gotta be I think it's of course but I don't know that we evolved from monkeys nobody believes that we evolved from monkeys well somebody must they have that chart everywhere no it's that we and monkeys came from the same thing which is what it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore (laughs) 
Kim bir Kim bir niyet? I can't wait till we learn the actual truth about this place. It doesn't exist anymore. That's convenient. Oh man, that's really funny. Common ancestors, the idea. What the like? What Neanderthal? Um, that that was like another species. So there were more species of humans, different species, Mm -hmm. but none of them exist anymore. That's the idea. Homo sapiens. No, I mean, I think, I think evolutionary or anthropologists believe that we killed them all, Hmm. that we mated with some of them, like crossbred with some of them, which I don't completely understand because the definition of a species that you can't crossbreed. But I don't know, maybe what, what donkeys and, mm, no. I don't know, stuff gets weird. Yeah, donkeys and horses make. Bestiality. Make something, right? Make a, <laughs> they make a, a mule? Donkeys no. and horses. They can like co-create, but then I think mm. their, their, their offspring is sterile. Mm. So there's something about like cross species. I think the definition of a species branch is that they can't. They can't like we can't have sex with like a manatee and then make like a humanity. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like it doesn't it doesn't actually work. But but anyway, I think I think anthropologists think that we essentially killed them all. Is there a thought that potentially we came from another planet and inhabited this one? Like what people want to do with Mars? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we don't talk about that. Well, no, because the current theory is that all life on earth is the same thing. Just it's grown out into diversity. It's adapted over time. And like the single cell organisms became multi-celled organisms and it continued to adapt and evolve into different directions. We're not like aliens that just came here. Like everything else is the same except for us. Everything else is the same except for us. What do you mean? Like humans came from like Mars. Well, Before yeah, the planet. Yeah, it's just weird that like we have the same looking hip bones as the whales. Mm. That the, the anatomy is so fucking similar. So mm-hmm. similar. So, so similar. <laughs> so, so similar. That's where that theory comes from. It's like the, okay. there's, we're all different in our, in the species, but like there's so many odd similarities Mm. and you can track the similarities down different branches. So they don't know the branches for sure, but they kind of, they're like, well, these ones are very similar. And it's, it's most likely that like the orca whale on this one or whatever came Mm -hmm. from different things. But then there's even like, there's even the fact that like whales and stuff that they, that they're so different from fish. Like they have like the dolphin, like it, it has a, um, I think as a fetus, it has a deviated septum and it literally Mm. just, it looks like a fetus where its nose got moved up. And Mm. as it develops, actually, as it goes from the fetus into a fully grown dolphin, like this deviated septum moves up and then separates and then comes into the blowhole. It's literally like a nose up on the top of its head that then it uses to breathe. And it's fucking Mm. crazy. So there's, there's similarities of across species as fetuses, they look almost the fucking same. Mm -hmm. And then the, there's weird things like whales have hips. Mm. Like it's like their legs just got shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and then receded into their, into their body. So it's like, they don't, 
they don't have them anymore, but you can still see where like their, hmm. you can still see where their legs are, even though they don't have legs in their bone structures. So hmm. there's things like that where that's why, that's why they think that came from the same thing, but that it had to have taken a really, 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 really long time, which I'm actually not certain on that. Cause I think things can happen much quicker. And I think the energetics, the energetic openings actually fuel diversity and, and move biology and change biology much more rapid than just simple chance. So I think, I think there's an energetic element to it and that divinity actively created the system the, the physical reality in itself and the process of life and that all of earth is essentially one single organism and we're just like we are just we are earth mm-hmm. and we're just like a single it's like a hair on our head we're connected to everything else and mm-hmm. we're just a single cell in the larger organism but it's all the same thing and all the diversity is all it's all the same thing like trees and us same fucking thing mm-hmm. that's kind of how i see us yeah yeah, I know. I start to get dizzy if I think too hard about it. <laughs> it's like the magnet. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Since like, magnets stick to our fucking head, I've been doing this thing where I'll put the magnet on my head and then go cross-eyed when it's on me and then I pull it away and then I go back and then I cross-eyed and then I pull it away and then I go back to normal. To make it funny so we don't to cry. To make it funny, so yeah. <laughs> so we don't lose our shit. Um, just so we don't think about it. I just don't think about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is really funny. Look, the magnet <laughs> sticks to my so head. Funny. This is just how it's always been. I remember seventh grade. Yeah, that was so cool. You have it, just this made-up memory. Yeah. Um, it's formulating more and more. I'm imagining. I'm like, oh, yeah, my seventh grade teacher. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. I was in it. Science Olympiad. I won, I won these medals for science. <laughs> you back your in, pants. <laughs> hey. It's a private story. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, I did shit my pants. I, I won. I won a medal and shit my pants within the same hour. And actually, I shit my pants first. I shit my pants first, and then I went into the award ceremony with his shitty pants, and I won a medal. It was, it was great for exceeding in the sciences. Oh man! Sorry. No, it's okay. It was, it's fine. Who cares? <laughs> oh, God. That's good. Oh, <sighs> I had something else to say. Oh, the dizzy earth thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think the only thing that's really pinging in is like, I'm excited to like actually learn the true, true history. Like the true, the just the truth. The truth about this planet yeah. and like just all of it. I want to fucking know. Yeah. I want to know. Are we on a pile of rocks? Like, where is this thing? Are we really spinning through space? Like, is that really happening? That sounds insane. How has nothing catastrophic happened in since the dinosaurs? Yeah. Like, I just, there's, there's too many unanswered questions. And it makes me dizzy. Like, genuinely, when I think about it i'm like oh wow this takes me out a little bit yeah yeah it's a lot and i wonder like if it'll break people's brains to learn i mean it'll break people's brains to learn about the satanic cabal yeah i just don't i don't know that anyone has it completely figured out 
Like, I don't know that well, I, I buy the idea that someone like that, the cabal has the world completely figured out and that they're hiding the truth from everyone. I think they know other aspects of it that they don't express. It yeah. feels like the Bible. Yeah. I do think that the, yeah, that the, like the Roman Catholic church and you go back, 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 that like, there's just a, there's a system of suppression of, of spiritual truth mm-hmm. on purpose with energy, with light, with God, with divinity, with all of it. Yeah. That was for the purpose of consolidation of power yes. and just kind of, and continued in a tradition. Yes. I don't even know if the, if the priests today even would know to oh, the same degree. Not. No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, it feels like buried. Yeah. But I do think there's a, for, I don't know, whenever I like check in with like, what are the, like, what do the bloodlines learn? You know, like if, Mm. if they're learning a truer history of this place, what are they getting or what are they being taught? Yeah. And the only thing that has really come through, what was it? Like, it's essentially like you're, you're superior. Like, it's like, it's this like reinforcement of how superior those particular bloodlines are and a re- yeah. reinforcement of their importance. Um, and like to not like to basically not meddle with like the human stuff, like, like like you're not going to have to like work those jobs that those that the humans work or that the you know Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like that's all slave labor you're up here like there's a that's a hierarchical that's really the only thing i get when i remote view the 13 bloodlines (laughs) yeah because i think there's a general understanding of like the way that essentially the way that money enslaves the population. Yes. Yes. I feel like they learn that really early yeah. and it's like, no, 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 you're already set. Like you don't, yeah. you don't have to do that. Yeah. It's like, like you, no, no, no. That's the machine that we use. Like that's the yeah. idea we use to get people to do our bidding here, uh-huh. yep. but under the guise of freedom yep. to essentially do whatever we want. Uh huh. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and you can go into it and go to college and like basically fuck off and be a part of the, you know, the skull and bones and whatever. You can join all those things and do all those things, but you'll never have to live that life. Like you're not going to have to live the life of the people, the, anyone around you. Hmm. Like basically this, like you're set for life type thing, but it's not in the like, it's not in like, honey, I worked hard all my life and I built this amazing empire and like, you're good. Like yes. we are good. You're good. And our grandkids are good. Like it's Nor not this is like it divinity has your back. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, it's not that it's weird. It's we're the gods here. Like we're yeah. the superior ones. Yeah. Certainly on that. I a hundred percent agree with that. And I'm, I actually am curious about more so like, like deep esoteric truth and like in history and stuff. Like when, when I hear some people talk about how the, how hidden somewhere in the Vatican is like the true creation story and all Mm -hmm. of that. And like, that makes sense to me. Yeah. It feels like it gets like, yeah, Yeah. it's, it's, it feels like it's, this is weird, but it feels like it's told to them in the way that it's told to us. Like, it's still not it, Mm. you know, like, it's like, 
it's like your drunk uncle told you a story about the creation of earth. Like, but you're, you're not getting what all the other people are getting for the earth, the creation story, but you're also not getting the truth. Like that's kind of what it feels mm. like they're getting. They're still getting muddled misconceptions. Mm. That's at least. Yeah. Me. I've tried to pull it through. You know, it's hard. Yeah. So hard for me. I don't know. I don't know how hard it is. <laughs> I, I've thought about it a couple times recently mm. that, that book and the creation story and, yeah, I really think more. I wrote probably like a hundred pages. You did write a hundred pages. Probably it's probably about a hundred pages right now. That's cool. Wow, that's big. It's sitting somewhere. Well, I know exactly where it is, but I don't know. I don't know. I know where the document is. I don't <laughs> know where it is. Like I don't know where in the process it is. Uh huh. Because it kind of it fell off. Yeah. But I remember looking at it recently, yeah. and it fell off right at the point of like. Like now. And, and then it was like, and then you become you or something like that. Yeah. It was like, it was like becoming you. It was something weird that wasn't a piece of our work yet. That's true. That's very true. It was true. like, it was essentially, it ended around like, and then you move into essential radiance, but it wasn't the same words. It was like something slightly different. Yeah. So, yeah. The reason why I think it got so complicated is because it was, it's, it was like threefold. So it was creation in our own life, like the bringing things into fruition mm-hmm. here physically. And it was also creation dynamics throughout the totality of exists. So like how God also co-creates, but then it was like, also where did life all come from? Mm-hmm. It was like this, like, it was like, oh, just, yeah. it was just so big and so much. Yeah. But I mean, a bunch was pouring through for it. Yeah. It was back yeah. when we got to Seattle. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's just so much missing, and I think I'm excited for piece more pieces to be revealed because, and we're gonna know in an instant because you're gonna we're gonna be like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, it'll be like, oh fuck. That's how I felt about lots of the book coming through. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I should read through it someday. See what's in it. With a magnet on your forehead. With a magnet on my forehead, just for good measure. It helps us think. That's that's actually what the <laughs> phrase uh, "put on your thinking cap" came from. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if old, you know about old it. phrase. But yeah, old <laughs> phrase and even older phenomena. Magnets have been sticking to our foreheads for a long time. Yeah, Nikola Tesla was we was going to use yeah. magnets. Yeah, back in 1492, <laughs> Christopher Columbus. He sailed the ocean blue and came up with the phrase, put on your thinking cap, and he put a magnet on his forehead. Yeah, that's, that's, see, that's. And that's how our history was written, (laughs) folks. This is is crazy how it goes. It's just so made up. Uh, Yeah. Man. Hmm. I don't know. I just want to know. I'm just, I want to know. And I know that when we find out, well, it'll, it'll be a relief as, as hard as it is to be with just like fall of cabal was just like learning about the pedophilia that exists here on the planet, the human trafficking, all of these rituals that these people do. I don't even, they're not even human. There are really corrupt, awful beings here that are running this planet. Like just as hard as that was to be with, it was also such a relief because I'm like, now I know why I'm here. No wonder. No wonder. Yeah. Like it just, it clicked everything into place. So to learn even more about the creation of this place, 
feels very significant. And, and that's where we awaken to our true potential. Hmm. Oh my God, game over. And that's the direction we're headed, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. So in the meantime. Yeah. When you said like, no wonder all I could think was like that there's multiple species and like this planet was purposefully set up to be a slave culture to feed a larger, you know, that whole whole thing rings so true. A lot of people think that that resonates as truth for me. Yeah. It really does. Unfortunately. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that one comes up a lot. I don't think the control mechanisms here are all human. I don't think it's just humans worshiping dark beings. Oh, no, 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 you know? no. I really no, no. don't. I really don't. No. I think most of what we see on TV as celebrity and politician and... Funny. Oh, yeah. I don't, huh. know, I don't know where I'm getting this from, guys. I'm just saying it. Yeah, that's interesting. I think most of what we see is, is not human and I'm not saying CGI either, like Mm. actually malevolent, malevolent beings, malevolent, malevolent. Yeah. Not good. They're fucking shitty. (laughs) Yeah. Are they different species? Oh yeah. 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 I think that's where like the underground stuff like I, I like it's not that they just went into hiding in NASA or you know wherever it's like yeah. no 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 they went underground like actual under the earth ground because they can yeah. live there they're capable of living under the earth yeah you know what's crazy is in the ascension manual I don't think about this often but in the ascension manual it talks about Earth's other timelines uh huh that chapter talks about how in so essentially how this isn't the furthest along that this timeline has gone like we've we've lived through an alternate kind of version of this earth that's gone into a different future. And I don't know if they were talking about this metaphorically, but it didn't feel like it at the time, but essentially that like in this future timeline, what happened was essentially the whole earth got destroyed and the civilization was forced underground and then consumed itself Mm. like physically underground. Mm -hmm. Like the atmosphere like ripped away. Like the, the top was just completely barren. So then it went underground and it's like the essentially underground tunnels and fortifications and bases and all of that with where everything, every aspect of life has to be preserved by like not by the planet, but by like the remaining few. Mm -hmm. But then that the, 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 the first paradigm essentially continued to consume because there's hierarchy and all the bullshit Mm -hmm. and all of that, even within that and like fighting over resources. And you know, like Mm -hmm. there's not, there's not a kick over and Oh, now we all collaborate underground, you know, same shit. And then it consumes itself to the point where essentially there's, there aren't enough people to sustain the full working system of what's required for the society. And then it collapses, including those who are taking and mm. cheating and fucking mm-hmm. in the corruption. So it like the whole, like life itself collapses. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what they were saying. The other earthly timelines were the, there's something with timelines of like, I don't know. And maybe that was just the end of that, like simulation essentially. And then it like, 
I don't know, those souls inhabited earlier in the timeline. Like everyone's like, all right, let's go back or something. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works either. I don't know. Time always fucks with me. Same. Because I do think time is a plane. I think of it as a, when I think of it as a physical plane, it starts to make sense for me that you can travel through like time exists as a, as a, a, a physical mm. plane. Like I see it as like a tube and then there, all of the timelines I see as varying tubes branching out from the, from the present. And there's still and all of the other alternate realities essentially that could be, that could have been other than this. Like I kind of see this, like this essentially 2d space, like a, mm. not a chessboard, but like a sideways tree. And I always picture timelines like that when it's, it's always directly out from, here and like there are various mm. like tubes i don't know why though that could just be the way i imagine it i have no idea time always trips me up mm-hmm. the thing that i can be with <laughs> is what scott or somebody on scott mckay's show or whatever show some one of those truthers was talking about someone time traveled to 2022 and then they were like, hey, what year is it? And they were like, oh, 2022. And like no one was in masks. And they're like, who's president? And they were like, oh, Trump. And it was like, oh. And then he he left and he came back here. Oh. And I was like, oh, I can be with that. <laughs> I like, can't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm having a hard time being with the tube tree of time. <sighs> I could be with so much complexity, but not like things that don't track or make sense. <laughs> hey, who knows? It's not that it doesn't track because I, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Like essentially if just the, if the corruption comes out around election fraud and the whole totality, you know, all of that shit yeah. starts to crumble. It's, I mean, it's happening like now, like today, yeah. like all of this stuff is coming out. Yeah. It's getting suppressed like crazy, but it's still coming out. Mm hmm. It's, it's like, there's no stopping like that. Like anytime it's the same thing with like Dr. Estella Emanuel. Remember her video got censored, but like it got so many views. Yeah. And then the lady next to us is watching it now. Was watching her now today because she got censored. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, the truth always rises to the surface. We're going to, people will find out what they need to find out for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, 2022 is in six months. It's not very far. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty gnarly. But, yeah. I know, time time confuses me. Talking about timelines. Yeah. I, like, have to view time as linear. That's, like, my... I can get it and be with the big ideas of it, you know, I can be with that, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't keep me tethered to what's here. Like I need to be tethered to like what's actually here for me and I need to not worry about fucking timelines. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, I can play in that space and we can go in that, but like, it's like, yeah, okay, but back here, Miriam, what's here? Yeah. That's how I feel about Trump being president in 2022 <laughs> from a time traveler's wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, yeah, okay, that'd be cool if that happens. Who knows? Yeah. 
I mean, we could, uh, we also could remote remote view it. Yeah. Yeah. I think for, I mean, for me, I'm building that like ever increasing map and you're, I don't know, being with more weird things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But I, I do not think that this planet is is run by humans. I must say that. So, and I think, and that's what makes it make sense. If if I if I admit that, then I'm like, oh, that's why I have always felt weird here. Like yeah. it just it, it like it like it like wipes my whole slate clean of worry of not fitting in. Yeah. It's like, oh, thank God, I wouldn't want to fit in with that anyway. Like, okay, so now what's here for me? Oh, radiate your essence out into the world? Be light on the planet? Okay, clearly, this planet needs it. Your essence was prayed for? Oh, now I get what that means. Of course it was prayed for. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) David's shaking his head. For those of you that aren't remote viewing us. I'm just being with that idea of other, other species and they can't be human because humans wouldn't, they wouldn't eat each other. They really wouldn't. That doesn't make sense. I'm not sure. It gets fuzzy for me. Yeah. I mean, I imagine there are humans that eat other humans. Like, there's that. There's mm-hmm. like the disassociation from what you're fucking doing and sold your soul to the devil for a small fry and a whatever. Mm-hmm. There's that aspect of it too. And there's the like selfish, like vain aspect of like, oh, my skin will be younger and whatever. Like all that kind of fuckery with the adrenochrome. But... I don't think it started like I, I just I just don't I genuinely think humans are good and we care about each other. People that are genuinely human in in touch with their humanity and like actually just human. But people that like either are human and sold a soul sold their soul mm-hmm. or people that just are downright not human. Hmm. They, 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 they exist here. And they're being exposed. There's this really weird video of all of these like popes walking in somewhere. Or, I don't know. Are mm-hmm. they cardinals? Whatever they are. Mm-hmm. A whole group of them. And one of them is a reptilian. He's this little teeny guy with a hood on. <laughs> And he's like, he's like a fucking, it's crazy. It's so fucking crazy. I can't even tell you how many times I watched it. I was like, what is this? He's like a gecko, like a a human. If you were to picture a human size gecko, but like a small petite woman size, like maybe like 4'11 or like, Uh like so tall for a gecko, (laughs) 
but dressed in the garb with the hood on and his face and like snout coming out. It's fucking weird. CGI? That's immediately where I go. I don't know. I mean, that. I don't know. Did it look real? It all looks real. On TV, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. It's hard to tell. Um, yeah, I mean, real for something I've never seen before. Yeah. Huh. Send me stuff like that. So it's. I don't send you or you need me to. I, yeah, you got to send me stuff like that. That'd, oh. be, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, I can find it. <laughs> send it to you. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. It's really weird, especially on the same th- on the threads of like religion and mm-hmm, consolidation mm-hmm, of power mm-hmm. and using, you know, those ho- those like sectors, pockets of humanity to yeah to rule. It's all about. It's been all about power. It's like power, sex, money, like that's it. Yeah. And longevity, like immortality. I know. I want to know. I just want to know more. Like, I want to know more about like, I mean, I have a hard time being with when I listen to the guys from the secret space program because they just sound so disassociated. Like, it's crazy. They sound so split and they probably fucking are. But it's like, it's really hard to believe what they're saying. Mm -hmm. But then it's really... One guy was talking about his experience and like running in the woods and it's basically like hunger games and like the kid with the most gifts because like under those places of panic and fear, their gifts come online Mm -hmm. and they, you know, whether it's to become invisible or whether it's to like run really fast or like fly or whatever. I don't know what their fucking gifts are. (laughs) Whatever their gifts are come online, which I would, I would imagine their intuition to be able to navigate the circumstance or like. Yeah, but I think there's they have they have no. other things according to um, DNA, but supposedly uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. But then, so I hear that right, and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. And then I'm like, well, maybe like you know, I'm just kind of being with it, and it's yeah. breaking my brain. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna listen to the Logan Paul podcast. <laughs> and then I listen to Logan Paul, and he has a guest on. He has Tom Hanks' son on. Mm-hmm. And then Tom Hanks' son is a friggin' weirdo, and he's just talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And then eventually he gets to this point where he's like, "Yeah, you know, I went away to summer camp, and we'd like run in the woods, and it was like pretty scary." And and he's like, essentially saying the PC version of what the fucking space guy was saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Like the like the imagery just like overlapped. Like it was like mm-hmm. it was like imagery that I didn't believe and then imagery that like I can more so be with because he's not telling the truth of his whole story because you can feel that he's omitting eight bajillion details on this Logan Paul podcast Hmm. like I was like yeah okay so I mean the the thought that I had when you were I mean this is going all the way back to when you were like 
then I would be relieved or whatever, you know, like, oh, thank goodness you said something like that. The the image no that wonder. I, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. The image that I got was essentially that like, this is like an, an Auschwitz of a larger space system. That like this, the entirety of the planet, like it's like, mm-hmm. a, like it's a building, like the scale, the scale that I'm looking at is very large. That makes sense. That feels fucking true to me. That makes sense. And it's the, the whole thing's isolated. It's like, it's like incubated. Like there's only, only so much that's allowed to happen here essentially. But that light is working its way yes. through, right? Yeah. And then coming alive within it and taking yep. it back over, essentially. Yes. yes. Reclaiming it. Yes. And there's other yes. benevolent beings that are here to assist, but it's up to us and our own free will to be able to take back and all of yes. that. Like, it depends on what happens here. 100%. And then if, if we can do it here, then we have the full backing of whatever fucking space fleet, you know, whatever. Light always wins. Yeah. And I think the light's dominant there too, almost yeah. certainly from the, from the tech that I've felt when I was dabbling with all the species and stuff yeah. from the tech that I felt the difference between light and dark, the, the dark tech's fucking weird. Yeah. It's I like mean, a rusty version. I mean, they even say that here. Like, Oh, I don't know. I've, I've never heard. I don't really listen to things. <laughs> um, that well, just that the darkness here, these, these beings slash people, whatever you want to view them as, um, they don't have the advanced tech like light does like the white hats, like even in, in human form, like, yeah, that tracks, that makes mm -hmm. sense. They're working with like old outdated stuff, but like doing the best they can with it. And it's, it's like, eh. and like what, I mean, what Scott was saying the other night, he was like, yeah, he's like, someone was like, oh yeah, Trump hasn't even played his aces yet. And then Scott was like, yeah, he's got the whole deck and he hasn't played a single card. And I could like, I was like, uh, I don't know something with that, like the, the bigness and the, the, the light of it, I guess. Cause he hasn't, he hasn't had to play a single card. He hasn't had to play light. Because the darkness yeah. is so faulty. It's so, they're not, they're not. Mm-hmm. They like puff up their chest, but it's like, it's like, it's literally Bill Gates puffing up his chest and you're like, bro, you're such a dork. And Fauci's like, I'll show him Bill. And then Fauci puffs up his chest and you're like, no, this, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Like you guys aren't good at this. But yeah, I absolutely 100% agree with what you just said. Like, it's like, it really resonates as truth. I don't even actually know that I'm thinking of what you said. Uh, Yeah, I I, know. And I just, I just feel. It just keeps kind of like rolling through. I just feel the truth in it. Yeah, I mean, which makes sense that there have been more advanced species here before and all of that. And then, you know. And it's like, I mean, they left us clues. Like we've been left clues on this planet for a very long time where this, whatever this is, we've like the pyramids, Atlantis, like there's so much there knowledge. That don't make sense and don't track. Right. Yeah. But it resonates within us. 
Yeah. Which is overrides any sort of logic. And we're like, oh, okay. Like that's that intuitive knowing still, even in those like weird stories of Atlantis, you're like, wait, what, how, you know, or the, the falls, the dry falls like that. Yeah. There are, yeah, there are stories like that, like with like floods, right? Like there's a, there's a big flood in like most of the, Mm -hmm. of the ancient stories and you know, it all overlaps like completely different parts of the world. Yeah. Yeah, but, but this time, all the we've fallen every single time back to like essentially square one, and darkness reigns again, and it's like oh fuck. But like this time, that doesn't happen. This time, we do take back this planet, this space. Yeah, that's what's different about this time. We haven't done that yet. Maybe for like a li- uh, however long, you know, but, but it's like, it's like, oh no, no, this locks in, this clicks into place. And this is a fully light operational experience here. Hmm. Again, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just talking. Mm-hmm. It's good. And that's why it's so familiar to those of us that it's familiar to. And that's why we have such a good bullshit sniffer because we've done this before. Our soul has been here, whatever iteration. Like, I think it's fucking weird that I have a fucking Auschwitz tattoo on my fucking wrist, but it's felt so purposeful for whatever reason. You have a 47 on your wrist. Huh? I know. Auschwitz <laughs> but yes. I, yes. Sorry. So we know what we're talking about. I know my 47 on my wrist. But it, that's where it's supposed to be. It is a guiding light. I don't even, I feel like I don't even know the reason why yet. I don't even know if I'll ever know the reason why. Hmm. But it is like, it. it is, it's here and it's for something. And I know that. In that time period, it, it was like the closest time period, if we're thinking linearly, with time, it's the closest time period to massive casualties, mass casualties yeah. on this planet. I mean, I know, Gulag Archipelago. And there's been several iterations of that, but I think there's just this resonance this time where we're like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not fucking pulling a fast one on me. Like, fuck off. I've been here. I'm not wearing the mask. I'm not wearing the yellow star. I fucking wore your yellow star. Fuck off not doing it this time. Like yeah. there's just, there's something in us that is not letting us budge. Like we see it all with clear fucking eyes. And, and it's weird that it's kind of an anomaly. It's weird that other people don't. And it's like, whoa, we still have work to do here. Like y'all need to wake the fuck up. I don't care how you need to make sense of this reality, but you need to wake up and you need to start listening to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't need to learn about fucking space force or whatever the fuck, Totally. but you need to trust that little whisper in you. That's like, quit your job, leave that relationship, move across the country. Yeah. Cause if you can't even trust those things, like, Oh my God. Yeah. Fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. Not the fucking manic leaps either. It's precise. It's when it's time to go. Yep. Yep. I know I never did the precision. I always was manic in my leaps. And that's fine. And that's typically how it is at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, it's... At least it feels that way. 
I don't know, you know? I don't know if you were manic or if... Actually, I don't think so. Right? Yeah, I think you were pretty precise, but it's just, it feels as though you were manic and then all of that shit starts to break. The time I was manic was when I quit my job job. That was mania. Mm. For sure. Mm. Because everything was closing in on me. And I, I, I knew I needed to leave like ages, but I didn't do it ages before. Oh, yeah. I was getting the ping... Oh my God, like months in advance, but I wouldn't do it because I was afraid like, you know, how do you live without a job? I didn't even know about entrepreneurship, which is weird. Like I didn't know I Uh, could do something else. I had no idea. Yeah. I thought I had to work for somebody else's company or some big brand name or Mm -hmm. yeah, that's where I was at then. But yeah. Yeah, we all know. It's all too familiar. That was like one of the very first things when I called my mom when we were in Denver and was talking to her about like COVID, you know, what the fuck was going on. It was like March Mm -hmm. last year. And she's like, this feels so familiar. I'm like, I was like, I know mom, does this, oh, I said, does this remind you of anything, mom? Have you been through anything like this in your life? She's like, just reminds me of Nazi Germany. I'm like, yeah, but mom, you weren't alive. She goes, I know, and neither were you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we laughed and we were like, well, maybe we were, you know. Um, when I was a little girl, I told her that's when I, li- I lived during that time, which is a weird thing to say, Funny. but not as a little kid. Kids say everything. Yeah. But yeah, it's too familiar and we know how to navigate it. And I think that's why those that are speaking up are speaking up as boldly as they are because they know they have the backing of divinity because it's almost like, it's like we lost everything in Atlantis. We lost everything in, you know, whatever world war, whatever thing, whatever catastrophe happened here, we lost everything, but we remembered that we would not do it again. And I think that's the thing that keeps us coming back and keeps us like fighting for light here on this planet. And one of the major ways, Oh my God, I have full body chills is the second paradigm. Like this is an anchor. This is a reminder to trust yourself and bring your light to this planet because we need it because it is so much bigger than you just following bliss or like, no, 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 no. This is a spiritual war that is happening and has been happening on this planet for generations. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways that they're able to get through to us is through the second paradigm. And it's like, it's almost like they were like, Hey, let's just tell them to trust themselves. And let's like, let's start there. Like maybe they'll remember, like, it feels like that's what's coming in. And there's this like whole comprehensive body of work that like proves to you why it's a good thing. And it like makes sense. It's like, no, 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 you can really do this. We promise. We promise. We promise. Here's all the information we could possibly give you. Like here, and we're going to give you even more. And then we're going to tell you how you can, how you can do it in business too. Like they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like David, of course, this information does not stop. We have so much more to give you because we need all of you awakening and being this embodiment here on the planet. So others will follow suit. So we do actually win this war. We, we do win it anyway, but we need to do these things in order to win it. Yeah. And those things are going to happen because if, if people aren't doing it and they're, they're, they're still knowing, like you said earlier, like they still know that soul exists and intuition, they trust in intuition, but only in these circumstances and not in these, like not in business or yeah. whatever. There's the, there's the justification program. Yeah. 
um, you, you can't do that. Like that shit's not going to fly. Well, there's no difference between having an intuition and having access to the ideal and seeing it and being completely asleep. There's, there's no yeah, difference. The same. If you, if you aren't actively choosing it, there's zero difference. Like yeah. you're, you're not awake. If you have access to your intuition, you're awake. If you are actively choosing on it. Yeah. Like it makes, it makes zero, zero difference. Yep. You can be the most awakened person on the planet, but if you're not actively choosing it, right, then it makes right, no right. difference at all. Right. It's the same. Yeah. You might as well go back to sleep. It'll probably be less painful. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're just torturing yourself here. Yeah. But yeah, I think we all made this like collective vow to like come back and like, okay, Lee Dungus, you're going to do these things or Dund, you know, Dundas, you're going to, you're going to do these things. Scott McKay, you're going to, at a young age, you're going to get involved in politics, see the corruption come out of it and take a stand for a really long time for solar panels. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> we promise we'll come back around to you, but we need you fucking selling those solar panels, buddy. Like, you know, it's like, and we're going to yeah. kill you twice, but you're not really going to die, but you're going to, you know, you're going to really reevaluate like your life <laughs> and, and, and be centered in who you actually fucking are. And you're going to be a stand for that until the end of time. And yes, you're always going to ride a Harley. That's not going to stop you. And then like David Nino, you're going to be the fucking best boxer we have. And then you're going to get fucking knocked on your ass and laid out and you're going to fucking get a, you're going to have a near death experience too. You're going to flatline. But we'll bring you back. Don't worry, because we need you fighting this spiritual war. <laughs> you, we thought you were just good with your hands, but no, we need you speaking yeah. out. Like, it's like, I don't know. There's just, and there's so much resonance that I feel personally with all of these people. Like, it is deep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this. Like, I know I'm not mm-hmm. in that or we're not in those pockets, but yeah. I feel like com- so much synergy in their truth. And what they're transmitting. Yeah. So that to me is like our remembrance and like, oh, we've done this before and we've got this this time. This is the time we win. Fuck. Oh my God. Like, this is awesome. These, these, these creatures don't go back underground and then reemerge. That's not what happens this time. Like they're gone. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. (laughs) It makes, it makes even, I don't know. It just makes me feel even better about our work in the world. All of us that are following our intuitive knowing it's like, oh, this is for a much greater purpose. Don't you dare think it's not. Yeah. This leads to something big. Yeah. I know. We've just been kind of shooting the shit and I don't, I can't find a way to like make all of it real yet. You know what I mean? Certain elements of things. It's tough for me to make all of it real. The Oh, my crazy talks? No, not your crazy talks. We're both talking crazy. Do you understand what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) We're both talking fucking crazy, but like I can feel the truth in all of it. And we're just kind of like, we're rolling with it. I know. You know, taking it where it goes. 
but it tracks for me. What tracks for me in all of this the most is the, is the importance and significance. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just this like piddly do your purpose work here. No, this is, this is a big fucking, this is the mother load. Yeah. Like this is it. Yeah. It's not like, what's your purpose? Take the career test. Oh God. At the end of high school to pick your major for college. What's your, um, what are those things called? The ENFTs or whatever is NFTs. That's what I'm thinking. Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. That's what Take your Myers-Briggs test and we'll, we'll slot you. always different. I know. Same. Same. I didn't feel like I had one. Cause I could feel both there. There was like multiple aspects of me, you know, uh, of course. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Like other people would definitely see me as different than I see myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's yeah. the fuckery. It's we're, it's you're a, all yeah, of it. It's like I'm introverted, but I want to be on stages. Uh, and you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm really, really cognitive, but I feel through everything. Uh, what's, what's my, I know, I know. I'm like, am yeah. I drunk taking this? Cause I'm extroverted. Am I sober? I'm introverted. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Which version were we playing with here? Yeah. This is not just do your purpose here and take your test and slot in your career. No. And survive like that's not that's not the point of this human experience is to just survive and get by. Yeah. And go on vacation once a year. Yeah. It's literally a collective psychosis. None of it actually makes sense. And when you really, really think about it, none of it makes sense. The the idea that we're all just trying to survive and get by that we have abundant resources everywhere. Nothing actually makes sense. And we don't push into it. Uh -uh. We just go, oh yeah, that's just how it is. Oh, we just must not have the technology to distribute Uh it. Yeah. How? Not true. It's not true at all. False. Mm-hmm. We have DoorDash and Uber. All of our grocery stores are full everywhere where we where we live. Yeah. Right. There's infrastructure everywhere. Yep. And we have an idea of money that holds it back. And there's new cars on the lot everywhere. Oh my God, that is maddening. Yeah, you talk about that all the time. That that really made me think when you were talking about it. I think the first time. I talk about it almost every time. Yeah, that we drive by a lot. I'm a little excessive, as you guys know. (laughs) Yeah, you have your like catchphrases in certain situations. We drive by a car lot. You're like, I just can't believe. I know. Well, I every time it hits me. Yeah. It hits me. It's like, wow, these are all brand new spanking cars just sitting there. Just sitting there. Yeah. There are people without cars. There are people without homes. What the fuck is going Mm -hmm. on? Mm -hmm. How? Mm-hmm. How? I know. And there's people with old ratty cars. They can't get from where a point A to point B. I know. It just none of it tracks. And I yeah, seeing the homeless people in Seattle like that really fucking did something to me. Yeah. And it's not like let's get Joe Biden to distribute the resources or it's not oh, like elect God. Bernie Sanders to bring in democratic socialism. So everyone can be okay and have a house. Like 
there's so much nuance in politics and like where it goes next is so fucking nuanced and it depends on where we are now. Yeah. But that's, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. And it does, it does track that there's, that there's something malicious. It does track. Yeah. And the fact that things move so slowly in the political sphere, like getting bills passed or like things that actually matter that people genuinely care about. But when there's, when there's incentive or money to shuffle around for other politicians to just get it back in their bank account, it just, Oh, Sunday night at, you know, midnight into Monday morning. It's like, wait, what? What the fuck? Mm. That's when you pass that. Like nobody knew or like, Oh, Friday at 2 AM, you know, like it's like, it's just so self-serving to this dark agenda. But when we're like, we're actually really resourceful when we're allowed to just be human and to be creative and to not be trapped in these hamster wheels of what we think we need to do in order to survive and to order to hold these realities intact of our, our nice, beautiful homes with all our nice stuff and all of our fucking debt. Yeah. Like you're just, you're just running in a race that you're not, it's the treadmill. You're not going to win. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, it's the distortion of everything. So it's like, it's like a world of light beings in a distorted web of obligations that makes darkness look light. Mm-hmm. Precisely. Yep. Yep. That's so convincing that most people don't know it exists. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is why the the metaphor of the matrix resonates so fucking deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not because we're like in lines of code. Right. But because like there's there's something here. Yeah. Yeah. That's not real. It's not substantial. Right. But there's also something here that is really real and really substantial. Mm-hmm. There's life and physical reality is fucking real. You know, there's like all of, yep. it's like, it's sorting through all of that. But there is something we're waking up out of. Mm-hmm. And it's that series of obligations that makes dark look light. Yep. Oh my God. And even necessary. They're fucking psyched we're having this conversation. What, the light beings? Yeah. Yeah. They're like clapping and doing like little, um, blowing little, um, those whistles that you blow on birthdays. Like, <laughs> yeah, those things. That's that's funny. Funny. At least that's the visual I'm seeing. Mm. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of, I, I'm often reminded since 2020, I'm often reminded of Westworld. Hmm when the AI robots started to have consciousness and wake up and realize they were in a simulated reality in this like small space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they go out into the real world and like, like it's, Mm. I I just, I feel like we're waking up into something that we've yet to wake up into or we've had glimpses, but like it hasn't, Mm. it hasn't fully formed for the forever. Like it feels like it gets to stay. 
that synchronistic society where people are following their intuitive knowing and intuition is real and intuition is their primary decision-making force like that that's that world exists yeah and it's lasting yeah And the only way we get there is by doing these little piddly, like, don't do the dishes tonight, leave them for tomorrow. You know, it's like, it's all in mm-hmm. these like little, little yeses to soul. Even when body's like, oh, I hate having a dirty kitchen in the morning. Yeah. What if I never do the dishes in the morning? Then I'm never going to do the dishes. Now I'm just a person that doesn't do dishes. Like, oh no, like, do I need to get a cleaning person to come in to do my dishes? Because, you know, and you like spin out and your body spin and then you, you're like, I'll do the dishes. It's time. (laughs) But it's listening to those and like letting, letting all the, the series of obligations break obligations that weren't even real to begin with. Yeah. Cause it'll get to the bigger ones. Yes. Money, safety, security. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's what we're being with the safety, security, money, the that one right now. I mean, we're with that one like every pretty fucking often in our relationship. We've moved a lot since being together. It's true. It's just gotten easier. Yeah. I know this time's been the easiest so far. It's so weird. It's mm-hmm. the most uncertain and the easiest, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause last time, I mean, but yeah, the last move before we moved in here, we were in an Airbnb that we kept extending, 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 extending until we got this lease signed. And then we got this lease signed. We moved in right away, had no water, had to flush the toilets with gallons of water. <laughs> The water wasn't turned on for like a few days, like three or four days. We didn't have water. Yeah. Because our landlord had bought the house like three days prior. Yeah. He hadn't even, he'd only been, spent an hour in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But that was all like, I don't know. I was definitely panicky in that. And now we don't have a dot on the map and I'm zero panicked. Yeah. It's pretty T minus like cool. 48 hours. Hmm? T minus like 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We're even going to an event all day. Tomorrow. I feel like responsible people would pack. I mean, whatever. (laughs) I don't. It's just not the truth. No. It's like, no, we need to go to that event and be around people. Good people. Yeah. And more importantly, we need to trust ourselves. And realize that we're not in control and it's not our responsibility to bring things together. It's our responsibility and our job and our here. role to do what's here. Which and is to be deeply fucking precise. Because that's what wakes us up. That's how soul comes into being. Yeah. Well, that's why we had that meeting today with that woman. Yeah, it's true. We just did what was here. We don't go to breakfast or we haven't gone to breakfast in ages. Yeah, I've been ages. We just go get coffee. <laughs> Bye, Miss Miriam. Bye, Mr. David. <laughs> when you tell someone here to have a nice day, they say, I appreciate you. Instead of like, thank you or I appreciate it, they say, I appreciate you. It's like a Southern thing. I just learned that. You saw it on TikTok? I saw it on your Facebook when um, I was huh. 
searching for I something. I don't know that I've noticed that. The, the guy said it tonight. I appreciate huh. you. I was like, oh, I want to be like, I appreciate you. <laughs> but I like, I. No, I appreciate I you, like, oh, sir. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. Not really, but. You know, you know us, you know our work in the world. <laughs> I know. That's like what I've been dying to hear. <laughs> like, oh my God. I just burst into tears. I feel so seen. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's it's really important to remember that this is an, a really big deal what everyone is doing that is bringing more of themselves here. It fucking matters. And it is, you can feel it. You can feel the truth in that. Mm-hmm. So get over your shit about how you're fucking not good enough and just fucking let her rip. What are we waiting for? The only way we're going to solidify is if we let her rip and then experience what we experience from that. And we're like, Oh all my shit's up Miriam said let her rip and then I did and now I got all these comments from Keaton <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like yeah precisely let's keep going fuck Keaton <laughs> yeah keep going keep going keep going yeah it was cool feeling the um the page come together for the incubator because it was like it was very it was very clear on like what this was, Mm. you know, it's like, okay, financial freedom. It's like, it doesn't even, the page doesn't even fucking make sense. It's not even like a fucking sales. It's just like, it's like, here's the energy. Can you feel it? Uh huh. You know, it's, it's cool. Yep. And then there's B and he's like, here's the energy. Can you feel it? Uh huh. But the financial freedom, that idea of it literally just being free from the idea of money, having control over your decisions when divinity is guiding you in a different direction. Uh. Right. And then inner solidity, having freedom in your social networks and your social bonds and out in the world, even when all of your evolutionary programming is pulling you really, really hard and all of your niceties are pulling you not doing where it's pulling you if divinity is pulling you in another direction, right? That deep inner solidity to trust yourself regardless of the social. So it's like financial freedom, social freedom. And then it's like, what's next? What what do you what's do here? with that foundation? Uh-huh. And it's like soul precision. Essentially like your soul comes online. You become mm. you here. You are liberated to do what you're getting from divinity, yeah. which is really what you're getting from your own soul. Yeah. Your soul comes into physical form here. And you, you've systematically trained your body to be your soul. Uh-huh. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Alrighty. Keep well, going. Keep going. Keep trusting. Keep trusting. And welcome home. And welcome home. Thanks for hanging out with us. Long haul. I think this is a new Second Paradigm podcast record. Is it? On the length of time, yes. We I have- think our longest... Oh, excuse me. Longest podcast ever. So thanks wow, for tuning in. Wow, and neither of us peed. Neither of us peed. I don't even know that I have to pee. I'm so dehydrated. You're so dehydrated. Yeah. Your veins are just. Yeah, or like really popping out. I don't know. Yeah, I just burn water and food when yeah. I transmit can't, when I'm reading energy. Can't relate. Yeah. 
That's why, like, when we would do the show, I would have, like, three or four drinks. I would have a smoothie, I'd have a coffee, and I'd have this. And then by the end, it'd be an hour and a half later, I would they would be completely done. Yeah. And then I would go and I'd fill up another cup. Yeah. And pee. Into the cup. <laughs> and, then, and then drink it <laughs> to thoroughly flush out my system. It's a part of my spiritual practice. <laughs> All right, everyone. Keep going. Keep, keep, keep trusting. trusting. And welcome, welcome home. home. Bye. Bye. relentlessly you're one of god and a collective of everything we're literally the same matter as the trees the stars the breeze that alone we breathe the only truth is interconnectedness separation is only forgetfulness wake up to this grounded existence led by soul where the world stands witness